Hello, welcome to a side special series of the Moncast, where we're going to be talking about Digimon Adventure Try. As always, I'm Stevie, and this time I'm joined by Nelson. Hello, I'm Nelson. You may know me from the YouTube channel, Demon Rider Master, or, or from the episode 2.15. And no other episodes, because he didn't enjoy it. And also I'm joined by Quinn. Hi, I'm Quinn. That was very insightful. <laughs> Indeed. We've all watched the first movie of Digimon Adventure Try, and I've made a very, very vague plot summary, which I'll just read out, honestly. And then we can just talk about the stuff we want to talk about with it. So, it starts off, the adventure kids are all just studying and doing teenagery things, when Koagamon shows up in the real world and starts wreaking havoc. Then Agumon returns, and then so do the rest of the Digimon, they're all back now. Woohoo, they all digivolve, yay nostalgia. Then the mysterious government agency just sort of take the kids aside and explain nothing to them. Kids and Digimon just have fun and enjoy the company. Tai and Matt are having an argument and they're not getting on very well because Tai's like, we don't want to wreck things. And that's like, but we have to, to do the good things, Ty. Okay. <laughs> and that's kind of the whole argument. Izzy does some WizKid stuff. He makes sci-fi goggles. There's a new girl in the block of flats who's looking for her cat. She then finds her cat, who happens to be right next to a mega-level Digimon, who is also looking for her cat. And then the mega-level Digimon blows things up. Ty and Matt join in and also blow things up. So everything blows up. And then the episode ends. Well, the film episode, same thing. And that's the basic gist of things. <laughs> I didn't realize until this watch through that there's actually a post credits scene. There's a post credits scene? What? I've watched this movie now, this is probably my fifth time, and that's the first time I've seen that. It's not much. Matt just yells at Ty a little bit. Matt is just passive-aggressive. I just want to say this This movie starts with the, the right idea. The O2 season, kids are dead, so I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, I'm fine with them being gone. But after, and I guess I won't spoil what happens for Stevie, who hasn't seen it yet. After they finally reveal what happens, the fact that they're never talking about where they went at all, or show any concern for them, is completely unjustified. The canon reason is that they're assholes. Just wait for the second movie, when there's a clear reason to be preoccupied, but nobody cares. I'm sure the Zero Two kids are all absolutely fine. Eh-ish. We all care about Davis. <laughs> okay, so Mia Davis should be dead, but but Miyako is wonderful. Yeah, the rest of the kids are fine. Even Cody. Cody was okay. What about Yuli? Yuli was less good than Miyako, but she's fine. P.S. We're all going to mix up dub and sub names. All the time. Constantly. Especially because we watched the dub version this time. I hate everyone right now. We told you you didn't have to. True. You were just like, well, they're watching the dub. Peer pressure, clearly. Crowd mentality. <laughs> I leaked the Discord chat log. That'd be pretty funny, especially with my random screenshots where I talk about clothing. Also, I have opinions about clothing. <laughs> we'll get to all of that jazz. We don't have segments or anything, so we'll just go where the conversation takes us. I say we start from the beginning and set that wonderful intro music in the dub. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, God, somehow. And please, if you, if you take a minute editing, just... Find that and put it in underneath here because it's possibly the worst song I've ever heard. What's so bad about it is the fact that it has one lyric and it is Digimon, Digimon, Digimon. I think the worst offender is that, oh, it's cut out 
butterfly, but okay, yeah, sure. Oh, that's true. Butterfly is really good, and this is definitely not butterfly. No, it's not. It started off as butterfly and then changed. It did not in mine. In mine, it did. I was like, oh, it's just stuck with butterfly, that's nice. And then halfway through, it switched. I was just like, oh, oh, never mind. It didn't in mine either. Huh, that's very strange. I guess that might just be the Blu-rays. Oh yeah, I bought the Blu-ray of this. You're the only one. Yay. So, Zero Two Kids are okay. And pretty dead. Yep, that too, but they are okay. Are we all agreed that the Zero Two Kids are okay? They are perfectly okay. Definitely okay. It was a bizarre way to open it. God, that was weird. It was such a poor choice, if only because the kids just needed to say two lines to explain what happened and not make it a giant mystery for six movies. That nobody cares about. Somehow avoided, like, all spoilers for the last two films, so I haven't got a clue. Obviously they explained something. I hope they explained something. I'm sure it'll be complete and utter rubbish, but it'll be some reason. I just want to put it out there. There's a new movie in the works. Oh, yes. Quad, or whatever they're calling it. Now we're in college. Finally, Joe got in college, after all that stuffing. You know, it was up in the air, because he was clearly not doing very well. Yeah, he was in the fourth row. I appreciated the last time I watched through Adventure, though, that he also wasn't doing very well in Adventure. When is Joe doing something good? He tries. Yeah, he tries hard, but I don't know that he's ever been successful at anything. And that's the title, Digimon Try. It's actually just all about Joe and no one else. He has a girlfriend, don't you know? Oh man, I'd actually watch a series about the adventures of Joe and his girlfriend that no one believes exists. What, Digimon Adventure? <laughs> I kept really hoping that either Joe's girlfriend or Takaru's would end up being Mei. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> no. No! You know, the random girl that Takaru was going to take to the concert later that never gets me- mentioned again. I think that TK's a player, because he calls two different people about the concert. Yeah, that's true. That is a point. I mean, he did ask Kai if she was jealous, so... Mm. Might be an open relationship. Do you reckon TK just has a, a harem? Yes. I don't know how. Did you see the things he wears? He has a purple fedora. You can't knock that. Yes, yes I can. No, you can't. He is not cool enough, nor is anyone, to pull off a fedora. I just want to point this out since you're talking about little bits like this. Did anyone notice the sticker on Matt's phone? I did not. What was on his phone? There's a sticker. K-O-D, Knife of Day. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's their first gig, he's already got merch. That's great. Yes. <laughs> I'm really into Knife of Day as a name. That's so dumb, but I love it. What about the Night Wolves? Is it Night Wolves? Uh, it was the Teenage Wolves. The Teenage Wolves. And then briefly, in one of the movies, they are World on the Knife. But did anyone else think that Matt and TK sound too similar? Yeah. Some of the voice acting, I really I liked the casting, and some of it was just eh. I did not think Hikari's English voice actress was very good. Or Ty's. They did get Ty's original voice actor back. He's just always not been all that good. I'll just say this, the best voice actors would be the Digimon one. Demo 12. Did they get back Agumon's original voice actor? Because it sounded exactly the same. I believe they did. That was a good choice. Because that gave me the feels. <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of a controversial thing here, because Koagamon's voice actor is clearly Godzilla this time. So I think Koagamon's one of the only Digimon who just doesn't ever really talk. No, he just wars. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's one of the only Digimon who doesn't ever, I think in anything, talk. He's just got mandibles. That's fair. He's a fair old Digimon, nobody cares about him. All he does is just wreck the city. I thought it was really creepy when Ty's at soccer practice, all the other guys want to take a break, and then his sister shows up. 
And they're all just like, oh man, Ty, your sister is so hot. We gotta show how manly we are. Oh, I have notes on that. I just put like, Ty has stamina, ladies, winky face. And then when Kyrie appears, I just put power of libido. Goes over all tiredness. Boys are dumb. But the first 20 minutes is so slow. I kind of dig it, but it is very slow. It's very much just like, here's the kids' lives now. I think you kind of had to do that. And also love triangle. That love triangle from, from O2. Still happening. Sora and Yamato got together, and then Tai, I guess, just never got over it. I mean, <laughs> he's such a child. It's not his fault. Well, now he has May, so... That's true. Well, that happened. It's not, like, canon, but she's totally into him. Would you not look at that hair? It is a pretty decent hairdo. So much gel, though. And this is the first movie where May is, you know, kind of good. Because she's kind of not in most of it. It works. And she's got a really cute outfit. A cute outfit does not a good character make. No, but it's better than most of these characters got. True. A lot of the outfits are just bad. <laughs> well, excuse you, but I think Izzy is super original with his socks. Thank you very much. Yeah, Izzy's cool. I adore the computer program that he made and just all of the outfits. I'd say Izzy is the second best boy in all of Digimon right now. Uh, who's best? Joe. Okay. True. The best relatable boy. Yeah, that's fair. I've got an idea of a thing we can do. Just go through the eight kids and just say what we think about how they've changed or whatever in this film. Okay. So, start off with Ty. What do we think of Ty in this? Coward for no reason? Well, looks like you pulled a CG Ikari, didn't you? He's not a coward. He's just, for some reason, playing someone else's role of being like cautious and thinking about what they're actually doing. Yeah, alright. I think Matt would be the best one for this role, actually. He was the more calm, collected one. It's the role he's always played. And so I, I understand them trying to switch it up. It just didn't feel earned. Or natural. Yeah. It's like, oh, I gotta save everyone. But oh, I don't want to wreck this. I wonder what will happen. If I fight back, things might get destroyed. You know, that guy's already destroyed a building, right? I really don't want to stop this alpha more, even though it'll destroy the whole freaking city and kill people. Oh man, if only I could stop him. Yeah, it's a weird approach. Like, he's clearly supposed to be more mature than when he was in Zero Two and Adventure. And to some extent he is. Like, the fact that he considers consequences for his actions is character growth. I'll, I'll give them that. There's just an issue there. When they're under the bridge having their little reunion... He mentions that, and everybody's like, yeah, but if we don't do nothing, there's going to be more damage. So it's like, he's already shut down, <laughs> and still, he doesn't budge. He doesn't really talk through anything that he's actually thinking. Except with Algamon in that one scene, which was quite cute. And a little bit with Matt in that other scene. I want to point out that in that scene with Algamon, the first few lines of Algamon, he didn't move his, his mouth. Well, that's the dub for you. I didn't even know if in the sub he actually said anything or not. Or if it was like a, 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 th a, th a thought thing, but no, no. I've not got a clue. But Ty was okay, that's what I'd say. And what do you think of Matt? Ugh. Emo Matt is emo. He was very passive-aggressive and actually aggressive at the same time. He's edgy. He hasn't really changed at all. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> If anything, he's more edgelordy than he used to be, because he used to actually think things through. Thinking back on it, his fashion sense has improved, but not much. I disagree. Look at that hairdo. On the other hand, consider that he used to wear a green tank top with cut-off sleeves. I prefer that, actually. I think all of the kids have grown out wearing gloves, though. Which is important. No, Joe didn't wear gloves. He had a, a watch on his wrist. Because Joe was already older and more mature than the other kids. Izzy didn't wear gloves, I think. Izzy did. He had, like, washing up gloves on. 
I think there's only like TK, Carrie, and Joe that didn't wear gloves. Yeah, that sounds right. So like the two youngest ones and the eldest. But now pretty much all of them don't wear gloves. Although, you know, TK had a Dragon Ball in his hat, so... He was Gohan. He just picked that up somewhere. <laughs> he was legitimately Gohan. She, she's not kidding. But yeah, Matt, I think Matt was better than Ty, though, if I had to compare. At least in this film. Plus he has a, a cool band. Immediately just one-ups Ty. Music is better than football. At least Ty has goals in life, okay? He doesn't, He though. doesn't, though. There's a whole scene where he talks about not having goals. He's a forward, come on! Yeah, but he doesn't have life goals. He has not yet decided to become a UN ambassador. I think you guys seem to forget that Matt becomes an astronaut somehow, but okay. Yeah. It's not a clue. <laughs> I cannot believe that's still canon. And Sora. Sora's definitely changed, because now she's a girl. She wasn't a girl before? She was pretty Tom girl before. She's more tomboy, even. Uh, that's what I mean. I just say that she's here due to due to love triangle, but okay. <laughs> that's her whole purpose in this. Right, she's she's very indecisive. Yeah, until she decides to just forget both of them, which is the best decision. <laughs> she doesn't, though. She says, uh, you know what, I'm just going to skip both of them. Oh, wait, what am I doing? I'm going to be late. Yep. Yeah. And she actually is late to both of them, technically. <laughs> they both get cancelled, which is, you know, probably the best outcome, really. Cancelled due to monster attack. As usual. Oh, can I mention this before we move to another character? Everyone seemed to forget Digimon 1 and Digimon 2. Yes. Yeah. Everyone. Like, the news didn't mention there used to be these Digimon and now they're back. In Japanese in particular, they didn't. The dub actually added a little bit where they remembered finally. They did? Because later the news is like, oh, these seem to be the same monsters that have attacked several times before. Okay, true, but then they said, oh, they appear more than before, and I'm thinking, really? Have you forgotten about me, Autismo? Yeah, they said they did more damage than before, and I'm like, do you remember that time they blew up a TV station? Remember that time where they kidnapped everyone? <laughs> no, and neither does anyone else. Nobody remembers. It's definitely weird, and I think it's supposed to be the same hand wave from O2 where they said, oh yeah, again, I just made everybody forget. Wait, that happened? Is that is that the excuse? Yeah, on the Odaiba Day episode, he explains that he made everybody forget because he's magic, and also he deleted all of the files on all the computers on every, everything in the world, so there are no pictures. What? That, there's a contradiction there, though. Yes, there is. There's a huge one. Yes, there is. Anyway, moving on. Oh, wait, it's O2. It's filled with blood. Oh, hear about that. So, Izzy, and Izzy is the best, still. Yeah, he is the best. I don't know what to say besides that. He's just naturally more mature, is he? Still in middle school. He's got a job at a startup company. He has his own office. He speaks French. That was a weird scene, that though. Also want to point out that his parents were celebrating their marriage birthday. <laughs> <laughs> marriage birthday. Yes. Their marriage and their anniversary, whatever. The cake says happy anniversary wedding. But Izzy's really good. Still friends with Ty and everyone. Also, I, I want to say the, the the ship between him and Mimi, yeah, that, that sail. That's so good. It's so good. It is a really good ship. Uh, and then add in the triangle with Mako, and it's even better. Wait, there, no, there, no, there's not. Mimi's totally in love with Mako. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that one. I, I think that's just canon, honestly. <laughs> they kind of ship everybody with Mako. Why? Because she's the new one. Because she's black-haired Kairi. But she doesn't glow. No, but she's got the Crest of Darkness, obviously. Wait, there's the Crest of Darkness? In, in the card game, yes. Also a digi-egg. But I guess we didn't finish all the characters, so we can go back to that. Joe. Joe is a good boy. Joe is best boy. 
apparently dumb as a box of hammers, but that's okay. Is he still trying to be a, a doctor? Yes, he is. But wasn't the point of, of Digimon 1 like, you don't need to follow this road? Okay, so A, the O2 ending is that he became a Digimon doctor, which I think he did because he didn't need to get, you know, into a medical school for that. Didn't need qualifications. <laughs> Just had experience on the job. Exactly. Plus, this is a kid who decided, oh, I'm going to make a cast out of toilet paper. That'll be fine. You have a better idea? Not toilet paper? In the current situation he was in? What else did he have? His shirt would have made a much better cast. He needed that to clothe himself. <laughs> he honestly didn't. You just want him to take his shirt off, be honest. You want to see that hot, sweet Joabs. <laughs> That'd be really funny, actually. He takes off his shirt and it turns out he's buff as hell. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's studying. He studies for PE too, okay? Oh, by the way, I do want to say that the teacher's idea of putting the failing people at the back is the worst idea. Oh, f*** that guy. Put it the other way round. Also, I'm announcing what your grades are to the entire class. Shame. What bad teacher. No wonder Joe's failing. It's called motivation, thank you very much. Let's see, uh, Hikari? Hikari's fine. Yeah, Hikari's fine. Hikari's Hikari. She's kind of just Ty's sister, and that's it in this. I do appreciate her being jealous of TK's girlfriend thing. She's She's not. not. She totally is. Either she's jealous, or she's encouraging him. She's trying to do both, but he mentions that he's taking a friend, and she just stops walking and goes, Is it a girl? Well, it was a girl. Exactly. And she's like, oh, congratulations. Nice. You're not gay. Well done. I'm not salty at all. (laughs) Exactly. Who have we got left? So there's Mimi and TK. So let's do Mimi. What do we think of Mimi? Best girl. Mimi finally doesn't have the the pink spaghetti hair. Yeah, they realized that that was a dumb idea. Her fashion sense, for the girl who only ever talked about fashion through two whole seasons, is really bad. What about her present sense? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring presents for everyone, gummies. I'm into that, actually. (laughs) Sweets are good. Bring me sweets and I'll be happy. Well, especially you're bringing me sweets from another country that you can't get here. No, that's totally thoughtful. It's just worm gummies. What the hell? How how can you not get that in Japan? Uh, That's fair. It's probably a brand. It still was thoughtful. Also, I'm really into the pretending you're not coming until the last day. I thought that was very cute. I do like how she's just late to everything important that happens as well. To the point where you don't see Palmon Digivolve until the very final fight. And I'm so into when she's in the van and talking to Maki about where are my friends. I need to make sure they're all there so I can give them all presents. It's just the most adorable thing. It's like, you know, you met this woman two minutes ago, right? She's still sort of blissfully unaware of the world. Um, I love that. There's a reason why her digital crest is sincerity, but okay. Yeah, she's not changed much. Which is good, because she was already the best. She was already good. Definitely better than Kari and Sora in this. Yeah. It's not very hard, but okay. Weird observation, she's the only person on the team with pierced ears. Is she? Huh? I did not notice that. And who was last? TK. He was there. Boy boy. Cursed with the worst fashion sense. It's a purple fedora, you can't knock it. I really can. No, just stop trying, you can't. He does not get to be a fedora lord, not be a good person at the same time. He's not a fedora lord because he's, he actually gets ladies in this case, so... D- does he? We never actually see that girl. Well, he does have Kylie, so... That's true, although he sort of negs her. He gets so many ladies, he literally has to knock Kari back. There's a random scene when they all, when they split up to go searching for Mekumon, where they stop for ice cream and he's just holding her hand. 
Wait, what? Ooh, the plot thickens. I just want to point out that the part where they're looking for Meikumo and they stop for ice cream, that's super inconsiderate. It really kind of is. Because you see Meiku like, uh, I kind of don't want to eat this. I really appreciate how Izzy looks when he's been up all night working on the goggles. Yes. The goggles that are never useful again. Wait, really? I don't think they ever used them after this one time. They were useful for a second. Just <laughs> like, oh, it's coming. And then, then what are they for? He never needs to put them on again. I love that it was just an afterthought of actually putting them back on, though, to look for things. And then as soon as he puts them on, there's just immediately a giant portal there. <laughs> Perfect timing. Oh, okay, there's a screenshot. TK's a player. Oh, he's holding May's hand. Holy crap. And look at Kyrie. Look at that look. Like, mmm. She wants May too. Everyone is May sexual. Even Mimi off on the side is looking over. Oh, especially Mimi. Sora's the only one who isn't. Sora's just fantasizing about Ty and, and Matt at this point. About them beating each other to death. <laughs> but seriously, that holding her hand there, that's it's a pretty baller move, although she is in no way happy about it. Yeah, I, I thought she was like, yeah, I don't want to eat this. I think it's more like, why is he touching me? Yeah, that's pretty fair. May's kind of just immediately taken into the group, though, which is weird. Well, and then they're so shocked. She's holding a Digimon and it's just like, oh, by the way, I have a Digidestin. And they're like, <gasps> oh my god. Really? I would understand if she'd said that before they saw the Digimon. By the way, did anyone notice that TK was talking to Digidestin in the world on his computer? Yeah, yeah, he did that no two a lot too. Did he? That's how they did the world tour arc. What, was it TK that was just messaging random Oh, no, but Izzy made the website and everybody had access to it. Ah, I see. Which only begs the question, how is Digimon not general knowledge at this point? It's even weirder. There are at least several thousand people on this website who all have Digimon. But it's an invite-only website, so it's kept under wraps. And Izzy's the only one that can invite people. For Izzy to invite you, you have to take a photo with your Digimon. Put it on Twitter. <laughs> Sure, Digivice 2. Yeah, exactly. Which, I didn't need to ask, how, how long has Meiko have Meikomo? Like eight years, something? Eight years? It was something like that, wasn't it? It's gotta be at least six, because she has had them at least as long as the other kids. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, why, why is your Digivice like a normal Digivice? Well, everyone has a normal Digivice, except TK and Kari. They get to her backstory later, and uh, yeah, I, I think she's had one pretty much all along. She just didn't get invited along on adventures because no one cared about her. She just, she wasn't sucked through the portal at all. Yeah, running that back, no, it's clear that Sora and Mimi are the ones having a moment there. In any event, we've raided all the kids. All the kids are kind of just slightly better versions. They're all pretty faithful to the original kids. Except for Ty. Ty changed kind of a lot. Most of the series is him, ch is him changing back, which is kind of sad. They've kind of just gone, oh, he's an adult now, so now he has to worry about things. A better writer could have made that work. But as we'll find out in the coming weeks, Digimon Adventure Try did not have good writers. There wasn't that much to write. It was very slow. They could have read Kondo 2, but okay. There's that. I mean, I did not hate O2, but let's look at the actual ending of O2. You've got a whole new group of kids with D3s. They are never mentioned. They had the whole thing where they put Cthulhu Mon back in the dark ocean. He doesn't come up pretty much at all. Wait, that wasn't Cthulhu Mon, that was Creepy Mon. Whatever. The monster that is totally Cthulhu. No, that's Dragomon. Dragomon, there we go. Dragomon is stuck in the dark ocean and never really comes up. Okay, no, this is the confusion. Like, I remember strictly they imprisoned Creepy Mon in the dark ocean, but the one who, who never gets out is Dragomon. Those are both still in the dark ocean and have evil plans to come back. 
that are never going to be mentioned, except for that one spoiler moment. Creepy Mo comes back in season five. That's not the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a completely different series. Hey, I don't, I don't know the Digimon timeline, okay? <laughs> Could be the same one. If it doesn't have adventure in its name, it's pretty much not the same one. Also, Tamers is kind of the same timeline. Because of Ryu. It's an alternate universe. And then Cross Wars, I guess, actually has all the timelines. In the games, in Cyberslope, Mirei does say that there's different universes, and all universes share all Digimon, technically. So that's why if, if you kill the seven deadly sins in one universe, there's gonna be some crazy BS happening on you. You should definitely play the Rio games at some point, or at least read the, uh, the translations that exist online, because they get kind of crazy near the end where Rio is given godlike powers to travel to any digital world at any point in time. Wow. Yeah, isn't that how he ended up in Tamers, supposedly? Yes. And his parents also got teleported to that universe, too. Yeah, that never actually gets a canon explanation, but yep, he has parents there. That moment when the Wonderswan games are the most important part of your canon. It's so weird. I love Rio so much. So wait, so technically, the teacher we see in Tamers that looks like Kairi, this could be Kairi, but from another universe. Well, I think Kairi is from Kingdom Hearts, but uh, what else have we got? I think we talked about all characters besides Mako, or Mei Mei, if you prefer. Because she's just entirely new. Yeah, and Mako doesn't have much going on. She wants to find her cat and is shy. And her cat has the same name as her. That's cute, actually. Which will be a point of contention for the next movies, because she's going to call Mako more Mei, and Mimi's going to call Mako Mei Mei. I'm so into that. Those two are totally dating, and no one will ever convince me otherwise. I mean, yeah, she's kind of just a non-thing. Especially the whole first half of the film, she's just not there. She she nods to Tai as she moves into her house. Yeah, for some reason. That's where she is in the first 20 minutes of the show. Because the truck was blocking his bicycle in. <laughs> it really didn't. If we want to get into the later movies, she still doesn't ever really get a character. Besides being shy and wanting her cat. I think I like the cat, though. Oh, yeah, it's fine. May I just say that I kind of hated that they changed the Japanese thing where they say much to... What is it? It's like Dandan. Dandan, yeah. Yeah, that's a really bad translation. Like, super bad. Kind of the worst. What is it in Japanese? Is it just Tamuch? Just being like, lots of thanks. Yeah, because she she supposedly speaks a different dialect from them. Yeah, she's speaking Kansai, like a sort of mountain dialect. I thought it was pretty cute. Although I don't like how they just said, that's just Meikuman speak for thank you. Pretty bad. <laughs> Whatever. Also, I just want to point out that Meikuma is a champion Digimon and also does absolutely nothing just like Katoma. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's 100% black-haired Hikari, which is probably why Tai wants to have sex with her. Wow. That's canon. There was supposed to be incest vibes in Adventure 1. That's what I'm saying. That's canon. It's not. It totally is. There was supposed to be a, a romantic subplot between Koromo and Kairi because they'd be fighting for affection. Yep. No. It's really screwed up. It was a planned thing, Stevie. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Well, it's not so much a planned thing as it is legitimately just a thing that, can't I think of his name, says is subtext of several episodes. I could have sworn I googled that and found some reason why that wasn't actually the case. When someone first brought it up on Twitter, no one could confirm that it was real, and then someone did. And I've read the Japanese myself, and yep. That's a real thing that happened. Well, I refuse to believe that because that is creepy as anything. It really is. 
Japan loves its incest, man. There's no signs of that in the dub, at least. That's true. Dub changed a lot of things. For worse, in this case, it was for the better. Yep, they got one. I'm trying to think of some way we can segue away from incest now. Hey, did, did you know Digimon have no genders and have no family ties, thus there can be no incest? Good, let's talk about the Digimon. Also, they're the champions. True, they are. How about those 3D models in Digivolution, eh? They're really not good. I thought they were okay. What? They're better than in the original series. Well, it's also been 20 years. I disagree greatly. I, I prefer watching the Berserk anime in 3D than this. But the Berserk anime was okay as well. The 3D one? Yeah, the, the Golden Arc. That's what I watched. I'm quite fond of the new Digimon designs, honestly. I like the sleek sort of look they're going for. I just didn't think it was particularly well animated. I disagree with you there. I think the fight scenes were perfectly animated. No, no, the like the actual evolution when they go full 3D. Oh no, yeah, that that was that that's just horrible. Pretty clunky. Yeah, the fight scenes were fine. I always come back, especially watching this movie, to the Tri Bridge joke where Gururuman can take on three Kuwagaman but not one. I was gonna point that out. I have that in my notes. <laughs> and the beginning fight is like, hey Greymon, can you take him on? Yeah, he's a bit stronger, but I can take him on. Gets his ass kicked because of a laser. Then suddenly Gururumon takes on three Kuwagamon things. Okay, you can take this one on easily. While the other guys just tag team the other two. Nope. Laser. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Lasers win. Every time. Also, I, know, I want to point out that Gatomo pulled a, a Saitama and punched the Kawagamon to death. Yeah, it's pretty great. I, I will say, I appreciate that there were only the two fight scenes in this movie, because previous seasons of Digimon, pretty much all of them really run into trouble when they feel like they need to put a fight scene into every episode. I would have liked less of the not action, <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, really? Because I think the not action is kind of where the whole story is. It's where the story is, but it's also very slow and boring to watch. I prefer drama fights over just nonsensical fights. Yeah, like this Kuwagamon fight, after about the first two minutes, I don't care anymore. The, the moment when I saw Bordramon do a dropkick on a Kawagamon, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but that was awesome. <laughs> and we can just be done there, because, you know, it's not like Palmont's going to be helpful. Or, or Gomamo just goes like, yeah, I'm going to ditch you guys, see ya. It's just like, I'm going to find Joe in this place I've not been in for years. <laughs> and somehow we find him. The needle spray against Alphamon that he just stops in midair and sets on fire is just my favorite moment in all of Digimon. It's a comedy almost, with Alphamon just wrecking all the Digimon. <laughs> you say that, but I'm kind of saying that if they all kept their distance, Alphamon Alphamon would not be a problem because his aim sucks. That's fair. He missed Matt and May. Him managing to block Anjumon and Gatomon with his hands and then shooting back at them looks pretty amazing. That was amazing. His melee game is on point, basically. I do also want to point out, since he went into his Oriokin mode, and that's not natural digivolution, that's like a fusion, supposedly, he had to kill an Oriokinmon, in order to pull that off. His sword is just another Digimon. Yes. What? Yes. Yep. You didn't know this, Stevie? I didn't know that. Did you not? Oh, wait. You clearly do not see the Digimon wiki. I don't do background research. You shouldn't. He has a sword that is another Digimon. I don't know how he pulled that off in Digivolution X, which is another movie. But yeah, that's another Digimon. Well, I've not watched and don't want to. Digivolution X? I've not seen it. It's, it's, it's actually kind of good. Well, I say I've not seen it. I watched half of it and fell asleep. Yeah, don't watch it. Why not? The plot is nonsensical. You have to have outside information to understand the basic premise. It's Digimon. 
Okay. Even more than most Digimon, where they just le- literally never tell you what the X antibody is. I didn't have outside information. All I know was, was that, hey, Higdrizil kind of purged the X antibody, and maybe it's kind of bad, but kind of not. That's all I know. Yeah, that you shouldn't have had, you know, it's fine. It, it could be worse. Try is guilty of a similar thing, because if you go into this with no knowledge of the characters or what Digimon are, you're just kind of lost. You know, I will give Try as a third season of a thing that it's okay to do that. But as a standalone movie, where you have to go read the wiki to find out what happened in the movie, that's bad writing. Oh yeah, I guess we can say all Digimon movies are canon, right? Because Omnimon is canon. I guess Imperial Dramon Paladin Mode is also canon. The Kokomon thing is also canon, I guess. Yeah, I think pretty much all the movies, plus they confirmed with, the, or at least kind of confirmed with Holy Dramon, that that one movie definitely happened somehow. I'm assuming that's going to come up later. Minor spoiler for one of the later movies that Andrew Mon's evolution is Holy Dramon. Okay, Magna Dramon. Oh, okay, yeah, dub name. I only know the dub name from the video games. Same. I guess you can have two Megas. They're slight digivolutions, I guess. Is that what they're called? That's what they're called in Season 4. I mean, I, I think that that is a thing. She would be the only one in the Adventure series who just has two canon Megas, but she only ever gets shown with the one as a good evolution. So they're making a funny more bad evolution? Have you guys both not seen the later movies? I need to stop talking now. No, I have. I, I know about Omnimo other mode. I know that Ofanimo makes an appearance and goes into fall down mode, but besides that, I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, I've seen the posters. I've not watched part five or part six. Okay, well then I'll stop talking. One, two, and three are the good ones, so take that for what you will. And this one wasn't that great. No, kind of none of them are. Try is a little bit of a disappointment. This first film very much is based off nostalgia, and that only works for the first watch. So since I've seen it before, it doesn't hold up as well. It just comes across as slow and a bit boring. I kind of like slow character development-y stuff, but this is just slow without a lot of character development. I don't mean slow in, like, story progression. I mean, like, the delivery and the dialogue all felt like it was very, very slow. Like, they're all doing it while drug-induced or something. (laughs) Can we talk about how Daigo is amazing? Yeah, we can talk about that. He does have the coolest voice. He's got a really good voice. I, I just... I love everything about him, except the thing that happens to him in the movie 6. Which we don't know, still. Yep. But on the subject of Dago, he's probably the best character that's not digidestined. <laughs> <coughs> yes, uh, alright then. Why did you both cough? <laughs> Who else is there that could be better that's not digidestined? There's Genai. He's not in this film. Yes, he's mentioned by name, he's been helping the government. But he's not in the film. He is mentioned. That doesn't make him in the film. Not in this film, but Matt's dad. Matt's dad is great and should have his own movie. <laughs> oh yeah, because he filed a complaint against this TV station. Why are you bullying my digital monster friends? Did you guys forget what happened six years ago? Yes, because magic made you forget. How can some people forget and other don't? Because magic. It doesn't erase digidestined memories. So the dad is a digidestined? <laughs> yes. Uh, the weird thing is, like, Izzy still hides it from his parents, but they totally know about Digimon. I don't think he's hiding him. I think it's more like, I'm gonna respect their space, because uh, he doesn't want to bother them. I think he still has that complex about it. This is a thing you should bother them about. It is kind of a big deal. Just like, oh yeah, Digimon are back. Mom, Dad, gotta go risk my life again, bye. Okay, but be home by tea time. I guess he should say it to them in French, although I guess they must not speak French since he was ordering for his dad. Oh yeah, 
I do love how he says to Sora, uh, like, oh yeah, I'm not busy. I'm- you could totally just go, hold on a minute. Oh no, this is just the interference, you know, it's not French. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that's not French, that's person who sounds exactly like me and is speaking French. Here again, I want to mention props to Digimon uh, Tri-Abridged for going, well, I'm sort of busy, because the woman behind me is the saddest woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out also the, the waiter. He reminded me of TK as an adult. Okay, I can see that. Maybe it's massive foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, he was an author, but that could mean that he doesn't make any money and has to work as a waiter. Isn't that what all authors do? Yeah, exactly. I'm just looking at my notes, seeing what else there is to talk about. Yeah, wait, I got my notes too. Oh, look at you people being fancy and taking notes. Okay, one of the best shots of the whole film was definitely just the giant hand coming out of the portal. <laughs> That's so amazing. I love the giant hand. I still don't know what the hell that is. It's just Alphamon. That's Alphamon? Yeah, reaching out of a portal to destroy Kuwagamon. Why didn't he do that sooner, though? Why did he do it at all? Okay, I need to ask, does Alphamon have any, like, bearing on the situation at all? Or he's just following orders? He's following orders... What? But Alphamo is supposed to be the rebel one. I haven't got a clue. This one, he works for Yggdrasil. Again, he's supposed to be the rebel one. Yggdrasil is kind of the rebel in this one. Rebelling from homeostasis. Anyway, that's this is all later movie stuff. Yeah, I haven't got a clue what's going on with him. In this one, he's kind of just brooding badass. Yeah, he, he just shows up, attacks them, and never says a word. And tries to kill Mako. You'd think he'd say something seeing an Omnimar, but oh well. No, he's just like, fine, I'll fight you. I guess this will be a fun fight. It's not even worth a response. <laughs> I mean, isn't Alphamon that one Digimon that supposedly has a, a code inside him that tells him every single outcome in a battle so he can technically win every single time? I don't remember that, but I would believe it's something that Digimon has said. Yeah, he possesses the Alpha Enforce, an ultimate force which, in battle, instantly replays the elapsed battle. Although Alphamon's attacks are over in just an instance, you cannot grasp how many attacks it actually unleashed. And in theory, you can only see the final blow that brought down its opponent. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. But it's canon. <laughs> yep. Just like there's also the Omega Enforce. <laughs> wow. Allows Omnimon X to instantaneously read a head in battle and response accordingly. Omnimon is the one that has this thing that makes it theoretically impossible to, de- to defeat because of the X antibody. You gain this. Okay, so Omnimon can see the future, Alphamon can time travel you into the past to hit you again. No, no, no. It's either acquired by Omnimon or inherited by Omnimon X. And also, Omni Shoutmore has this. I prefer it when they just fire lasers at each other. Well, welcome to Digimon. That's mostly what they do. They did a lot of it. It was fun. Can't wait for that cheap with jetpacks. Oh wait, that already exists. Also, the best part of this film is definitely just the disguises the Digimon wear. (laughs) It's the best part of all of them. It makes me sad when they stop doing that, because the plot gets serious. Oh, that's a shame. Because they are the most useless disguises. (laughs) It's so good, and no one cares. She's like, if this bird wears a, like, a tank top, then you won't know it's a bird. <laughs> I think the best part where was when uh, Palmon, and Biomon and Gatomon were just nonchalantly like in the streets. Biomon pretending to be a bird, Gatomon pretending to be a cat. I'm like, nobody wonders why there's a giant pink bird and a giant white cat. Uh, oh, so I, se- I sent you guys a picture earlier, a couple of them. I couldn't get a good shot of them, but are Hikari's uh, thigh highs at the end not just kind of amazing? This, like, Argyle thing that's going on? I mean, thigh-high boots are pretty cool. Well, they're just stockings. Thigh-high stockings? I can't... 
It's the blue and green one. Oh, the blue and green things, I see. I'm super into that. I- I'd prefer to if it was simpler and not just a bunch of colors. It looks like she's going golfing. Yes, thank you. Okay, that's fair. I think the best outfit was probably... Actually, ties with the orange and blue. I think that was probably the best fit for one of them. When Takaru is just wearing the, like, sports jacket, I think kind of works. It's the only normal outfit he wears the entire show. Because he doesn't have a hat on. He needs to match it with a purple fedora to really improve it. No, no one is allowed to wear fedoras. Or even trilbies. What's the difference? Slightly smaller brim. Is that really it? Yes. Still, I think that none of them have particularly great fashion sense. No, it's a really weird and consistent thing about Digimon, where no one knows how to dress themselves. It's called anime for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but these are bad even for anime standards. Have you seen Kill the Kill? Have you seen Adventure Mimi's pink dress and brown hat and brown gloves? I call that iconic. It's actually awful. It's so bad. The dub called it out once where she goes, wow, I just realized these gloves don't work with this dress at all. But speaking of the anime, what did we think of the animation? It was fine. Fine's a good word for it. It was good. The fighting scenes were outstanding. Yeah, definitely the highlights. I just want to point out, I love how they mixed uh, Meteor Wing with the Electroshocker and make a freaking flame tornado. That was out of Frontier. That was just straight up stolen from Frontier. But it was cool. We don't talk about Frontier here, please. It should have been called Bottom Tier. <laughs> yes! But honestly, I don't think it benefited that much from the Blu-ray quality, which is kind of sad. I mean, like, it was already 1080p when they released it, so it wasn't gonna get a lot better. Yeah, I mean, just like, it was very fuzzy lines, a lot of it, which is weird. For a thing that they put nominally a lot of budget and time into, it's not that much better than anything else that was coming out at the time. No, it's not like it's super well animated. It's not like One Punch Man levels, where every frame is like, just amazing. You can tell the scenes where they actually put the budget in. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it improves as it goes on, because I like the spectacle of Digimon fights. Because they're cool. The fights are continually pretty good. One thing I didn't like was all the shots where it had just clearly drawn backgrounds and then just CGI digital stuff plonked in a corner. Just looking really badly out of place. I have never really gotten behind CGI myself. Hand-drawn, much better. Yeah, I mean, with this, it kind of works because of the whole the fact that it is supposed to be digital, which would be hard to draw. But then there's the contrast, so... I mean, it's it's a lose-lose either way. As Atman put it, oh, that's so cool looking. It's like CGI. I think the animation was better than the music, for most part. Wait, there is music? There's probably music. They reused all of the adventure music, uh, Braveheart and stuff. I'm used to hearing that so, so much, I, I, I didn't notice... To be honest, in, in the beginning, I was like, okay, so we replace Butterfly with this. That's the only one they replaced. Yeah, I was like, oh, they replaced the Digivolution song too? Yeah, they kept a lot of it in. Thank God. I was surprised they kept Braveheart, but they didn't have any lyrics with it, which I think is why. In fact, they may have replaced it with a lyricless version. Possibly. I didn't notice, to be honest. I would have to double check the sub to see if there were lyrics originally. They did leave I Wish, and I Wish is a really kind of bad song. Clearly, I think if they wanted to improve the, the music part, they would have let uh, Knife of Day sing, but oh well. Ah, uh, definitely. Uh, O2 does have uh, one song that Matt's band sings. I turn around, I see what's behind me. That's <laughs> my favorite song. Just, uh, it's so dumb. I have that uh, MP3 on my computer, though, and I'll sometimes just 
Turn it on. Knife of Day are probably going to be much better than Teenage Wolves were. I'm a little sad they never released just an album of Knife of Day music. Oh, that'd be so good. I'd be so into that. Just want you all to remember, it's it was called Knife of Day, and the other band ended because of creative differences. Well, and in the Japanese, and I maybe I'm misremembering, but they were like, but it's the same band members. We just we dissolved the band and we made a new band. Wait, you're right. It's the same band members. They just changed the name and said the band broke up. Oh God, I didn't I didn't even remember that one. It's all just a publicity stunt. Well, and then in three, they're gonna change it for one day to World on the Knife because they're performing at school. They can't be too edgy. Wait, but they would get rid of the knife, not the day bit. Yes, I know. <laughs> they're still edgy. Oh my god, knives have edges. Oh, really weird, dumb, obvious change. In the original, Matt asked Ty to pass the salt, and Ty adds a bunch of salt. For some reason, even though it's clearly white and looks like salt, they refer to it as being pepper. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the dub. (laughs) What a dumb change. Why would you do that? Because pepper is worse than salt, and makes it funnier. Let's just get this clear. Wasn't 4Kids the one who who localized this? I'm not sure. No, it's not. I don't think 4Kids even exists at this point, but still, it would be funny. You are asking the wrong girl. I have no idea if 4Kids exists. I assume there's some kind of badly dubbed anime on Saturdays, though. It's probably Beyblade Evolution. I mean, to be fair, the dub could have been a lot worse. Wait a second. Apparently, the person who voices Matt is Vic Mignogna, who I've probably pronounced his name very wrong. He voices Edward Elric in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes. Oh, okay. He was good. He's generally really good, and then in this he's just Matt and not very good. Maybe they were given bad direction? I was going to say, he was an okay voice actor, the problem is Matt is awful. But they do have a lot of returning cast members, so like Izzy, Tentamon, Gomamon, Mimi, Palmon, Togemon, Patamon, and Jamon. Basically a lot of the Digimon return, not so many of the kids. Which is kind of disappointing. The kids were bigger actors, though, so I I think it was more difficult to get them to come back. Ty came back, but I think at this point he primarily does stage magic. He's a hypnotist or something. And he has a self-help book, which is a really interesting career, and I'd love to talk to that guy sometime. Honestly, I don't know if he's done voice work outside of Digimon anyway. He must have done some to get this in the first place, I would think. But I don't know. It looks like they kind of got half the cast back and half... Just couldn't. I mean, that happens, and it seemed like they got reasonably good substitutes. I didn't think any of the voices were aggressively different. No, none of them were particularly bad. I wish that TK and Matt sounded a bit more different. And Joe's was a bit bland. If Joe's voice is bland, they did a good job. True. It's Joe. Come on. That it is. And but honestly, I think I've kind of run out of stuff to say. I think I have too. Can I give a random trivia just so we can end this then? Yeah, go ahead. Did you know that the Pokalimo, you know, the final boss in Adventure 1, he actually did evolve. Into what? He did evolve into Mephistomo, which is an ultimate. Go figure. I had no idea. I don't know why. I was expecting something related to Digimon Adventure Try. <laughs> I don't know why. The Pokemon is related-ish. Yeah, yeah, and also I think Mephisto, what is this? It's born from the lingering thought data of, of an Apocalymon that attempted to destroy all life. Oh, okay. So he probably should have shown up in Try. You know what? Yes, yes he should. He doesn't, but he should have. That would have made sense. He probably should have digivolving to Golfmon too. Mephistomon's just a big goat person. <laughs> yes. Like you do. And supposedly it's a digivolution for Omega, even though he's an ultimate. Yeah, but it's after he gave up most of his power trying to destroy all life. It's more of a D-digivolution. Which was sort of his thing. So in summary, this first part of Try was okay. Yep. Because we've all seen it multiple times, I imagine, and again. Like, there's only so many times you can watch this. 
this is the third time I've seen it. Yeah, I think this is the third time I've seen it as well. I gotta see it one more time with the with the girlfriend, so... Watch the sub. I will. Don't need to tell me this. I don't know if I actually prefer the sub or the dub version. The dub's just an easier watch. I think they were about equal. I have to disagree because in Japanese, if they're being bad, at least I don't notice. I mean, I speak Japanese, so... I, I can. They're fine in, in both, honestly. Yeah, okay. Hikari had a better voice actress in Japanese, I'll give that. I wouldn't say it was bad, I wouldn't say it was great either. It was some people being paid to be voice actors. The whole film was kind of just good. I mean, it was decent. <laughs> I definitely liked it more the first time I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're watching this with just nostalgia goggles, you'll love it. Just like, oh my god, all the Digimon are back, yay! Even then, the first time I saw it, I remember just going, what the f***, Ty, the hell are you doing? I wanted to sympathize with Ty, and a better writer could have made me believe it. There's no better writers. Uh, there are better writers, they're just not here. Oh yeah, they're working on the next movie. Hopefully. I do not have a lot of hope for that. I guess Try was successful then. I will wait to rant about Try until we get to the last part. Yeah, Digimon's kind of picked up in, like, the UK especially, kind of around the time Try was coming out. So, it can't have been that bad. Interesting to me that, like, I can go down to the local game shop and just buy a Digimon plushie now. Because that's comparatively new. I, I still don't have that luck. I want to have that luck. They're not good quality, so I've never bought one. But I could. Oh, by the way, I just want to point something out. This whole thing starts, and they're talking about Demiurge. I'm like, did they see Shin Megami Tensei Persona or something? Persona did not make this up. It's a, a, bi a biblical thing. I don't know anything about Demiurge. I haven't studied it in a really long time, because I don't actually care about biblical stuff. It's the name given to a being responsible for the creation of the universe in particular. In Platonic philosophy, it's the maker or creator of the world. And Gnostic stuff, it's just a heavenly being, subordinate to the supreme being, blah 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 blah. And I do love how they mention, oh, Demiurge, and yet he did not know his own creator. I'm like, oh, so talking about the creator's creator, oh goody. Which I guess would be homeostasis, I think? I think Demiurge is homeostasis from the way they talked about it. I'm unclear on that, because they never really do explain this very well. I actually thought like, oh, okay, King, King Drazil was probably the one who made him or something like that. Okay, we're not allowed to call it King Drazil. I'm, I'm gonna call it King Drazil, screw you. <sighs> That, that was the worst choice ever made in Digimon. I don't care, King Drizzle. Sounds epic. And with that, I think we've run out of things to talk about. I agree. So shall we end it here? Okay. All right. So thank you for listening to this train wreck. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I was going to get to that bit. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> Can't wait for the next movie. So that was discussing Digimon Adventure Try Chapter 1, whatever it's called. Was it Reunion? It's Reunion. Uh... It is Reunion. I actually kind of thought it was nostalgia. It might as well be. But next time we'll be talking about part two, which is called... Determination. Thank you, because I couldn't be all Googling. We should probably have looked that up in advance. According to Amazon, it's called part two. So that's what I'm going with. <laughs> so we'll be watching part two. Determination it is. Which is what we'll need to cover all six parts. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a slog. Why are you making me do this? You volunteered. You didn't have to. Right. Why am I making me do this? Because it's fun. If you have enjoyed this for some reason, um, get in touch or tweet us, email us, jump in the Discord and chat us. Of course, massive thank you to my co-hosts today. Where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter 
at Real Ubico. And then in the very near future, probably by the time the second one comes out, I'll have a new podcast called Kingdom Hearts Recorded, where we replay the Kingdom Hearts series. And you can find me at YouTube at Demon Ragged Master or at Twitter at Demon Ragged Master. All the links to the stuff will be in the show notes, including the Monkcast Patreon, where you can support stuff like this. Massive thank you to all the patrons there. And until next time, bye bye. See ya. Bye. I turn around, I can see what's behind me I turn back around, I can see what's ahead And if you don't believe I've been here all along Just turn around, just turn around Hello and welcome to the Moncast Tri-Series Episode 2 This time we're talking about Tri-Part 2, Determination, and which versions did we watch? I watched the dub. How about you two? I also watched the dub. I watched the sub. Quinn, did you watch with episodes or film? Uh, I watched the film. You watched the film. Nelson, how about you? Episodes. Episodes. So we've got two people who watched the film dub and one person who watched the episodes subbed. (laughs) But we all got the main gist of things. I'm different. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I'm joined by two people today, again. And it's Nelson and Quinn, the same people from last time. There we go, now we can talk about things. So I've done a, a dumb plot summary again. So it starts off where Digi Kids go to the not Digi Spa with the Digi Digimon and the Digi Digi government agents. <laughs> it's Digi time again. It's Digi Digi time again. This is what happens when you watch the dub, people. Just don't just go with the sub, please. It, it's a poor choice. It's a poor choice, but it's a one I do not regret. So then Leomon and Ogamon fight and interrupt Mimi and Mei Mei's date. And it turns out the helicopters aren't cactus-proof, much to Mimi's dismay. So then Joe and Mimi have a long heart-to-heart by the bridge, and Kari just kind of eavesdrops because she's a bit weird like that. And then Gobamon just takes a very long walk all by himself <laughs> without a chill. After this, everyone, and, and I mean everyone, just goes to the school festival where Maki changes her name to Miss Suspicious, and Ken turns up to Meikunap Meikumon. So after this... <laughs> Gomamon and Palmon reach mega levels through the power of narcissism and dabbing to defeat <laughs> Imperial Jamon. And then Leomon dies at Meikumon's claw, and this bit was so traumatic I couldn't make a joke out of it. And then the film ends. What do you mean traumatic? It happens every single Digimon series! Still, the way they did that scene was really good. At least in the dub. I can't remember if the sub was good, but I assume it was. No, it, it was good. I, I, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm just that person. I'm just so used to Leomon dying. Um, whenever he appears, I just think, yeah, you're gonna die. I'm not gonna get attached. You're just gonna die. I know this. It was a little faster than I expected. It was pretty quick. Really, guys? Which is not to say I didn't expect him to die. I just thought he'd make it into the next movie. That would have been nice. I doubted it the moment he was fighting Gogurmo. I'm sorry. Eh, fair. Was there any important plot points I missed that you want to mention? Well, you didn't You didn't really cover the fact that we spend a fifth of our movie in the hot springs. Well, that's what the, the Digi Kids in the Not Digi Spa bit was. Or, so we missed the part where the Lekmo actually made an appearance and it was total, totally integral to the plot. Oh yeah, that brief intro. He was just there. It was just like, look, someone's wrecking the primary village. Again. Again, <laughs> yes. And this time it's Ogremo. I guess he's not wearing his samurai gear anymore. He's just off. That's too bad. That's a shame. 
Wait, he died though, and then was reincarnated, so it kind of makes sense. Wait, he he, he died. Did he die? The yeah, Okaman didn't die. Leoman died. Just Leoman died. They're the same thing. Well, I'm curious. I remember Leomon dying, but being able to digivolve, does he still have that? I would guess not. Oh, that's BS. Or he would have used it, I would think. I'm used to Dragon Ball Z, I doubt it. This is story animation, after all. So, with this one, it's kind of a Joe and Mimi film, which is just automatically the best thing ever. Attention, when he says Joe and Mimi, it means... 70% Mimi, 10% other kids, 20% Joe. Yeah, and the 20% of Joe is the best bit. But there is a lot of Mimi as well to appreciate. There's too much Mimi, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't like her that much. You're wrong, but okay. <laughs> I had a feeling Quinn would say something along those lines. <laughs> That's because Quinn likes her, her outfits, okay? <laughs> no. No. No? No, Mimi's good for other reasons. Yeah, her, her fashion sense is actually just objectively terrible. <laughs> oh, come on, didn't you like that Adventure 1 outfit callback in the beginning? Yeah, I, I saw that. Just a moment of silence <laughs> for Mimi's outfit. Hey, at least she wasn't wearing the, the brown gloves this time. That's true, that's an improvement. Definite improvement. And it was a slightly better hat. The outfits are just all bad in the series, though. Excuse you, uh, Izzy's outfits are always on point. I know not what you talk about. Okay, excluding Izzy's, because Izzy's just the best. And TK, of course, also, always, with that summer camp shirt. They all just say summer camp on them. Oh my god, what is with the summer camp shirt? For a moment, I thought uh, it was like a reference to panic camp or something like that? The one argument is that it's a reference to summer camp, the band that had a song in the uh, Digimon movie dub soundtrack. But otherwise, it's just a generic advertisement for the fact that he went to summer camp once. Maybe he just misses it. No, you know what? I, I think it's probably one of the, f the failed bands his brother had, and he made a t-shirt just in case. I mean, with the names, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a new name now, which is World on Knife. Uh, well, so that was changed just for the day, so that they could perform in the school thing. Because World on the Knife is so much better than Knife of Day. Yeah, I mean, instead of removing the knife, let's just remove the edge. <laughs> But TK has more than one shirt with summer camp on it, because there's one in the first film as well. Yeah, and it's a different color. He has this shirt in like six colors. I'm sure it's some Japanese thing we foreigners don't get or something. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe they just really like summer camps. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty, you know, important to him. So how about those hot springs, everyone? Yeah, let's start the stuff for a change. I really like the hot springs. Th nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, 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 there's foreshadowing. What do you mean nothing happened? There's foreshadowing. What does it foreshadow? Well, there's Mei Mei taking a peek at Ty's... <clears throat> uh, <laughs> that's not so much foreshadowing, it's just a thing that will continue to happen. There's Mei Kumo feeling weird while she's alone. There's also the, the teacher man that's saying that he's really close to the government woman, getting smacked in the back. Yeah, okay. I still want to know if they're dating or not, but I will. Daigo is my new dad, by the way. <laughs> Fair enough. And besides that, I guess there's TK helping Kyrie when she's in the man's bathroom? What? What does that foreshadow? She's used to see him naked. I don't know. That's not so much foreshadowing as it is just a thing that happened. But that did happen. Also, power move on Mako's part, going, Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't see anything. Uh, my glasses were fogged up. Takes off glasses, looks down at his crotch. <laughs> That's 
pretty good. You see Ty, like, look, look into the side, like, yep, she's staring. She's taking it all in. There's also the part where Ty is embarrassed because Sora is there, and Sora is all surprised because Ty was with Matt, but oh well. Do we count foreshadowing to love triangles as important things? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just pulling my straws here at this point. There's nothing else. Not a lot of important stuff happens, but it is cute. Meikuma went missing and Bioma went missing. <laughs> That's total foreshadow because Meikuma's gonna go missing at the end. Yeah, it's foreshadowing because Palmon span around a bit, and that happened later as well. <laughs> you see, the spinning signifies the digivolution. <laughs> Oh no, I think it's linked more to the, the needle spray, which was spinning around in the air. That's what I was alluding to. Clearly. <laughs> you didn't catch it, but in one frame, you could just see it, like one single line leaving away from it. Now, nothing happened in the spa, but I very much enjoyed it still. Oh, I'm definitely into it. It was just character building, quote-unquote. I liked it. It's just slice-of-life stuff, and I'm glad it was more just contained to one bit, instead of in, like, the first film, where it was just everywhere. You need context, that's the thing. The context for this was, they wanted to go to a spa. And welcome me. And welcome Mei-chan and Mei-Mei. I can't get those two confused, I'm sorry. I don't know which is which from that. Uh, Mei-chan is Mei-Kuman. Mei-chan is Mei-Kuman. And then Mei-Mei is Mei- Short for Mei-Ko. Yes, it is. It may get confusing. It will be confusing. <laughs> No, that's Willis. Completely different character. So it's almost like they, they made it on purpose to name this Digimon after a person or something. Maybe it's a one-of-a-kind Digimon that's named after the, the Tamer. I'm having flashbacks to Takeromon, but oh well. I feel like the production has jumped up in this film. And I got the impression like from very early on that it just seemed better. Like I felt it looked better and sounded better. I don't know if you had the same impression. I, I felt that... But when they when they digivolve into their megas and their ultimates, I felt like there was a, a lack of effort in drawing them. But oh well. Yeah, though they put it all into the jiggle physics. Wait, there was jiggle physics. I didn't notice. On Rosemond's breasts, yes, there was a lot of jiggling going on. It's kind of creepy, actually. It's also to be expected, which makes it worse. I mean, she is a dominatrix, so, I mean... Dominatrix. That's a, a new way to pronounce it. I'm not American, I'm not British. Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> I think that's an adorable way to pronounce it. Yeah, you keep calling it what you want to. What else is adorable, though, is the Digimon. Because the Digimon are the best, and we all know this. They are just the cutest. Especially Mei-chan. Just ask Leomo. I just need to say this. I feel like Meikumo was made into a champion Digimon just to avoid some very weird accusations towards Leomo. I, I just I just gotta get that out there. What, because it would be a, an adult and a child otherwise? Yes, I feel like that. that's the reason why. I think it was for the Tikari illusions, but that's okay. Yeah, for the matching up with Gatamon. That's probably why they did it. But it's funnier if they did it for your reason, Nelson. It's kind of weird Leomar just finds her extremely attractive. I don't think it's that. She's just that cute. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that weird. Plus she calls him Senpai. Not in the dub, which made me sad. What does she call him in the dub? I don't think she calls him anything. I think just Leoman. Also, is it he or she? Because I think they said different things in the dub throughout the film. Mekuman is, I think, pretty clearly female, especially when you see the evolved form. They might have just, like, edited one of the lines badly, because I could have sworn that Mei Mei called Mekuman he at one point. Maybe? I don't know, a lot of people were asking that, and I'm like, eh, Mekuman can just be Envy, it's fine. They're Digimon, they don't have genders, come on, people. You can have a, a, a Rosemon that has a male voice, believe me. Mm -hmm. The only series where they introduced gender was in Cross Wars, when you had a, a couple of a Stingmaw and a Lilymaw. Yeah, that's true. 
Men and I guess cute man's parents. Ah, uh, yeah, and also you got I think it's Bastemo, like the, the the cat one. I don't remember that one, but that's okay. Because there's like there's literally two forms for that one. Very uh, infrequently applied and doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's not important. What's more important is that Mikuman is a, a crazy cat that kills people. It's not her fault. I don't know that yet. Look, I'm gonna blame Kokomon for this. I'm sure he has something to do with it. And this was, is with me forgetting all the other movies. I don't even know if Zero Two is canon in this, so it might not be that. It is canon, because they recognize him. But the dead! That must happen later, you'll find out. I don't know what happens later, that's the whole point. We're telling you O2 is canon. Okay, they'll need to explain the whole the red light show at the start of the first film then. They don't do much, but you'll get there. Yeah, don't worry about it. I very much look forward to it. <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> it's something so minor, it'll just go like, why would why, why did this happen? Why didn't you explain that five movies ago? Because that'd be too easy. They need everyone to watch six films before they just say, okay, you can stop paying now. But yeah, Meikuman's kind of just cute, 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 cute. And then evil, just out of nowhere, just like, I'm going to murder your friend and then leave. They, they foreshadowed that a little bit in uh, the last movie. She had some evil on her face for a while there. Oh, the dark Digivice. A Digivice thing was pretty cool. Oh, uh, about the Digivice thing, anyone see the X on it? Yeah. Ooh. I, I'm just going to ask, she, she doesn't have the X antibody, does she? She does not. Okay, then that's BS. <laughs> Why show the X? Why show the 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 Digivice go into into all dark? Because the X makes it sound cool. Bull! I'm sorry. I thought, oh my god, is she like having a X Death Digivolution or something? Nope. 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 That is a thing, by the way, audience. There's like 15 types of Digivolution. Learn them all. Gotta catch them all. What? <laughs> Nothing. There's Digivolution, DNA Digivolution, Armor um, Digivolution, Spirit Digivolution. X antibody digivolution. That X antibody digivolution. Slide evolution. Fusion evolution. Warp evolution. Cross digivolution. Dark digivolution. Does that count? Yes, it counts. I think it does. In the Japanese version, there's uh, Choshinka and uh, I can't remember the, the next one. Uh, Warp Shinka. Oh, there's D digivolution. That's calling degenerating, I think. I'm up to like 10. That's a reasonable number. There's lots. There's not many in this film, though. Oh, we forgot Warp Digivolution, though. No, you didn't. I said it. Oh, never mind. But the Tri people did. They forgot Warp Digivolution. They just go all the way up now. Hey, at least this time they had animations. Yeah, that's good. It gives them an excuse to show Lilymon and Zudemon, which I appreciate. I love them. I love them. Become them, do one attack, then Digivolve again. Just for fan service. Oh, oh, by the way, I just want to point something out. I know it has no complete meaning in the story, but the part where Gabomor doesn't want to take off his pelt for the spa. That's cute. It's on point. And then they make him and they don't show him, because he is an Eldritch Abomination underneath. <laughs> so, supposedly he's a he's a dragon Digimon, surprisingly. He's just like Agumon with a horn. Yeah, it, it's supposedly like he hides the fact of being a dragon Digimon and just becomes a beast Digimon. Just cause. Apparently he takes Gaburimon's fur, so that just raises the question of how. <laughs> yeah, so I, there used to be the, a fan theory that it was just an Agumon that had stolen fur. And then put paint on its chest. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of that Pokemon that pretends to be Pikachu? It's Mimikyu! Gabumon is Mimikyu! Pokemon stolen! <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's all I have to add to the spa thing, <laughs> besides that. The spa is just like 25 minutes of fun and cute. How about we talk about the biggest issue in the movie? That's Mimi. I'm sorry, Quinn. 
That's okay. I'm pretty okay with Mimi, actually. Yeah, like, you know, especially she they make a big thing out of how terrible it is that, you know, she would volunteer an idea when no one else volunteered to do anything. I hate the way they did it. It's like, okay, I, I, I get that Mimi is like in your face about everything and like is the type of person that says says what's her, what's on her mind and really doesn't care about much. But I thought she went, she got over that. Didn't she get over that in adventure or something? I don't remember that. She kind of learned to just accept that, and, you know. She, she's finding a balance here between never speaking at all and saying what she thinks all the time. Well, that's fine. But she also didn't find that balance, because at the end they just show it how it's a good thing, because Mei Mei decided to grow up because of her. So, like, I, I don't get it. Like, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? They didn't really show anything. It's just being her. They kind of decided that really everyone else was wrong for telling Mimi off. And they were. I mean, yeah, the, those girls were, were a little bit rough, but still, like... Nah, they were full-on mean girls. Them. Yeah, but what Izzy said was not wrong, though. Oh yeah, the stuff with the Digimon, she was just way out of line. Yeah, she was kind of wrong about the, the Digimon. And if anything, it wasn't her fault, it was Palmo's fault, but deciding to, hey, let me just spray some needles while there's a, an helicopter around here. I'm like, okay. You know, having an omnidirectional attack is just really not that helpful. Wasn't the point of that just pushing him in, back into the distortion, though? <laughs> That's the thing. Why not just keep on punching him? Punching would have been more helpful. How many times did Leomon grab Ogamon, though? <laughs> and just drag him back? I think it's two. I think it's two times. I don't know where Ogamon went when Togamon fought them. Let me see, there's the one when they're, they're shooting the electric machine guns at him. Oh, that, that part's pretty cool and doesn't lead to anything. Yes, they never show the gun again. <laughs> well, it comes back briefly. Maki has one. Ah, okay. It's because it didn't really work. That's why they don't come back. It's just such a weird little plot point to introduce. Just bring a tank and shoot and shoot at it on mass. I'm sure it will work. It's probably just there to go, this is why the government's not doing anything and why the kids do everything still. Because the government can't do diddly squat with their weapons. So that's why they just end up utilizing the kids for everything. You're using him as tools, especially Maki, goddamn. Yeah. I say utilizing. The government agents are, are pretty hands-off, honestly. They kind of just follow them around. Yeah, that's sort of true, but they're also... They didn't exactly give them a choice or offer them any amount of real counseling or advice. I mean, no, no, no. They they have counseling. Yeah, his name is Daiga. <laughs> that's true. He's very unhelpful. Those Digimon who look infected, they're infected Digimon. He gives them moral support. Moral support and donuts. Yes. Dizzy dislikes donuts, so... I don't, I don't know what you're going to do about him. He doesn't dislike them, he just didn't want one. But then he took one anyway. He did? No, that was Sora. No, so, so Sora wanted, clearly wanted one, but was telling off Ty, and he was like, no, no, go ahead. And then she was like, well, I, I guess it she would be rude that, too. Because she clearly wanted one. She started reaching into the bag and then changed her mind. Like, oh, if Ty is doing this, it's totally wrong. I can't do this. It's a good rule of thumb. He's not Davis, okay? He's actually decent. Ty was never an idiot. I appreciate, though, that Ty and Matt both became background characters in this. Yeah, I kind of wish they'd stayed that way. The whole plot line from last film was kind of just a dumb argument. They're still having it. Yeah, they're still having it. You also got Kyrie like, being an advisor to, uh, advisor to Ty, so... Yeah, she does that a lot. That's her whole role in the series. <laughs> no, she also eavesdrops on deep conversations between other Digidestins. And she also glows sometimes. It's great in the dark. 
She's not done any glowing yet. Well, she's done plenty eavesdropping. Yes. She just follows Joe, like, everywhere in this film. Well, it's not her fault. Joe just happens to be there. I'm surprised she even found him near the ending, though. She also really waited to tell him anything was going wrong. And she's the only one who acts on that. It's it's not Sora, the one who's supposed to be motherly or anything. No, it's Kyrie. Everybody forgot th- that Sora's crest was love, didn't they? Uh, no, I remember that. Uh, everybody else kind of just gave up on the idea that Joe was ever going to help, which kind of sucks. Kyrie was talking to Ty, and Ty was just like, we need to let him come back on his own terms. Which makes sense. But then Kyrie was just like, no, we need him to come back now. I'm going to go grab him. It's more like, oh no, he has to figure his stuff out. Couldn't you talk to him? You sure you sure you don't want to figure that out? I'm like, what? go go to bed, Kyrie. I don't like you anymore. It was more just like, Joe, go one's gonna die. Sort your out and come over here, please. Stop being a wuss. We we didn't mention, I think, that Goemon, like ran away from home, and uh, Izzy, for some reason, just goes along with it and won't tell him. Because Gomamon asks him to. And Tentomo reassures him. And complains about the lack of donuts. That's what happens in the dub. I don't remember Tentomo's voice in the dub. But in the sub, he comes out, uh, comes out as a, like an, el- an elderly hermit or something. I don't know why, I just love it. I think Tentomon's voice is good in both dub and sub. Yeah, that's fair. I, I like it. I think we've moved off of Mimi because we got bored of her. She was kind of just l- very loud and then decided that being loud was good. And that was her arc. <laughs> She had a f- sort of understandable thing. People were kind of being to her for speaking her mind, and so she was thinking she shouldn't. Well, she she was kind of right about why she was that, that way. I mean, everybody just kept quiet and just went complaining behind her back. Yeah, I think she just kind of learned to not focus on the mistakes and just carry on doing what she's doing. It's a fairly basic little lesson, but, you know, not a bad one. Look, the lessons I learned with Mimi is that the power of manhood is is more powerful than research, okay? Izzy gave up on his research. Ah, that was so good. Being sent an emergency message that's just a picture of Mimi. And he's like, oh god! <laughs> Off I go, bye. Tentomo just sees it and goes like, oh my. He even puts on a suit! That little bow tie? Oh god. He was all all relaxed, all Hawaiian, just goes into a suit out of nowhere. My god. I really appreciated the Digimon uh, abridged take on Joe's problem, which is, Joe, stop trying to be a doctor and write a book. You're like one of 12 people who's ever had these experiences. Just write a book, you'll be rich and famous. I would read that book. Oh, by the way, did you see like Joe's parents commentating on, oh wow, the, the Digimon are fighting again. Yeah, but what about Joe? Uh, he's, still, he's having difficulties in school. Ah, well, as long as he does his best. Yeah, they're really shitty parents. Hands-off parenting 101. <laughs> in the dub, they're just like, oh, I hope he doesn't work himself too hard. Oh, no, and the and the sub was like, oh, I hope he does well. He's 17, and they, they just, they don't care anymore. Oh, but Gomamon, though, like, that's so sad. Oh, Yeah, Gomamon deserves better. I, I mean, they both deserve each other, come on. They are both pretty damn good boys. That's true. Sometimes you need your opposites who can bring out the best in you. Ah, that's some deep stuff. Yeah, man. Go, my mom's a surfer dude, Joe's just a nerd. Together, they become a surfer nerd. (laughs) Fair enough. A surfer nerd must be a real thing that exists, right? Probably. It's literally just a guy that surfs but wears glasses while doing it. God, you'd have to replace those all the time. No, because he tapes them onto his head. 
He's just the one looking at waves, like making calculations in his head, but never catches the wave because he's too busy doing the calculations. <laughs> just want to point out also, Komomo knows how to cook. I don't know how the hell he knows how to cook, but I love it. It's really good. He cooks so much. He's such a good boy. He's the best seal. He is the best boy. Also, Tentamon kind of let him be there because there's so many meetings in the building. They kind of need someone to make the food. His job was to do stuff and food, but mainly food. Make food. I think the Digimon did more in this film than they did in the first one, which made it a lot more fun. The fine did more, please. They had more fun stuff that they did. Oh, skits. Yeah, comedy bits. The comedy was a lot better, because there actually was comedy. I, I pity Leomo a little bit. Just when they're all yelling at him. Even Gatomo. Isn't she supposed to be a champion? But she's also hungry. Gomamo can make food. They all wanted to go to the festival. Yeah, I know, but still, like, come on. I was really not a fan of the, the creepy cute costume contest being advertised by a cross-dressing dude. No, I... That didn't wax off his legs? That That was just poor taste. It's Japanese culture. That doesn't make it good. I'm not saying it's good, I'm just saying it's Japanese culture. Yeah, that gets bad points. But at least that was the only instance of that. Well, how about that dichotomy with Daigo, Daigo and Mike? One's a, a, a fully grown child, the other is a fully grown adult. Yeah, but you find out later which one is which. You find out later? What do you mean? Isn't it obvious? No, Maki's backstory makes some, some real interesting interpretations of what's happening in these films. Oh, like that smile at the, uh, like at the last frame when Leomon dies? She's so evil, and she just happens to leave Makemon behind. When I saw that the first time, I was like, did she smile? Let me rewind that. Holy <laughs> she smiled, what the Yep. Yeah, she's so evil. I mean, I wouldn't say she's evil. She's not technically evil, but she does some real, real things. She's been using Mako, hasn't she? For something. I don't know. I feel like, did she want Ken to find out about Makomo, or was that just pure accident? That's something I always question, like, about that scene, because she actually sounds surprised. <laughs> Ken finding out was unimportant to it. The important thing was uh, Makuman going crazy. Yeah. Also, why the hell is Ken there? You'll find that out. All will be explained. But at this point in the series, it's just like, here's Ken. He's evil. Deal with it. Oh, if, if you expect them to try and contact the O2 kids, by the way. Yeah, forget about it. That, that's not gonna happen. Even though they go to the same school and everything. Wow. That's just neglectful. Just forget about them completely. So the kids have been gone for about a year, but it's really weird that there's never any dialogue that explains what the kids think of that. Wait, wait, a year in human time or in Digimon time? They're the same now. They're the same? How is that the same now? They synced up after the defeat of the Dark Masters. Yeah. A at the end of- wait, eh? They did? At the end of Adventure, yeah. All of O2, they're the same. I don't remember that. Uh-huh. It's in the last episode of Adventure 1. What? I don't remember I remember- yeah, Jenna's just like, you fixed it. Woohoo. Okay, fair enough. I, I really don't remember that. Anyway, yeah, so they've been gone for a year in both worlds, so I guess it's fair that the kids, you know, have gotten used to the idea that they're gone. When, when do we find out they've been gone by, for a year, though? I don't know about that. After what Stevie has seen, and it's only briefly mentioned. What the f- and, and there's no posters, there's no nothing signifying they've been- no, they're just totally okay with the fact that they're gone, and apparently decided to never speak of them again. To be fair, if you, if you lost those three characters, would you really care? I would care if I lost Yoli. I mean, Davis was pretty sucky, Yoli was bleh, and Cody was just nothing. 
Yoli was pretty good, but needed more time. And I like Yori. Cody was a good boy. He's an okay boy. People who weren't Canon Davis should have gotten more screen time. It's really the only issue with people who aren't Canon Davis. I still regret Ken ending up with Yuli, but oh well, that's another thing. Yeah, that's fair, because Yuli's gay. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, she's gay for Kyrie, isn't it? Well, and just in general. She's also pretty into Mimi. Who isn't? Right? Mimi and Maymay in this, literally just going on a date. It was so heartful. Oh, even I agree there. To just like the best ship. Would it be Mimei or Mamie? Mamie. No, Mimi's the dominant, dominant one in the relationship. Mimei, okay? Yeah, Mimei. I didn't know that was a rule, but I don't do fanfics. Hey, how about, how about that picture TK took of her while, while in, the, in the cheerleader outfit? Oh yeah, TK was in this film. He didn't do much. He didn't do much, but he still managed to win the award for worst fashion sense. That's all he did was just dress badly and take pictures of women. <laughs> There's also the banter between him and, him and Kairi whenever he, he's near Meimei. Hikari got it so bad, and he does not care. I still feel they're dating somehow, but oh well. They've made it pretty clear they're not. She's just into him. And he's not? No, which is kind of weird. But like, even when he catches her, she starts blushing. Oh, I noticed that. Well, she is fully dressed, then. She's fully dressed. He's not. I mean, I think any girl in that situation would blush, but, oh well. Also, how about that scene where Mimi just started singing in the sauna? It was so good. As a distraction, by the way. Yep, in the Japanese, her singing I Wish is really good. In the dub, she just sings a song about how it's definitely not a distraction song. <laughs> okay, that, that that's good. It's funnier, but it's not as good a song. I was really hoping they'd do something with the I'm gonna sing you a song, a song that will wake you up from the old dub. Okay, Nelson probably will hate me, but I actually preferred the dub. Oh, I hate you already. I don't know what you're talking about. I'd say they were about even. There were some problems with the, the sub as well, just in terms of making certain story beats very clear. I think the dub definitely improved a lot over the first dub film. No, I need to rewatch it, don't, don't I? Not with the dub. You don't have to. I felt the dub was much more dubby, if that makes any sense. Were there puns? Yeah, I felt like they added in a few more jokes. They weren't, like, over the top with it, but it just made it feel more like what I expect the dub to be like. Look, until they make the intro song, the the original Japanese one, and just put subtitles like they did with the ending song, I I think I... What's wrong with Digi-Digimon? Digi-Time was a really poor choice. I'll I'll give you that. And they didn't even stick with their guns, though. That's that's the worst part, because the outro is just a Japanese song with subtitles. What's wrong with Digimon? Digi-Digi-Digimon? I mean, it has, like, a full word for its lyrics. <laughs> well, they're also fighting to save the world. Guys, I, I, I remember this, because I'm all over this place. You know how Meikumo kind of just goes like, Oh no, I don't want to go back to Mei and stuff at the end? Yeah. I just realized that was because of the pudding. The pudding? She asked Mei Mei for some some pudding while she's serving. And Mimi basically calls her over to, to dance. And she's like, oh no, no, I can't dance, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, and just runs away. You just have this scene of, of Mei Kumon go like, oh, but I want pudding. Why are you being so mean, Mei? And just goes away, just muttering, why are you being so mean? Why are you being so mean? <laughs> like, what the hell? I think that's the foreshadowing to just her hating May or something like that. Because of the lack of pudding. Yes! There's literally nothing else to signify it. I think she just felt more ashamed 
because she like put everyone in danger by being kidnapped. I didn't get that feeling. I just got like, oh no, she she's just she's just going into Leomo for absolutely no reason besides I don't want Mike. The other explanation is she was also feeling unwell because of the infection monster that was about to break out of her. What the fa- infection monster? She did nothing. She became a vicious monster and killed Leoman, remember? Yeah, but that's at the end. She got triggered. It's still totally inside her, though. True, but May, May controls it for some reason. Like, I don't know what reason, but she controls it. Not well. I'm not too sure about that. Look, I'm just saying, it's the only scene that would foreshadow her not wanting to go back to May. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Quinn, what do you think about this? Am I, am I, am I overreaching here? Yeah, a little... We should have given her pudding, and then everything would have been solved. Precisely. You know, that's actually probably canon. Pudding is a pretty good solution to many people's problems. Is it canon that Meikumon just wanted pudding? When I search Meikumon wanted pudding, there's a fanfiction in the, in the first spot. Really? <laughs> yeah. A Royal Conspiracy, Chapter 9, A New Beginning. Link it, I want to read it. There, there's also one that's like fired.net goes something something make them on something something. Did Taichi eat the pudding she was saving or something? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Look, it's my headcanon that clearly, clearly make them on just dark digivolved because of pudding, okay? Yeah. Nothing can tell me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, it's as good as any other explanation because we don't get one in this film. Yeah, I mean, in Adventure 1, Agumon did Dark Digivolve because he was overfed, so... Yeah, but Makemon was underfed, so they should have light Digivolved. <laughs> that's how it works. So that's why Pantamon goes to Wanjimon, huh? he, he never eats. Exactly. He used to stay light to do all that boom bubbling. It's filled with hot air. That's, that's my reasoning. It's all about that fight scene, though. That fight scene was pretty cool. It was also kind of brutal just seeing... When Gomamon was just being whacked away multiple times. I'm surprised the champion Digimons could actually do some harm to Imperial Drama. But they didn't do any harm, they just kind of distracted it. And then Imperial Drama was just like, no. I disagree there, only because you actually see him flinching a few times. Well, yeah, I mean, if I punched you in the face, even, like, fake punch, you would still flinch. I don't know, man. I mean, Togemon's pretty pointy. I forget whether or not they ever uh, show the O2 kids Digimon coming back, because I, th- I think we killed Imperial Dramon. I-, I think Canon Davis might just not have Digimon anymore. I just didn't question that it was Imperial Dramon. I was just like, cool, Imperial Dramon, carry on. You're clearly going to do whatever you feel like. I-, I-, I don't think that was actual Imperial Dramon, though. I think that was a black Imperial Dramon, though. Just because of the color coding. Yeah, I assumed that was the infection. Yeah, the art style was interesting. In the void. And then Izzy's just like, I will hack into the void. He did it. With live web feed. Uh, Yeah, they're also, they never tell us where, what dimension that is. They kind of just call it the digital world. It's just the void. It's just the dark place with Ken, who's a hologram, who takes Meikumon and then just gives her back. Because, why not? Yeah. I- I'm just surprised. For- first of all, the fighting scene, I thought this was a little bit messy, but eh, that's, that's just me, I guess. Just animated gorgeously, but a little bit messy. Yeah, they had a lot to get in there. Just like, because they were balancing the battle with Joe's emotional battle with himself, or whatever, and Mimi's shouting. All I got from that was that, uh, basically for your Digimon to go to his mega level, you just gotta shout real loud. Into a computer screen. Well, that was Mimi's approach. That's definitely what works for Mimi. And it was also Joe's approach. <laughs> Joe's approach was to basically moan for the whole film and then decide, you know what, I'm not going to moan anymore. 
he he turned into Shinji Ikari for a moment. That basically that's what I got. Yeah, kinda. He he didn't want to get in the robot. Basically, I'm just surprised they they didn't have fight Leomo. I thought he was was gonna just turn over and just go berserk, but nope. He, he would have. I mean, I, I didn't get. I thought I thought he was just going insane, but nope. I mean, his eyes turned white. He was about to kill some dudes. I, I was expecting him like getting infected and going to fight like Imperial Dramo because why not? That would have been neat. But instead, right as he was about to go kill them. He got shanked. Yeah, he got shanked real good. That that form of Maycomon also has a name, by the way. It's May Crackmon, isn't it? No, May Crackmon is the next one. Is it May not quite cracked yet, Mon? I think it's Maycomon just vicious mode or something among those lines. Maycomon brutally murder Leomon mode. It's an unnamed form, but people used to call it like vicious mode. I want to officially call it brutally murdered Leomon mode. <laughs> Accepted. It has been passed. It's now known as Make Him Brutally Murder Leomon Mode. <laughs> BML Mode for short. You can only use it under very certain circumstances. Only when there's a Leomon around to brutally murder. So I also liked how they stopped using 3D for, for this evolution. I just want to point that out too. Yeah, they stopped it for the Lilymon and Rosemon bits. And Zudamon and Vikemon. The new ones. 3D Kakomo looked weird. He dabs. He totally dabs. I didn't see the dab, but if you say so, I believe in you. I need you to see the dab and appreciate the dab. I, I prefer if you don't show me the dab. Oh, you gotta see the dab. But I don't want to see the dab. I found a video to share with you. Just watch it now and you'll see the dab. Okay, I'm watching this. I'm also watching it again now just because I need to see the beautiful, the beautiful dab. That is not a dab. When does he dab? Right at the very end. No, that's not a dab. He just puts his paw up and another one down. What the hell? That's totally a dab. That is not a dab. Pretty damn close. It's not quite a dab, but it's there. The only other thing it's close to is a, a Hitler salute, so take your pick. You're not making this easy, you know this, right? What's worse, Nazis or dabbing? I'll go with dabbing. I think dabbing is worse at this point. Well, now that's awkward. I'll never explain this point. Don't at me about it. So let's see, we've talked about most of the kids. Well, Ty and Matt were kind of just background. Matt has one really good joke that where he complains because Gabumon isn't voted the cutest Digimon. Ah, yes. That's pretty good. TK and Kairi, really kind of background except that Kairi likes to spy on people. And also likes to, likes to insult TK sometimes. I mean, that's fair. Dude's got it coming. It's really hard not to dunk on him. Sora's just kind of nice. Sora's just there, man. She's really just in this movie. She's just really nice to Mei Mei. And Mimi, too. To both of them. She clearly wants them to get together. Maybe she has a crest of love, so she's just playing Cupid for them. Oh, that would be so good. She'll be the best woman in the in the wedding. Yeah, definitely. And then Joe and Mimi, they're like the main characters. They do all the stuff. I'm surprised Quinn didn't mention anything about Izzy's outfits, especially the one where he's just in overalls. Oh god, the overalls. I forgot to mention those. No, never ever wear the overalls. You just look like a farmer. Kid, you cannot. I do appreciate how Izzy's kind of just doing his thing. Yeah, he's he's clearly trying to grow up, but having some teething troubles. I'm surprised he was the one to call Mimi egocentric, though. Like, I, I, th- I thought, like, someone else would do it. Yeah, he really just kind of took charge there. But it kind of had to come from him for it to be meaningful. He's, like, the only person who hasn't ever criticized her. Is he, though? He totally has a crush on her. I gave it so much more weight, because he was like, I totally fancy you, Mimi, but I'm gonna have to tell you off. They spent the last two movies, to say nothing of the last two seasons, really pushing that ship. I'm surprised she's actually okay with him, though. 
That's a, that's a thing, like... Ah, uh, she seems more interested in makeup. Still, wouldn't you be a little bit f***ed if the guy who told you off suddenly appeared in your cafe? They're still friends, like, he didn't, he didn't destroy their relationship, he said one mean thing to her, and he was also kinda right. Yeah, it's very much justified. Cause like, she took down the helicopter. I still say it's not Mimi's fault, it's Palmon's fault, but oh well. Not even Palmon's, it's Togemon's. I mean, the issue is that they told Mimi to wait until everybody got there to start fighting. And you can argue that that's not the right decision. Pokemon wasn't really a threat, they were just kind of in a field. So, like, waiting kind of made sense. Pokemon seemed pretty obsessed with that field, actually. He came back there, like, several times. It's true, even after getting, you know, repeatedly shot. I'm surprised Leomon was able to just come to the real world and push him in, actually. Yeah, he kind of just does that. That's foreshadowing him being infected. Could argue that. Oh. Because only the infected Digimon can use the portals. Okay, because I was about to ask, like, how the hell did he come here alone now without Ogremon? Oh yeah, Hakmon is in the film as well, by the way. Oh yeah, he still hasn't done anything. You mean Hakmon? Hakmon, Hakmon, whatever you call them. You know, like the Huckleberry Finn. They're just... Hiding in the background, as usual. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. He's, he's just our messiah, okay? Don't worry about it. He's the larval form of our messiah. Didn't you know Huckleberry Finn is our lord and savior? Anyway, we've not spoken about the, well, probably the, the best scene in the whole film, which is the scene with Joe and Mimi just stood by the river. Oh, that's a very good scene. It's a good scene. It's such a strong scene. Oh, Joe's a good boy. Remind me too much of Evangelion, goddammit. <laughs> It's a pretty Ava scene. It has so much just weight to it, though. Oh, but what did they call Mimi in the dub? Um, narcissistic. Uh, they have a term in Japanese for that. Uh, Jikochu. Yeah, Jikochu. Pikachu? Yes, Pikachu. Mimi is a Pikachu. Oh, but it's just so sad. And then when the rain comes down. Joe crying afterwards when Gomamot brought him the ramen. Oh god, I cheered up in that one. Ugh. There's a lot of really good scenes between Joe and Gomamot. Gomamot is so good. I still want to say he doesn't really have an answer, but oh well. His answer is that it's okay to still like the things you liked as a kid. And also, maybe saving the world is more important than getting into med school. Maybe it is. It wasn't the point of Kari going to him and like, you know, it's not the matter if you have to fight or not, it's the matter that he's your partner and you should, you should always be with him. There's also that. You don't have a choice about fighting. Doesn't this go, road go both ways, though? What it comes down to is they're one of six people-ish, eight people, who can do anything about this situation. Let's forget Digidestin digi around the world. Well, they're not exactly able to come to Tokyo on short notice. I'm sure the, 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 the secret services could use their help. That's true. But yeah, on any of the given attacks they've had so far, he's one of the only people who could possibly help. And he didn't turn up for most of them. Also, they've been losing every time. They've been pretty unsuccessful. That's a lie. They won against Kowagamo. After great damage had already been done. And Alphamon? After great damage had already been done. I mean, Alphamon was fine, he just left. Yeah, Alphamon left and Omnimon blasted a massive crater in, like, half the city. Yeah, but he left because he was gonna get blasted, that's the thing. Maybe, but still, they were not particularly successful, they didn't prevent any real damage. Yeah, they don't have a kill count just yet. They haven't figured out anything about why any of this is happening. They've made no progress toward their goals. Izzy's made some progress in his own tech stuff. Ah, uh, yes, Izzy, yes, yes. We got that random email about how you need to go beyond the darkness. Yeah, just like, it's a prophecy. Do, do we ever find out who sent that, by the way? Nope, <laughs> nope we don't. 
think it might be good Genai? Uh, I'm sorry, but Genai, he hasn't been part of this. He was mentioned by name, but that's it. But let's not forget that our little friend from the Secret Service also got that message. I mean, Izzy said it could have just been spam, so maybe it was just spam. It was just like a, a good motivational message of the day <laughs> that's going around. That'd be pretty good. You know what, I, 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 I'm going to think that maybe, just maybe, it was a Secret Service woman. No, because she's evil. Yeah, but she she does want them to succeed for now. But she's also evil. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Also, it kind of makes sense, considering it's her, because I'm pretty sure she went beyond the darkness. No, she she pretty well stayed in the darkness. It was either her or, or Daigo. I don't know. Hard to say. For reasons unknown, Stevie does not know why I'm saying this. I think it's probably Maki, if it's not Genai. It's Cody's grandpa. It's Cody's dad, he's not really dead. Because he's gone beyond the darkness. Look, guys, you don't get it. It was actually Matt's dad. After ma- making the complaint to the TV station, they sent him that. I'm so mad that Matt's dad still isn't uh, one of the Digidestins. He totally should be. You never know. It could have been, it could have been in, in, in the past and just doesn't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we should stop kind of hinting at spoilers and uh, maybe end the episode. Yeah, so what did we think of this one? Apart from that it was better than the first one. <laughs> I kind of liked the first one better. How? What? Why? Explain, please. The plot actually gets set up in the first one. Nothing really happened in this that meaningfully changed the situation. Everybody just kind of went about their lives until ten minutes before the end. I have to disagree there. I think they should set it up for future events. Joe came back. They can make a Digivolve now. Meikumo is completely gone insane. So I think they did a good job of setting up the characters in future events. Because now we have something to look forward to. It starts a pattern that Try never breaks of, okay, we asked a bunch of questions last movie. We should definitely ask more questions instead of answering any of them. Yeah, but that was a problem the first film had as well, is that there were lots of questions. May may I remind you that that was the problem with most Digimon things, because it's Digimon. And the first season, it was kind of like that. Second season, also kind of like that. Third season, holy Third season didn't really do that so much, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's not forget the parasite that in, that infected a little girl and uses her repressed memories to, to just grow. And I'm sorry, I just ask why? Because it was cool. Fun fact: someone someone from Evangelion worked on season three. The same person directed it that directed Serial Experiments Lane. Yeah, it's it's just Lane for kids. That's the important thing to realize. Which is why it's the best series of Digimon. <laughs> but anyway, this film is still much better than the first one. I, I agree with CV there. I'm sorry, Quinn. That's okay. You, you two are allowed to be wrong. I just found that it improved on, like, everything. The first one just felt slow and entirely reliant on the nostalgia. That's fair. I kind of like things that are slow. I was too bored by the first one, but I think this one, I enjoyed it a lot more, and it held up a lot stronger than the first film did for me. I'd say this one was better than the first one, but not by much. Uh, a lot of things I, I do enjoy. How they had a little bit of a focus on the kids in the first part, hinting at Tai X Mei, of course, that that's always enjoyable. And Mimi X Mei, and Mei X TK, but oh well, uh, <laughs> Mei X everyone, basically. Yeah, they really... Push some Mayax, everyone. Lots of Maymay. The Digimon antics were funny. Izzy's outfits were always on point. God, those overalls. Also, that bow tie. He's not allowed to wear a bow tie. The bow ties are cool. 
Uh, and of course, the inclusion and death of Leomon is always my favorite part in any Digimon series. That's fair. That was a really good scene, though. So, if I had to rate this movie, I'd go with a Leomon death out of 10. Would we watch again? I can't remember if we rated the first one. No, we didn't. I just I just had to make the joke. You know, I am personally of the opinion that you can rank the seasons by how well they pulled off the Leomon death. So, so that makes season 3 the best one, right? Yes. Yeah, it does. Especially the part when they abuse the, the, the whole, hey, the murderer is using the <laughs> the move of your partner Digimon. And it makes season two the worst, where they don't kill Leomon. Wait, they don't kill Leomon season two? What? He was already dead from season one and never came back. I feel cheated now. It's kind of sad that Leomon doesn't die. Anyway, we can move on now. I rate this seal tears out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, why? And Quinn, what do you rate it? I rate this self-centered out of 10. <laughs> we actually all kind of got across what we actually enjoyed. So basically, Leomon dying, Gomamo, and Mimi. Also, daters as a stand-in for Hooters, good choice. Ah, yes. Cheerleaders, yes, sure. And how they dance ever so often. And just all of the boys in the class being like, yep, I am wholeheartedly into this idea. They even got up, some of them, like, oh my god! This is incredible! Are you allowed to put this on the school computers? I'm very much looking forward to the next one, though. It's time to do an outro, so who wants to plug this stuff first? Quinn, you first. I have an as-yet-unpublished podcast, uh, Kingdom Hearts Recorded, that I'm hoping to have a website for you by the next time I come on, certainly by the last time. And otherwise, you can find me on Twitter, at RealYubico. I'll do links in the show notes to stuff. And Nelson, where can we find you? You can find me at such sites as Twitter at Demon Dragon Master and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Demon Dragon Master. Also, it's actually at Demon Dragon Mast on Twitter because it's too long. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Twitter censored me. I don't like this anymore. But yeah, thank you for joining me, you two. It was fun. It was. Thank you so much. Can't wait for this to go off the rails. Again? It does nothing but... Were we on the rails? For a brief time. Can't wait to go off, off the rails, then. We're gonna lose it all next time. Oh, wait, no, it's not lost, it's confession, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. I am here to sing! It seems weird that now's our chance. Based on your reaction, you're all wrong. Of course, it's not just a distraction. (gasps) Hello, and welcome to uh, another side special of the Moncast. Well, we're talking about the third part of Try, which was Confession. We've all watched it. Which versions did we watch this time? I've committed to the dub. Sub. I did the, the dub film as well. Did you watch, was it episodes or film? Film. Episodes. So we've done the same as last time. Me and Quinn with the, the dub film, and then Nelson's just like, I'm going to watch a sub of the episodes. Yep. That's how I watched it the first time. You get the ending every time, don't you? Yeah, I get the ending every time, and I skip it. Still. Look, I got those dramatic cuts at the end of the episode, okay? Makes it better. 
So when this first came out and I was pirating the, the subbed episodes, the last episode didn't go online until like three hours later than the others. So I thought this movie ended 20 minutes before it did. And I think that was a better choice. Mm. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree also. I need to do my usual attempt to be funny while summarizing the plot. Go for it. Go for it. So it sort of gets halfway where I just give up being funny because it's impossible with this one. Because it's just too depressing. Look, the, the, this part is called Confession. I, I'd like to add a subtitle, The Feels, okay? Try chapter three, The Feels. This does have the most feels of any movie. It does have quite a lot of feels. It's the most feels for Digimon. No, that's what I mean, of any of the Digimon movies. So, you were going to do some bullet points. Yes, I was. So, it starts off with everyone suffering from post-traumatic Leomon death disorder. Uh, meanwhile, the government is still doing some more top-secret governmenting. That's what they do all the time. Yeah. And Izzy's in a tizzy over the virus. Patamon becomes infected, and we all cry. If you don't cry, then you're probably not human. You should get that checked out. <laughs> so shortly after that, Kari does that whole glory thing she does. And delivers one of those prophecy things that we all like so much. And all the Digimon are just like, oh, it's reboot. Reboot's happening. Windows update incoming. The reboot reboot was really bad. I'm just surprised it didn't back up the hard drive. And come on, you always do that. Always backing up before the update. But the kids and the Digimon just have some hangout sessions with a hint of overwhelming despair. This is where I just kind of give up trying to be funny. So Makemon emerges and starts the Windows update on the whole digital world. And in the final battle to keep Makemon inside of a distortion, the infection spreads to more of the Digimon. They start the 10 minute to restart timer with no option to postpone. So Tentamon Digivolves to Hercules Kabutarimon makes one last literal push as the reboot completes. Everything is normal until the kids get tired of moping around and decide to return to the digital world. And then the Digimon Emperor is revealed to be Jedi, which makes perfect sense. Uh, Maki is evil, which also makes perfect sense. Makumon is still alive, which makes perfect sense. And also the kids find their in-training partners who have Kari's whistle as well, which makes perfect sense. Did I miss an episode? I didn't see this. Wait, what? <laughs> Okay, this is 100% what happened to me. How many episodes did you watch, Nelson? I saw episode until episode 12, what the- There's a 13th episode to this movie. There's a 13th episode to this movie. <laughs> You're kidding me. Wait, let me just check this real quick. There's a 13th episode, Nelson. Son of a- <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> See, this is what happened to me, and I didn't go back and watch that last movie until a month later. I was like, I was just like, oh, oh, great! I'm gonna w finish this soon. I'm like, oh no, there's one. Oh no! Basically, in the last one, they just all return to the digital world and they find the in-training partners. And yeah, they have no memories. They have Kari's whistle though, somehow. Also, Maki has Ken's digivice for reasons that will not really get explained, but there is kind of an explanation in the films you haven't seen. Also, all the kids have their crests again, even though season two established that they don't. Well, they have the power of the crests, but it doesn't show the crests. Okay, but still, they, they gave up the power of the crests. That's a thing that happened. We have to assume that they didn't. <laughs> Season 2 lied to us. The last episode that you missed, Nelson, makes perfect sense. Don't question it. Where it ended, for you, I think is a really good ending. And then there's 20 more minutes. I was like, oh, this is the ending. This is like the perfect ending. It's a cliffhanger. Like, oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, they probably could have put, it, put that last chunk on the next film. One question. Do we know what Maki is besides evil? No. 
That's in film four or five, right? I know that she's she plays more of a part in film four, where we finally get some answers to some of these questions. Some. But in this one, it's just like, okay, Mackie's evil, and she can go to the digital world, apparently. Yep. Okay, fair enough. And uh, no explanation for Dark Genai, correct? No. Okay, not yet. Okay. That comes in five, and even then it's not good. It's never good. Also, I forgot to mention Alphamon and Jessmon are there and fighting for a, a bit. Did I miss the- Ah, son of a- mm. You missed the bit where they mm. just go to the digital world again and set up the next film. Which should have just been saved for the next film, probably. Yes, it should. It gave me hope at the end, which I needed, because oh my god, the feels. Ah, uh, yeah. I watched this film originally when it first came out, and if it had ended after that bit with the reboot, it would just be like, oh god, no. Please no. <laughs> Don't leave it there. I thought that was a really good ending. I agree though. It's a really good ending, which isn't at the end, which is a shame. But it's still a really powerful moment in its own right, because everything just goes silent. This this is what happens when you watch too much Evangelion and you just go like, yep, uh, an ending full of despair. That's what I like. I was thinking Danganronpa, but alright. Hope and despair, of course. I don't know why I looked forward to rewatching this one, though, because, my god, it's so sad. <laughs> oh, but it's so well done. The post-traumatic stress is good. Mako has her best moments here, where she actually gives a damn about things. I like the scene where Izzy is, is arguing with Mimi again, because, hey, I need information. No, you don't. Shut up. Feelings. Also, Izzy was right. Izzy's always right. <laughs> he was right, but he could have put it across in a better way. He could definitely have been nicer, but also he absolutely needed answers to these questions. Time was of the essence. He didn't sleep. Oh no, sorry, you took a small nap. I appreciate the bottles of oolong tea that have been keeping him alive. It's black tea in the dub, apparently. Yeah, which is real dumb. Yeah, should have just kept his oolong. Could have just made it coffee, come on. The scene where Mimi just comes by, sees him not there, cleans up the trash, and leaves him more tea is really adorable. Wait, what? I didn't see that scene. Wait, what? Uh, oh, that's in the episode you didn't see. God damn it! Yeah, in the last episode, Izzy does lots of, like, trying to find out how to get back to the digital world or something. Izzy's not taking care of himself, again, but Mimi forgives him, and it's, it's cute. Look, Mimi's is Izzy's Tentomo, clearly. Yeah, and Tentomon, as we just established, is the goodest boy. Is the best Digimon. He's pretty damn awesome. I just want to point out, he got hugged by every single champion, including Razelmon, because that's Meikumon's ultimate form or something like that, and was able to push Wargreymon at the same time into the distortion. But that's a strong boy. He is strong. He also could have saved himself and then didn't. That's self-sacrifice. Oh. That whole moment. A true hero sacrifices himself for the sake of others. On the downside, when inevitably all of the Digimon get their memories back and the whole reboot was completely pointless, they don't have an explanation for it when they had a perfect one right here. What, the backup actually worked? Yeah, like, all they had to do was go, oh, I figured out how to make the backup work. <laughs> and they didn't explain. Look, it's the power of friendship, okay? Wait, the Digimon get all the memories back? <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen that film yet, but of course they do. No, I don't want that to happen. That's too easy. It's Digimon. They can't just make our feels pointless. I just like this because I know information that I shouldn't know, and I love how Maki pushed for the reboot. Oh, Maki is so good. Yeah, she's so sinister in this whole film. Well, and like, the Digimon just straight up ask her, how do you know what homeostasis is? And she's just like, because I'm with the government, that's why. 
I just like how Gautama goes like, oh, are you trustworthy? She's like, yeah? And everybody's like, why are you asking this? More importantly, why are you believing her? She swooped in. She saved the shining Kyrie. I, I can't complain about that. Also, is this the first actual mention of homeostasis, like, ever? By name, yes. The last time homeostasis showed up was Adventure. I'm pretty sure Kyrie also shined in Adventure too. but oh well. Yeah, it was a different glow, though. She wasn't entirely glowing, like in this one. No, nobody was talking through her at the time. Instead, she was just real, real depressed. God, that's the best episode of O2. It's the worst! What?! No! I love the Cthulhu episode. It had lots of potential and it was all squandered. Yeah, like, they don't go anywhere with it, but as a standalone episode of Digimon, I'm like, F- I wish this was the whole series. Don't worry, we, we get a callback in Hacker's Memory. Huh, I haven't finished that yet, so I don't know what that is. You face a, a giant Dragomo. I was hoping that, that Hikari showed up. She just steps in, just like, I am here to be the plot device. They straight up do that in Redigitize, where it just ties there. Tai, Sora, Matt, Takeru. I remember. Well, if you wanna, if you wanna get specific about it, you got Mirei, who is everywhere at the same time because of some thing that was revealed in Redigitized for the 3DS. There was some backstory with her, something like that. I spent two years translating Redigitize, and I never played it. Good game. Recommended if you like Digimon World games that are Tamagotchi games. Digimon games are okay. Digimon films are also okay. So how about that Joe not worrying about university anymore? Joe's just become like super chill about everything now. My problems have been resolved. Now I can be a good friend again. Now I can finally introduce Gomamon to my girlfriend. Only for him to question her reality. In fairness, we never meet her. So you think Joe just imagined his girlfriend's life? I am still on team totally that girl he stole a bike from in that movie. He stole a bike from a girl in that movie? Wait, what? Revenge of Diaboramon, I think? He just steals some girl's bike, and then in the ending credits he's giving it back to her. And I'm like, oh, dude, come on. I need to see this. Oh, you mean the, the girl with the pink hoodie and glasses? Yes. I can ship them. No, I'm into that. Hooray! So I'm not going to question it. Let's just keep going before we have to reboot again. Yep, homeostasis, homeostasis is being a... How many times do I have to say reboot before it starts being funny? It will never be funny. Reboot. 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 Please stop. Reboot. Look, we don't want a Digimon reboot, okay? Stop. Reboot. Actually, we kind of do because Atmon was awesome. I've not watched it yet, so... But let's let's try and talk about Try. Okay, so uh, we talked about Joe and his non-existent but existent girlfriend. Yeah, and it- it's sudden just like lack of caring about things now. He's just kind of carefree. I, I can dig that. He's just like, oh yeah, I want Digivolved as a person. We also got a nice scene with Sora. I thought Sora was go- was going to have a an ultimate Digivolution this, uh, in this movie because of Biomon just going like, you should worry more, more about yourself. You're such a mom. You should worry about yourself. Yeah, oh god, Sora is the best mom. She's a pretty good mom. Hey, her, her crest was love for some reason. Uh, I can dig it. But yeah, just her being like, okay, I need to call all my friends and make sure they're okay. It's, aww. it's understandable, because like, they all saw Leomon die, and now there's an infection spreading, and Makomon's missing, and there's a lot of reasons to be sad in this film. Look, it's not the first time they've seen Leomon die. Why would they be traumatized again? Just because you've seen them die once doesn't make the second time any less painful. <laughs> <laughs> you know... I was really sad, because after the reboot, he should be alive again. They should have killed him again. Yes. 
You know what, just turn him into mad Leomon, then you got an excuse to kill him. But yeah, the whole, like, first, I don't know how long, 20 minutes, half an hour, is just, like, all the kids being upset and trying to keep each other just not depressed, I guess. You even got this little scene of Matt flushing a little bit as he, te- as he tells Ty, you know, if, they, if, if, anyone, if everyone can ultimate Digivolve, we, we might not need uh, Omnimon. He's like, you know, he's stupid baka. Also, I really thought that Matt's voice sounded much more like Edward Elric in this one. I have no opinion towards that because no English. Well, it's the same voice actor, but it came across a lot more like Ed from Formal Alchemist this time. Which is okay because like it was too much like TK's voice before. Oh yeah, I was gonna mention the uh the pilot way at the beginning of the movie is just straight up Jet from Cowboy Bebop. He looks similar. Is it the same voice actor? His dub voice actor is the same guy doing the same voice. Wow. It was kinda awesome. That is pretty awesome. It's a quick paycheck. This whole film's a quick paycheck. No, 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 no. This this one, I don't think so. No, this film, it had some pretty good voice acting, I thought. Yeah, it's definitely improved since the first movie. Oh yeah, it's got so much better. There's more of the voice acting, I feel, as well. Honestly, I think the films have just improved as they've gone on so far. Uh, can't wait for that downhill drop. First film was eh, second film was good, this one was best so far. You're gonna go back to eh next time and go down from there. I can't remember much for the fourth film. I think I enjoyed it. There's some rapey Genai. It's it's not good. Well, that doesn't spoil the whole film. It kind of did for me. I just want to see one Digimon in specific. Hopefully I'll see him. I doubt I'll see him, but I just want to see one Digimon in specific. Who do you want to see? Bearmore. You will not. Ah, The fifth episode, if you want to call it that, does seem to hint that it's Royal Knights again, which I imagine lots of fans will just be like, eh, Royal Knights. But I'm just kind of like, oh, cool, more Royal Knights. Also, I'm assuming that Jessmon is the Hackmon that we've seen many times. I believe that to be correct. Excuse me, Hackmon? No, Hackmon. Come on, Huckleberry Finn. It's called Hackmon in the dub. We are jumping all over this film because it's like 20 minutes long, <laughs> so it's hard to find a focus. If we take out the depression montages, this film is not very long. True. But the depression montages are the best bits. That's true. 70% of them have Patamon, which makes it worse. Alright, I'm, I'm pretty mad at TK for just not saying anything. I understand it, but I'm like, you're, you're a coward, aren't you? Well, I'm just like, you know, if anybody's going to be able to help, it's Izzy, and he can't help unless you tell him. Yeah, but there's an issue there, because... You know, Tentomo, he's also infected, and he didn't tell Izzy. Yeah, there's a lot of people not actually confessing anything. Yep. Agomo was the only one who confessed, and that's because Tai had him by the neck. Ironically, Matt 100% knows about the reboot, and doesn't tell anybody. What? How? Matt reads about it in that report at the beginning of the movie. He did? I think that's implied, anyway. And then they're just like, so don't tell anybody, so he doesn't. I don't think... That's a possibility, mostly because after he exits the office, you just see uh, the teacher man, I always forget his name, just going like, why the hell did you lie to him? Maki, she pretends to be friendly and helpful, but she's withholding a lot from the kids. Yeah, she's been withholding stuff from Daigo, too. She's withholding a lot from everyone. Did we mention she's in cahoots with the Digimon Emperor, who is also Jedi? So this movie briefly tries to cover the what the hell happened to the other kids when TK and Kari go to Ken's house, and then they don't get an answer, and that's it. 
No, 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 no. He, he got Matt asking Daigo. That's true. Matt got lied to about them. We keep watch of every single Digidescent. And at the end, after he's out, you just go, you just see like the, the whole, oh, they're missing. So Daigo thinks they're missing and nobody knows where they are. The kids have just accepted, I guess, for like a year that they just don't talk to those guys anymore. Yeah, especially Kairi and TK. Because that's the only way that the first two movies make sense. Like, remember when Ty was calling everybody he knows to try to get them to go to his soccer game and didn't call any of them? I'm sure they're okay. They'll pass. For that matter, they all went to the same elementary school as TK and Kairi. They should all be going to the same middle school now. Or high school, whichever it was. I think those two are in middle school. Yeah, because they're younger. And they have a different uniform. Guys, look, this is Japan. If someone doesn't talk to you for a day, they don't care about you, okay? I think that's just true. I think that's true in any country. Exactly. Guess Portugal's just different then. So, let's talk about the big Patamo in the room, which is Patamo getting infected. No. And the whole scene where TK just gets home and he goes like, You brought me because I'm infected, right? Are you just like, no, Pantamo, no. <laughs> no, no. Please don't do this now, Pantamo. He's so happy and yet so sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Even I cried and I'm a monster. Yeah, I think I cried the first time. I, I didn't today, but I've seen this movie probably four times now. Yeah, this is the second time I've seen it. My eyes watered up, but I held back the tears. This was my first time I've seen it. I cried like a little baby besides my girlfriend. Oh, I thought you'd seen all these movies. Oh, no. I've seen spoilers. That's it. Oh, so this is the first time you've seen it. I... Wow, I'm so sorry, Nelson, that we made you do this. Oh, no. Why, why, why are you apologizing? Now I have an excuse to actually see them. Now you have feels. We made you feel, Nelson. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. Look, feels is okay, but feels about Pantamo. That, no, that, that, that's, that's a sin. Pantamo's my favorite. I know. I still hate him, though. Why? I just hate him. What did he do? Yeah. He's useless. What? He, he's the limit break. He's the one that's like, all his Digivolutions are stronger than the rest of them. Except Seraphimon. We've not seen Seraphimon. Throughout Adventure and Zero Two, his evolutions were just f***ing stronger than everybody else. There was that time regular-ass Angemon was just fighting toe-to-toe with Paimon. Yeah, but he was holding back. Was he? Because I don't think that's true. If he wasn't holding back, then at least Magna Angemo would have completely owned them without any help of Wargreymo and Metal Gnudemo. He just made a whole dimension and put Paijbon into it. But he had help! He had a small amount of help. I kind of think he could have done it on his own. Plot armor, I don't like it. Angemo is not that powerful. Even with the vaccine advantage and the holy advantage, he's not supposed to be that powerful. He's not supposed to be, but that's the power of hope or something. Where was the power of hope when he got infected, eh? Not doing so well. See, he gave up his crest. That's what happens. He didn't have much hope. It was so weird, that scene. Well, it's kind of almost tragically funny. Because he goes into just like, yeah, there's no point worrying about it if nothing's happened. And then just like, a second later, oh, Paramount's infected. Everything's gone wrong. No! I just want to point out, I found out that Patamo actually has teeth. I thought he had just gums. Uh, Tokoman had some serious teeth. I don't know where you think they went. Never saw Patamo with teeth. Just like two little sharp things that bite into TK's arm. Izzy is just not very observant. See, he missed a giant ass a bite wound. Like, what the hell? Oh no, that was Joe that missed that. There were several people who missed that, including Izzy. Also Patamon. No, Patamon noticed him, just like, oh cool, whatever. He's like, oh, I'm infected, great! Also, like, 
was it Izzy or Joe who watches as he wrestles Padam onto the ground and is just like, okay. You're like, oh yeah, I just missed him so much, Joe. We're, uh, hugging. Just hugging it out. Hey, what's those marks on you? Oh, it's nothing. It's not, it's, it's a love bite. Izzy is pretty, he misses a lot, just like all the Digimon just straight up leaving. I mean, in fairness, he hadn't slept in like two weeks. That's true. That whole scene where it's just like, when did you last sleep? Just like, when was the festival again? <laughs> Izzy's just like a manic workaholic, apparently. Nah, he just wants to be competent from the looks of it. He's exactly like every other coder I know. I have an experience as a coder. Nope. Hell nope. Yeah, he does a lot of work. He's just non-stop trying to solve a problem. And none of it really comes to anything. No, until he then just goes like, okay, so there's this whole new thing called a reboot, so new problem, I'll just solve that one instead. Well, we gotta thank Tentamon for that. Yeah, Tentamon's just like, if it's hard, do something else. God damn it, TK. His backup program idea would have worked if he had told anybody slightly sooner, because they all could have just gone into the thing. I feel like... If any Digimon told anyone that they're infected sooner. Okay, poor communication. That's the new subtitle for this movie. It's actually a lack of confession. Yes, it is, especially for Gatomo, who's supposed to be the smart, honest one. They all become infected pretty much, and no one tells anyone. But except Agumo. Yeah, there's a few rare exceptions, but most of them are just like, let's just have this moment with our kids. I'm 100% on board with Gatomon just being like, um... Why don't we go get some pictures for, uh, no reason? And, and like, uh, the counterpoint, like, Kyrie's like, you want to go shopping? She's like, can't we? Yeah, that whole scene is just, it's just tinged with sadness. Because it's just like, oh no. Oh, it's so good. It's good feels. I just want to point out that Agamon was bullied the whole movie. Whenever he said something, Gautamon just said him to shut up. I mean, it did just keep going on about food. I'm sorry, the world will be destroyed by a reboot. Is that something you can eat? I do appreciate that there was lots of Digimon time. Just time spent with just Digimon on screen. It was Digimon time again. I just want to point out that Palmon's interaction with Mimi was the saddest one I've ever seen, because they just don't mix, in my opinion. Which one? When Palma was just hearing Mimi's story, and she's like... So you just see her with this face of complete blankness, and Mimi goes like, Oh, that wasn't the story funny? She's like, Oh yeah, it's so funny, it's so funny. What story? Mimi's like, Oh, you're so funny, Palma. Palma's just distracted, thinking about the fact she's gonna forget everything. That's kind of gonna weigh on your mind. This will be the thing you remember as the last time we ever spoke. You telling me some story about somebody I don't know or care about. That was watering plants that were artificial. TK just hugged Pantamon the whole day. I mean, I would. That was so sad. Yeah. Then Matt just played the harmonica the whole day too. The harmonica, just, that's good nostalgia. TK trying to cover for being sad and just pretending he's faking and saying, Well, I'm really upset. About your band breaking up again. I love that one. Oh, so good. And the best part, just Gab- Gabumon's reaction to the whole thing. The tri-abridged, where Gabumon is the only one who doesn't tell his partner what's going on. It's just like, Gabumon keeps his promises. Gabumon's like the best Digimon, I think. Gabumon's a real good Digimon. A lot of them are really good. Tentomo is best one. They're all good. All the Digimon are good. Except Pantomo. No, especially Patamon. No, that's the worst one. Patamon's just like, I've got to go, TK, I need to go fight. And he screws everything up by becoming the first infected, congrats. I mean, that's not his fault. Kinda is. He's like, if I turn, I want you to put me down, that's... Oh, 
God. That's not something you just put on someone lightly, though. Yeah, but it's also a totally fair... There's literally no one else who can do it. How about we don't fight and don't risk it? They were doing okay without Anjomo. I'm sorry. That's fair, but he still probably would have turned evil at that moment. I disagree, because all of them went evil the moment they went into close contact... With Mankumo. Who is the source of the infection as revealed in this film. Slowly but surely to like all of them, one at a time. Yeah, but she's controlling the infection, that's the thing. Is she? They were all defending her for some reason. Given how little information we ever get about how the uh, infection actually works, I don't know if that's true or not. I still want to know how the hell she got that infection because... What the hell? She was living with May. It probably came from May. Yes. Also, I didn't know May's father was a politician or a government officer. He is a Digimon researcher for the government. You know, a thing that definitely existed. Like, before any Digimon actually turned up. Although, like, when was it that Greymon and Paramon appeared? They were, like, four. Yeah, so that would have been, like, nine, ten years ago now. You say that, but, you know what, I'm gonna be quiet. I'll, I'll spoil some things. I don't want to say anything. Oh, well, we know there were 80s kids, so I guess there's that. Also, it's very convenient that the Digimon researcher's daughter gets a Digimon. And then he tells her, by the way, your Digimon is extra special. Also, I'm never going to tell you in what way. And the Digivice just has, like, an X made out of DNA strands on it for some reason. That's pretty bad, actually. So long as she has first-generation Digivice, though. How long does she have Meikomo with her? I think the implication based on her age in the in the flashback is she got them at the same time the other kids did. But did she go to the digital worlds? It doesn't look like it, no. She's still never been to the digital world. So how the hell did Meiko get here? Meikumon was in the digital world at some point, and then, you know, random gates happen. Yeah, she literally just emerges. You know, I'm not going to question this, because this is just a whole... We have King Drizzle, or Queen Drizzle, if you prefer. Overseeing the whole digital world, yet there's still holes happening. There's still digidescent things happening. The ironic thing is that it didn't work, and, spoiler, Maki knew it wouldn't work. She just wanted to reset for different reasons. Yeah, I know. We find out, like, the star of the next film, I think. I think so. You know the reasons. What What is it, Stevie? Please, do spoilers. I'm not gonna say, in case I'm wrong, because it might say something completely different further down the line. No, I, I think that comes up in the fourth movie. Yeah, it's like, at the start, they have the whole sepia flashback with Daigo and Maki. Ah, then, then you know what Maki Maki's plan is, clearly. Well, I don't know what the plan is. I know why she's doing it, but whatever. That's the next film again. Getting back to this week, I think I might be done with this week. I think all of the kids just have lots of feels. It's really well done. I really enjoy just slow time hanging out with Digimon where there's no fights. Yeah, I actually really like the fact that instead of having two peaks in the film, like they've done in the other ones, there's just the one peak at the end, which is just really well done. And I appreciate, even though I think it should have been in the next movie, I really did like a montage of what do we do now they're gone. Yeah, it was just like, here's all the kids being novel. It's pretty boring. <laughs> and they're all quite sad, honestly. Mimi is so bored without <laughs> without her that she's looking for a job. That is grave stuff. Oh my god, she's actually being responsible. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. And then just like the moment where Ty's sat out in the rain and then you hear the whistle. She's like, oh my god. Like, unlike the first film where the nostalgia was just, here's tons of fan service, it takes up half the film and they shove it in your face. 
it was used to so much bare effect in this one, where it's just like the whistle and the harmonica. There's less of it, but it's so much stronger. Yeah, it's so much better, instead of just CGI Digivolution scenes. We had a couple of them. We had a couple. They were okay. They actually did do, split screen the do, Greymon and Ikakumon one, do, which was appreciated. Do, do, do. Oh yeah, and the music. We should say the music was also very good. How long are you going to do that? You know, until someone stops. Anyway. So this film basically just goes, spirals into despair, and then at the end it's just like, oh yeah, TK is a crest of hope, we're all happy, we're gonna do the thing. And they all return to the digital world through plot convenience, as is standard for Digimon. And Ken's Digivice, which is a thing no one questions why she has. Also, we come back briefly to a thing that was mentioned in the first movie of, oh yeah, the Generation 1 Digivices, and I guess the D3s, because two people on the team have them. Can't open the gate anymore. The original Digivices could never open the gate on their own. It was always the D3s, in, in Zero Two anyway. In, in Zero Two. In in Adventure they could. In Adventure they could if like, all eight were together. They did it like once. So they could probably do that again. Just, just one question. Did, did they play the... They played that as they went back? Yeah, you need to watch the last episode. Not fair. The digital world's really pretty. I just want to point out, I just checked the, the fourth movie, just just in case. Just see how many episodes it has. It's just four. Just This this was the only one that has five. Uh, this and six, so that way it comes out to a 26-episode series. Okay, now i got to memorize. Six has five episodes. I, I can't forget that. <laughs> I'll remind you. Thank you. Also, we've not actually discussed, but the epic battle with the reboot, Counting Down, is like the best battle in the whole series so far. It's a pretty good battle. So much emotion. Just the constant back and forth, and the fact that they're not trying to destroy Meikumon makes it so much more interesting. And then Tentomon being like, okay, need to stop the fighting now, get you guys into the box. And nobody goes into the box. Nope. But then he warped Digivolves. I just like how the final scene before they disappear is just all of them piling onto Hercules Kabuterimon, and it's a, a goddamn hug. Big ol' group hug, and also manages to overpower every other Digimon. Including War Greymon. It's so badass. I just wanna point this out. Again, one Digimon <laughs> overpowers the whole group. So six champions, one ultimate grasp in his arms, and one Mega. <laughs> and they were infected as well, so that makes them stronger. But he did it, because he's just Big. The power of feels. I feel like Tentomon being so special should have a, a burst evolution and go to Tyrant Kabuterimon. There you go. That's a new one to me. It is the strongest insect Digimon and governs all insect Digimon. Well, it is a tyrant. Yeah, that makes sense. This guy attacks with bees. Just that. Oh, man. You know what? Tyrant should be the virus form. Prime Minister Kabuterimon is the vaccine. He is actually a virus. I figured. There, just, there should be a vaccine version. But yeah, the moment where it just goes silent and you just get the beeping of the countdown. <sighs> and then it just goes dead silent. I don't know how you didn't end your movie there. They clearly thought about it. They should have. I think it was that they wanted to have 26 episodes. Probably that as well. It's a weird one. But yeah, this one is the best. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best because it's so traumatizing. There's just so many moments that make me want to cry. Anyway, I think that's it for this week. Unless anybody has more. I don't really have much else to say because it's just like TK 
was awesome. So many feels for TK. Izzy was also just a hardworking bean. You know, I, I, I disagree how TK is awesome, especially with the beginning of how Kairi just goes, oh, TK changed so much. I mean, Kairi's just totally crushing on TK. She totally is. And yeah, that's fine. There wasn't much room for shipping in this one. There was totally some Mimi Mako. There was some. There was some actually TK and Mei Mei. Yes, there was. Uh, if you want to go that route, there was also Matt and Mei Mei because, you know, he saved her. Hold her hand as they ran away. Yeah, there's a little of that. But my, my screenshot of Mimi and Mako is so good. Honestly, May just gets... She's the self-insert character. Nothing good happens to May in this film. I don't know, she's got like six people trying to date her. But she's put through the absolute emotional blender. Oh, we didn't mention way at the beginning when the other classmates go up to Mimi and are just like, Hey, thank you for putting on that costume and dancing, we should do that next year. Turns out you were right. Oh yeah, it's just like, that was pretty cool. Should have done that. I feel like there should have been a mixed, a mixed reaction to that. Just cause... I don't I don't want Mimi to be full of herself, I'm sorry. She wasn't full of herself. People just said she was. She was appreciative. It's like, oh, thanks for coming around, guys. I don't know, I'm just I'm just used to people whenever something like this happens, they become very, very full of themselves. And usually use that situation for everything. But Mimi is the goodest girl and she won't. Well her crest is sincerity, so I don't trust her. Nelson, you need to watch the last episode. Yeah, I do. Tokemon has a whistle and also a really strange voice, but I don't care because it was Tokemon. And Tokemon is the best, even if both of you hate his teeth. Those are some pretty scary ass teeth. I'm just saying, those teeth can, can penetrate chrome dishes always, okay? Probably. I wouldn't question it if it happens. <laughs> you see Alpha Mode, you see him like biting down his ankles, you see Alpha Mode like slowly disintegrating, like, I don't feel so good. This whole film is just packed with feels. I still say Deadpool 2 had more feels than this, but oh well. You are wrong. You are objective. Wrong. No. Anything with Patamon crying. Ugh. I would usually savor that moment, but given the context, nope, I, I cried. It was upsetting and distressing and uh, <laughs> it's the best film. Stevie, Stevie, you, got, you, you gotta put me on a podcast where where the episode is just Patamon getting hurt. Because I need, I, I need an episode I, I can just cheer loudly whenever he gets it. I'm not doing that. I think it's time we end this episode. We're getting very silly. But yeah, this was a longer film, and it was a better film. I don't know what you're talking about. It was the same length as all, as all the others. <laughs> no, you just missed an episode because you're a pleb. Shut up. <laughs> Where can the people find my lovely co-hosts this time? You can find me on Twitter, at RealYubico. You can find me at YouTube, at Demon Dragon Master, and also at Twitter, at Demon Dragon Master, because Twitter doesn't like me. Many platforms don't like you, Nelson. Yeah, no. And thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this mess but we were all upset but bye bye listeners bye bye good night everybody bye hello and welcome to the moncast does try Watches try, covers try, whatever you want to call it. As always, I'm joined by my two people that I'm doing this with. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Quinn. I've been here for three weeks. Hello, I'm Nelson, also known as the Demon Giant Master. You may find me in the previous episodes of this Spawncast Watches Try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quinn's actually been in the recording booth on Discord waiting for three weeks. Oh, yeah. Nelson kept postponing, and Quinn was just like, I want to leave Discord, Nelson. Why would you do this to me? It's not my fault, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's just been sat there with the microphone for three weeks. Oh no. 
What, did you guys not do that? Oh, um, um, sure we do, right, Stevie? Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've, we've, we've just been on mute the whole time. Yeah. Just waiting. Stevie, should, should we tell her? Maybe not. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and the one we're covering is Try Chapter 4, Loss. Better. So, let's get these awful plot point bullet point things out the way. So, there's a dramatic flashback. It's in sepia and it has strings, so you know it's a dramatic flashback. And then the kids meet up with the Digimon partners again and agree not to eat them. And Biomon's there being totally Sundere for reasons unbeknownst to everyone. Then Machine Jimon turns up because he's sick of all the drama and separates everyone. Meanwhile, back in the real world, Nishijima is greeted by Hakmon, who reveals that Jedi has been corrupted by King Drazel and now he has become Dark Jedi. Then, they're the kids in the Digi world. Whoa! And then, with faith in themselves... And trust in each other. They learn to digivolve again. Because it's Digitam again. Digitam again. Oh, no, please. Yes, it's Machine Drawn Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. Also, Dark Jedi turns up and is super duper creepy and evil. <sighs> and also has the power to teleport. Oh yeah, he does. He also has like the magic powers that Gwen from Ben 10 has. So, I think he is the rapiest person to ever appear on Digimon. He doesn't have much competition, so I will give him that title. Venomiantismo? I mean, he doesn't actually lick a person. Um, yeah. Malo miotismo, with Arokenimo. How about that? I'm still giving it to Dark Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I guess regular Vandimon did in fact actually seduce some women to suck their blood. But the only person creepier than Dark Jedi in this film is Maki when she finds her tape him on. She got a little crazy on her face there. Just a little bit. I, you say crazy, I, I, I feel sad. I actually do feel bad for Maki. I also feel bad looking at her just with that face. Anyway, I have a few more points left. So Metal Sujimon arrives. So Agumon and Gabumon warp Digivolve, because who really needs a prophecy for that anyway? Then after a whole film of not really getting each other, Biomon warp Digivolves anyway as well. And after a whole film of not really doing anything special, Patamon warp Digivolves as well. And then Tantamon also warp Digivolves, because I guess everyone can do it. And then it just leaves on a cliffhanger because Meiku is brutally murdered or something, or strangled to death. Meikumon gets grumpy about it and digivolves to May, I'm so evil, man. Yeah, basically. Where do we want to start? What's the things we want to bring up first? Alright, so, good points. That first five minutes, and then later, Daigo's memories about Maki, are maybe the best five minutes of Digimon in existence. I agree there. I do think the Daigo moment is far superior, though. Just because the moment he said, don't you want me to be your partner, I, I literally melted inside. I died. He's the goodest boy. He's a good boy. He also dresses like a Pokemon professor, which I only just noticed. That's true, he does. He could totally be a Pokemon professor. I am legitimately, and I, I don't I don't want to sound like this is a joke, but... These six movies should just have been about Daigo and Maki. You know what? I would agree with you. I think spending some time with the previous Digilesson would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, and, and you can work that into a plot about the newer kids, too, and keep going back and forth, seeing how that affected. But they're the two most interesting characters they've ever written into Adventure. Plus, Matt's dad needed to be confirmed. There's still time. There's two films left yet. So, bad things. Bioman is Sundere and just kind of a... 
for no reason. She's very grumpy. They kind of explain it by, oh no, they're not the same guys, they're completely different, just ignore the part where they're not, like, sooner more. And why are they different? Why would they be different? They grew up effectively the same. Freudian psychology, question mark? I mean, they weren't, because, like, they had the whole thing in the original series where they had, like, Digivice and everything plugged into the eggs, and I don't think that's still a thing. No, I suppose not. Like, there are some changes. So let's not forget that technically Kodomo met Tai and Kairi when they were still kids. But that was pre-reboot still. True. And also, let's not forget, supposedly, between Greymore and Parrotmore duking it out in the city and them actually going to the digital world, all of the Digidescent Digimon were looking for their children. I will say, Garaman would have a significantly different personality. Yeah, the Aeromon, Salomon, all those ones were a lot more friendly. In any event, it doesn't make all that much sense for Beamon to have a just polar opposite personality out of nowhere, and I just didn't feel like it was earned, and then they undid it. Yeah, like, Beamon just kind of gave up resisting. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, she's kind of nagging me a lot, so she's probably on about something legit. So, sure, I'll be your friend. Can we warp Digivolve now, please? Going from I kind of hate you to obviously we're closer than we have ever been in our entire life, including those many years we hung around together, is kind of... Look, look, it's it's the prophecy, okay? Sora finally knew the darkness. The hell are you talking about? They went through the darkness and moved past it. Yes, in this case, uh, she went past the barriers of a tsundere and she warped <laughs> the because of it. The only thing that Sora actually did that can arguably be considered improving is she recognized that she does get kind of mad that she takes care of everybody and nobody returns that. And that's fair, I guess. She puts everyone before herself. TK didn't get none of that. TK's whole darkness bit was in the last film, I suppose with the infection, but I guess he kind of just moved past it by just going, can we be best friends? And Toko just like, cool. Yeah, because like he didn't actually change in any way. He doesn't regret any of his actions. He's good. He did the whole apologizing thing to Mako and all that jazz, where it was like, I'm being kind of a jerk and shouldn't blame you. Alright, I'll, I'll give you that. In this film, there was nothing. <laughs> no, no. Just like, we're best friends. He said a nice thing about May. That was his entire contribution to the movie. How about that May, who suddenly got teleported? How about that? May, who was there? She was there. <laughs> May is the best character at being there. I mean, she had a badass moment. I still don't hate May, but they haven't done anything interesting with her character. I don't really get her because I don't get Meikumon either, so I don't know where to stand with what's going on. They're the, the uh, catalyst for the movie, I guess. <laughs> the catalyst. <laughs> you missed an opportunity there, Nelson. Yeah, I did. I did. <sighs> so, after everybody kind of gets to know their Digimon a little bit, and most of them have not changed except for Bioman, then we, we need an attack because that's a thing we need, and... I'm going to make some complaints about Machine Dramon. Uh, okay, go ahead. Why is Machine Dramon so pitifully weak? You, know, you say weak, but it took three Megas to take him out. Literally disintegration from reality. Last time, it took a War Greymore. On the other hand, some of the champions took full force attacks and were kind of fine, and he was legitimately put back by puppy f***ing howling. Uh, yes. Also, Gabumo somehow blocked Infinity Cannon. Maybe he's got more points in defense now, but not really. It's it's the same thing about Ash's Pikachu, okay? We don't talk about it. We just accept it. So, 
at the time that this movie came out, everyone assumed that the later movies would have a reveal where it turned out Machine Draman, Siege Draman, and Imperial Draman were somehow not real and therefore not as strong as they used to be. That doesn't happen. So what we've got is Machine Draman's power is all over the map for no reason. The power of friendship always screws up power scaling. But then Matt's the only one that has the power of friendship. He's right. Damn it. I also enjoy how, how it took a Metal Gerudomo and a Wargreymo to take care of a Metal Seedromo. The last time it was Wargreymo and a, a Mega Capitaremo, I think? I think it was just a whale who got blasted in half. It was just Wargreymon that did it last time. Yeah, yeah, just a, with a great tornado. This time you just need to freeze him first. It was a pretty f- great tornado last time. Um, I do have a complaint about the best five minutes of Digimon, which is there's a Leomon there. And Loder Leoman survived. What is that? What Leoman? What the hell are you talking about? Loder Leoman from the first five minutes who turns into one of the four harmonious ones and is still alive. Oh wait, he is a Leoman. Oh my god. Maybe the only way to not die as Leoman is to stop being a Leoman. He did digivolve. He was technically dead for a few moments. Also, how is it that it's just like, we've got five Digimon and yours gets to be the attack and the other four get to be gods? And then they justified saying, oh, he didn't have the right attributes. Like, come on, she went through the same BS as the other ones. She survived, she served as an avatar for homeostasis. Give her a goddamn mega. We'll just turn your Digimon to pure energy and then they'll disappear. <laughs> I am kind of because it was a Megadramon. And I kind of enjoy Megadramon. Yeah, it was a cool Digimon. Also, the four harmonious ones, also machine drama. Yes, you know, two machine drama, you know, or these fuse and make a chaos more. That that would be awesome. That'd be bad. Wait, so there was the Dark Masters then, then they've come back, and now this is the third time that the Dark Masters have come back. Yes. yes, that we know of. But now the Dark Masters have a Dark Master called Jedi, so he's the Dark Masters Master, the darkest of masters. They didn't actually die between the eighties and Adventure, so I guess they didn't really go away. But why they turned into gods? There is an explanation. Yeah, they were sealed away or something, according to one of the novels. And then Apocalymon wanted pizza. And then everything just went to sh- Oh yeah, Apocalymon. Wait, isn't he technically the fusion of all of them? And shouldn't he be back after the reboot? No, they'll get to that at the next movie. Don't worry about it. What? <laughs> okay. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, most of the reboot doesn't make sense. Just like Makumon's the same. You brought up, before we recorded, uh, whether or not there would be clones if they had been in the real world when the reboot happened. Yeah, like, well, the reboot in the digital world, so why don't they just leave the Digimon outside of the digital world during the reboot? Well, in fairness, they didn't want them infected and, you know, rampaging. Well, they sort of agreed to the reboot before they knew that they were infected, I believe. So, they should have just kept the Digimon out. Not reboot the Digimon, and then just see if they get clones. Hey look, I got two Agamons, the hell am I gonna do now? You could DNA digivolve them to super duper Wargreymon. The whole backup idea that Izzy had was basically just, let's just do it in the digital world, when they could have just left them in the real world, where it's basically a backup already. I'm surprised they never backed the Digimon up in the first place before, actually. That's an idea Izzy should have had before. Don't question it. It's not worse than Digimon 02. Let's not question it. Still no 02 kids, by the way. They were legitimately not mentioned except for Ken. Hi, ah, Ichijo Siku. Ken, who is Dark Jedi, actually. Why are you doing this? Oh, this is just an avatar. So that I can enter your world. Excuse you, what? So does that mean Dark Jedi can't enter the human world without looking like Ken? Yeah, I guess that's the thing. I was actually confused when he said, like, why? Why? <laughs> just why? 
And why him specifically? Why not turn into Davis? Nobody would have been surprised at Evil Davis. I'm just thinking of that line from Hakuam where he just just straight up says, King Drazel corrupted him and now he's become Dark Jedi. Just the delivery on that line is just so matter of fact. Just like, he's become Dark Jedi. How much do you think they had to pay a voice actor to not laugh? Look, what you don't get, this is all a huge Star Wars reference. Because at the end, he's forced choking May, okay? Ah, I see. He's, he's a dark Jedi. Can I? See? It all makes sense now. He does dress like a Jedi. I know. It's true. He has the ponytail and everything. See? It all makes sense now. God, he looks exactly like Anakin. Oh, they've just ripped off Star Wars. That's this whole series. I don't know. We haven't seen anything in the Galactic Senate yet. What's going to happen here is the kids are going to have the high ground, and then we'll finally have the true dark and I. I so hope that there's some high ground in the future films. By the way, where's Piedmo and Puppetmo? I kind of missed them. They're not big enough to be impressive. The villain must be bigger, so it's more threatening. They need to be visually impressive, not have actual character steps. If we follow Quinn logic of Machine Dramon being weaker, then Digimon is following Mega Man logic. The bigger the first boss, the easier it is. Yeah, so what was up with them randomly getting teleported instead of dying when Machine Dramon had killed them? It's probably so they could follow the usual plan having two big battles. Uh, yeah, but just, like, how did that happen? It was a distortion. It's called plot convenience. <laughs> It happened because it made the story work. There was then an equally convenient distortion to reunite them later. No, that was caused by Meikuma. Even so. I can only assume that Machine Dramon is still infected by distortions and now shoots distortions instead of actual cannon blasts. And might be why he's weaker, but it's supposed to make him stronger, so maybe not. What we didn't see, there's a cut scene where Gunai just goes like, Ah, goddammit, he's still infected. I guess he just teleported them away instead of killing them. That's what I get for being evil! What was that? Should we list a few reasons why he's bad? Okay. He licked Sora's face. That's actually the big one. It definitely, it put the point across like it was pretty evil now. Why are you evil, Jedi? He licks face. Oh my god, you're so evil. Because he's dark, Jedi. He could have just played them. He could have just stayed with the same clothes, keep on talking the same way, and nobody would doubt he, he was good. He could have just manipulated them further, but no, no. Also, I've seen these movies twice now, and I'm still a little unclear on what... Yggdrasil wants versus what homeostasis wants? Oh yeah, I was confused about that one too, because when Hakmon talked, he said, oh, homeostasis wants balance, and King Drasil also wants balance. Yeah, the only real difference I'm aware of is that Yggdrasil's plan involves uh, cutting off humans from the digital world and therefore all of electricity. Technically, isn't he corrupted? I know this is future spoilers, but... Drasil in this one, wants to just cut off the human world from the digital world, and doesn't like humans and Digimon's interacting. If there's anything that Digimon ever taught me, is never trust King Drizzle, because either A, he's being corrupted, B, he has a virus, or C, he's just a He's putting the digital world first. Can we blame him for that? Just ask all of the, the ex-antibody Digimon. There was a lot of death, I'm assuming. Uh, and so homeostasis's plan was to reboot get rid of the infection, which, spoilers, did not work. What we don't know is that Meikumo got, ba got, got a backup somehow, off-screen. How did that happen? The power of friendship and sadness, that's how. Sadness is the most powerful thing in the Digimon world. If you watch the Dark Ocean episode of O2, you see how powerful sadness is. I really like that episode. 
You can travel between dimensions using the power of sadness. Well, then I know who, how the hell someone's going to get out of the dark ocean, then. Guessing she's going to be the next villain, then. That makes me sort of sad. Wait, are you talking about Mako? No, no, I'm talking about someone else. Maki? Yeah, you'll find out next episode. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's, it's a bad movie. It's just mediocre. But an episode of a 90s anime is more entertaining than this. There were bits I enjoyed still. Like, every bit with the entraining Digimon. That's fair. It was very cute. It just... I think we're at a point where we could expect the plot to start moving a little more. It, it moved quickly. I mean, they just digivolved into rookies without any animation or explanation whatsoever. It was just, oh no, we're running from the bad guy for half an hour. Yeah, but Sora was sad. <laughs> so that made it okay. And Sora was sad, and then she stopped being sad. That's the plot development we got from Oh no, Sora carried on being sad. Sora was very sad. And then Bioman stopped being angry. That was the change. There, there was a few moments where it's Sting, like May talking with Bioman. She's like, oh yeah, come down here. Let's just talk. I want to meet you a little bit more. And just comes down right next to her. You just see Sora like, mm, I hate you. It's like, Senpai noticed me. I think we just got past Jedi being evil. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've covered just how amazingly uncomfortable I was with Jedi. That's not okay. He forced himself on lots of the young females. And by many, he only mean two. It's more than being forced upon before. I'm grammaring so well. You don't know what Miotismon did in all his free time. I mean, he did leave one woman on the street after biting a neck. Now there, there, there was a bunch of them suffering from, from anemia. That's true, yes. I forget if that was just added to the dub. I think he might have just killed them. No, 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 no. Uh, it was anemia. I, I watched the, the sub recently, so... Oh yeah, we didn't say. I watched the film dub. As did I. I'm guessing Nelson watched the subs. Yes, I have a good taste. I'm sorry. The only dub that I actually enjoy is Yu Yu Yakushu, okay? That's fair. Yu what? Yu Yu Yakushu. I just thought you said Yu Gi Oh Yakuza. <laughs> that sounds bad. That's the new season of Yu-Gi-Oh! Don't miss it on Toonami. I'll stick to my Yu-Gi-Oh! bridged. Watch Yu Yu Hakushu, this is this is my this is my shout out to an old ass anime in the podcast. That was quite good. Speaking of quite good. Which was not this movie. I'm trying to think of something that was quite good in this film. The digital world was pretty. Yeah. Hercules Cabo appeared again and I'm just happy with that. He is pretty badass. Also, Serafimo made an appearance, he air kicked <laughs> Machine Drummer, and didn't yell out his signature move. Which, I don't know why. Neither did Phoenix, man. She did. I didn't catch it. In the sub, she yelled out her attack. Uh, Hercules Capotemon also did, but uh, Seraphimon did not. They did it in the dub, I don't think. I know Seraphimon didn't. I'm not sure on Phoenix, man, now. That's probably just because the dub writers couldn't be bothered saying something in canon as the attack name. You can't do this, okay? We, we gotta change the names at least 15 times through the video games. Stop it. <laughs> Well, there's like five different warp digivolutions, and they've basically just met today <laughs> from the Digimon perspective. I can see Izzy doing it because he, he, he just threw it off with Motimon. I was already calling him Kochirohan, or uh, I don't know how the, the, the dubs he calls him, but. Just Izzy. It's just Izzy, okay, fine. There's a good joke in the dub where Tai convinces Gabumon that Matt wants to be called Little Matt. <laughs> Also, the dub adds this random incest joke about Matt and TK. Oh, yeah. That was kind of weird. The sub does it, too. I, I saw it by, by from the corner of my eye when I saw um, TK say he he has a plus one and then looks at Matt like, is that right, big brother? I'm like, whoa, hey there, okay. I mean, Kairi was just trying to mess with you, but oh, come on, oh, come on, man. 
yeah, like Tico's like, Matt's the only one for me. In the dub, they're just, yeah, way more explicit about it, where he's just like, my heart only has room for Matt. What? <laughs> the fan girl squeal in the distance. Hikari now knows why she's had so much heartache. TK, you have the best Digimon, and yet you're so disappointing. He has the worst Digimon, the hell are we talking about? Patamon's the best. Patamon is the best. He is the worst. You cannot change my mind. Tentomo is the best. What other Digimon, though, do you go up to and just say, Hey, do you want to be best friends for life? And they just go, mm, Okie dokie. You got Koromo, if you have food with you. Uh, you, ha- you have Motimo. You, ga- you got Gilmo. I mean, Gilmon was literally just born. <laughs> so so were these guys. <laughs> no, they've been around a little bit, I assume. In the dub, they mentioned everything was okay till the humans came along. <laughs> They're not wrong. Sounds like everything was okay till the Fire Nation attacked. You, you just had to make that a reference. I'll allow it. It came to mind. Yeah, so, I, like, I, I normally really like these little character-building bits, but it felt really forced to just go, oh, we're just gonna undo all of your character development over the last two seasons, and then, actually, we're gonna redo it again in the course of an hour. I, I, I don't I don't remember Tanimon being such a scaredy cat. Yeah, that was a bit different. Also, the dub had uh, Mimi saying that partners don't need each other ever, and I, I couldn't help but giggle at that. Ah. Mimi needs to get out more. I think she gets out enough. Honestly, though, I think quite often the best part of these films is just the kids interacting with the Digimon. Yeah. Just Matt staring at Tsunamon. <laughs> it's so funny. Or or when um, Tsunamon evolved to Gabumon, I just see like him him blushing a little bit like, why are you staring at me like that? I know, it's amazing. <laughs> we love you, Gabumon. Gabumon's the best. He calls him Mr. Matt, and then it changes to Little Matt. <laughs> Which is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I honestly think the dubs do benefit from having the jokes in. Who's the MVP in this movie? I just want to—I want to know your opinions in the, on this one. Well, our, our most valuable peeps. MVD. Most valued Digimon. That's tough. Say so Gomamon is the best Digimon in the movie because he used marching fishes on Genai. Okay, that's fair. I'll give you that. I saw Genai get pimp slapped by a fish. I enjoyed that bit so much. Just them wailing on Dark Genai. I may need a gif of that. <laughs> Honestly, he's just a dude, and they wail on him. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but he, he escaped Poison Ivy somehow. Oh, other reasonable question. Are all the Genais evil? Oh yeah, there's more than one. There's more than one Genai? I don't remember this. Uh, it came up in 02. Yeah, in the World Tor arc, there's like tons from different nationalities, wasn't there? Oh god, an army of evil Genais, oh no! He's the only one who shows up in the films, but are there good Genais still? Is he the only Genai? King Drizil uh, does not know the, 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 what countries are, so only this one is affected. Ah, oh, Dark Genai is a character. Oh yes, I just want to point out that Joe was also the the most important person in the in the movie because he he tackled Dark Genai. Good on Joe. That was pretty awesome. This film has good moments and then just really bad ones. <laughs> Mainly revolving around Dark Genai being a, a creep. Yeah, this movie would be significantly better if it just didn't have him. Or if he just didn't lick or push on anyone. In- uh, that'd be fine too. Although, really, give more of that time to Maki because I'm super into Maki being crazy when she finally finds Taperbon. Yeah, that's just been left on a cliffhanger as well. Oh, by the way, I, I, you guys noticed that, like, she spent the whole day walking to that place. And she had a bunch of scratches on her. On, on her. I'm not gonna get into it, but spoilers, 
I'm going to be real mad by what they do with Maki the rest of the films. I don't know what's going to happen. I might just end up staying up late and watching part five now. Because <laughs> the cliffhanger in this is really, really good. That's fair. For context, the cliffhanger was Mako's on the floor. She's been strangled and... Meikumon's Digivolve to Meikrakmon. I want to point something out. You know, the movie that wasn't ah. supposed to end on on a cliffhanger, which would be this one, ended on a cliffhanger. And the one previously did not end on said cliffhanger. This one was much shorter. There was only four episodes, one film. Instead of five episodes, one film. This is... Definitely the least entertaining one we've watched so far, and it saddens me that in retrospect it's pretty okay. I'd actually go as far as to say that the first part was more boring than this one. Oh, I disagree, but alright. First part was more interesting. The only interesting part of this was Maki and Daigo. I get a lot of enjoyment just from seeing the kids and the Digimon. You say that, and I'd agree with you, but this is the fourth movie where we only get this. It's just them and the Digimon. I get it. It was time to do some plot, and they just didn't. Yeah, like, hey guys, let's find out where Kingersel is, or uh, what the hell is happening? Nope. Nope. I'm still annoyed that it is just lots of hinting and hinting and hinting and hinting and hinting. They never stop just hinting. It's and They're hinting at what? I don't know, because they never stop. They never resolve anything. Usually, when you can't bother making your plan, you make it up as you go along, but they couldn't even be bothered to make it up as it went along. By the way, uh, just just in case, uh, Steve, you said that no one had a, a bigger rape face than Genai. Just look at the Discord, and uh, I, I think you have a contender right there. Maki's face. Maki is so good. When she finds tape in Monster, it was like, I don't know you. The worst part is like, I, I get her. Like, she was that scarred. It's honestly relatable, which is really scary. What's even more scary is that Daigo did not notice this. And they dated from the looks of it. I think Daigo w wanted to ignore it because he just hoped that it would resolve. I think he noticed it. He just chose to ignore it. Y you say that, but they clearly dated. Oh, no, I'm not saying they didn't date. I'm saying he ignored her being crazy. I feel like she hit it. She kinda hit it, but she also spent 20 years obsessed with getting Tapermont back. Was it 20 years? Near 20 years, she was in university, trying to find out what the reboot was. Are they in their, like, 30s? <laughs> yes. yes. What? They look so much younger. Digimon would have died when they were around 10. It's about 20 years after that, so yeah, they're in their early 30s. Wow. Still, I feel like maybe he tried to fix her at some point, and then they broke up, and she was kind of normal. Because he was surprised by the, the emails with Genai. I'm like, I don't think he knew exactly what was going on, but he had to know she was unwell for most of that. But he also is clearly still in love with her. I think all the stuff in the real world in this is just slight exposition, hinting at stuff that's going to happen. Stuff that you would think would happen, yes. I mean, it's just Nishijima just prying, and then Hakmon finally decides to actually say something, and just does a plot dump. Once again, though, he says, I am Hakmon. I am not your enemy, I am not your ally, I am just a messenger. Honestly, I don't know why I'm here. This dude called Jedi, like, he's totally evil now. Okay, and his mystical power, yeah, like homeostasis, that one, yeah, it wanted to turn things off and on again, but it didn't work. Still curious, like, we all know Hakmon is, is one of the royal knights, he, he's Jesmo, our lord and savior Jesus in this case. Wasn't Jesusman just in the digital world last episode? He came back to be a messenger. So he knows that Yggdrasil is corrupted at this point, correct? He's going crazy. He must. And at this point, you also have Alphamon, who previously was the rebel of the Royal Knights. So would it not be as easy as before just to reset Yggdrasil again? 
You would think so. They, like, suggest a second reboot, don't they? They do, but I don't know why they think that would help. And Sora just goes, no, I'm going through so much pain, don't do it again. No, they'd forget that ten minutes we've spent together. Also, I don't know what happens to us if we reboot again while we're in the digital world. I hope humans can be re-digitized or something like that. Knowing what's going to happen in the future. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, you're going to be sad, man. I hope it's good, though. Prepare to be disappointed. Prepare for the fuels of disappointment. It still fuels, nonetheless. I mean, if I'm happy with this one, and you're both like, eh, then I'll probably just be eh with the next two. I'm easily pleased. Just don't expect a lot of resolution of any plotline, and you'll be fine. I mean, it's called try, not resolution. You know, they didn't even try. This is their attempt. They're really just setting up quad to be their attempt. Ah, interesting. Unlike this film, do we have anything else we want to say that we've not said? I really don't think so. I don't think there's much to say about this movie, that's that, that's the issue. Oh, the one thing I forgot to mention is that when they have the returning voices in the dub, it's really good. Everyone else that isn't a returning voice is really weird. <laughs> Especially Koromon's voice, which in the dub is just so squeaky. Uh, yeah, it's really not good. Also, my biggest complaint about this film, they came fully prepared with sleeping bags, but still came in the school uniforms. Wait, I didn't even know they brought sleeping, I just noticed they brought food. Joe had a straight up a sleeping bag, they had blankets, they had everything, and they still came in their school uniforms. <laughs> they came in their school uniforms, they brought no changes of clothes, and were surprised anybody brought food. You know what? I, I still can't get over the fact that they believe in this digital monsters, they've seen the world, they've seen all the crazy happening and they still don't believe joe has a girlfriend that that is my main gripe with all of this i hope if they resolve one thing they just put joe's girlfriend on screen for one second (laughs) and that's the only thing yes we need this that's the only thing they should resolve and nothing else that would be amazing but they can't even manage to try that don't worry i'm sure in the next move we will finally see tk kiss matt oh i haven't even made my best joke yet about this film oh no it shouldn't be called Digimon Adventure Try Lost. It should be called Digimon Adventure Try Lost. <laughs> because it was like Lost, guys. Just gonna make a Lost meme, but I guess that, that, that works also. I think that's as good a place as any to end. It's outro time. Where can the people find you on the interwebs? I've been Quinn, and you can find me at, at RealYubico on Twitter. I could have sworn there was a million other things. Or is that Nelson? <laughs> that's Nelson. <laughs> I only have the one thing. Go ahead, Nelson. This is Nelson, also known as DDM, also known as Demon Dragon Master. You can find me on YouTube on Demon Dragon Master or on Twitter at Demon Dragon Mast. Anything else? Good luck. Do you have a Demon Dragon Mast? Only for the ladies, Stevie. Only for the ladies. And I'm Stevie. I do the Moncast. You're listening to it right now. At least I assume you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got this far. I hope you enjoyed this mess, and next time we'll be covering part five, which is called A Thing. Coexistence, I think. Yes, coexistence. So we will coexist as co hosts to do that one as well. I hate you for that one. But thank you for listening. Bye bye. Good night, everybody. Night. Digimon are back again. Look to the past as we head for, for the, the future, future to reclaim, reclaim the digital world. Faith in ourselves and trust in each other. We we'll live by the lessons we learn. We're going to complete different tempos. I've noticed that.
If I offer one world, there's a world for us all. If I offer one world, there's a world for us I am the one. I am the one. Did you know? Hello and welcome to the Moncast. Today we're covering Digimon Adventure Try Part 5, Coexistence. And I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts. Let's start with that one called Nelson. Ah, hello, it's me, Nelson, also known as Demon Dragon Master. And, you know, I'm sick of this joke, it's been run to the ground. Hello, people, how you doing? I am also sick of that joke, and I'm Quinn. Why aren't you also known as anything? That's a little bit complicated. Let's not get into it, then. I should have an alter ego name, instead of just Stevie. Isn't it Stevie-mon? Yeah, I really thought it was Stevie-mon. It's more Stevie Patamon, and then it's just sometimes Stevie-mon in the middle. It's all over the place. Keep it at Stevie Stevie-mon, because Stevie Patamon just, just ruins everything. No, like it's a mode change from Patamon. Does it actually make him good this time? Patamon is always good. Except when he isn't. If you keep trying to argue that Patamon is bad, you won't be here for part six, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you've been on for five already. I will kick you off of six. <laughs> try. I can literally just take away your Discord privileges. <laughs> I don't need to try, I can just succeed. You mean like me? Oh, well, wait, she didn't actually su- succeed at anything in this movie, or in any movie. Okay, this time, before we're halfway through the episode, what versions did we watch? The dub. The sub? I don't know why I'm sighing. I'm gonna have to watch the sub next time. I actually need to get a copy of the next one, because I, I don't have one yet. Finally joined the sub side. Hallelujah. I'll have to watch it on Crunchyroll with, like, my 25th free trial or something. Don't say that. No, they won't sponsor you. Come on, Stevie. Do you really think they'd sponsor us anyway? I don't know. I talk about pirating a lot. Didn't Crunchyroll start as a pirating website anyway? Yes. Really? Oh, I'll tell you some stories, Stevie. Don't worry about it. That's probably for another time. Yes. So, uh, Digimon movie? So, my general plot points. So, Digimon are back again. And this time they're destroying the internet. Again. 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 Then Hackmon returns, gives us some more plot dumps which is basically his job. And then we get a nice display of group counselling made easy with Digimon at summer camp. Aww. But then they all get kicked out of the digital world, so now they're the kids in the real world. Whoa. After this, my notes just skip half the film, and go straight to conclusion, where we have the fabled seven-way split-screen Digivolution, which is immediately followed by an eight-way split-screen Digivolution. This is then followed by the most badass battle in the series that takes place, like, ever. It's like, Nine Mega Levels and Andromon. And then Alphamon turns up. And then it cuts to Mackie drowning in the dark ocean or some <laughs> I've no idea what's going on. Basically, everything's just going wrong. And then Kari loses a <laughs> Oh, Fannymon Foldamo turns up and merges with Mekumon. My notes just go, what the f***? <laughs> and then it just says the end. <laughs> <laughs> like, the last 50 minutes is just a roller coaster of what the f*** is going on. <laughs> Yeah, but b- b- like 45 minutes before that is, oh, what if we sat around not having interesting discussions for a really long time? No, it's more like, let's have the same discussion three times with Mako. Hey guys, let's 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 make Mei into Sin- Sinji for a moment. They literally ship Mako with everybody. Mostly Tai, though. I- if I may, this episode was mainly Tai x Mako. There was a lot of that. Also, 
why did Agumon feel the need to to inform Hikari that uh, that they were talking? Uh, no, that wasn't Agumon. That was Tailmode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Tail- sorry, Gatomo, not Tailmon. I'm sorry. This is the dub. I'm sorry. I'm still right though that that's. I mean, like it makes a certain amount of sense that you know Bioman would tell Sora. I'm surprised that nobody's going to mention that Agumon made a uh, chest size joke to me. But oh well. I forgot about that. Did I just miss that? Agumon goes to May like, are you hungry? She's just like, no, I'm full. And like, oh, okay. She puts her hand on her heart like, oh, maybe this here is a little bit hungry. Like, your chest isn't full? You gotta want that, I think. But okay, I see where you're coming from. I took that more as a Agumon is always hungry joke. Yeah, it can be two things. I mean, from the reaction from the other Digimon, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking it as a chest joke, so. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that conversation was stupid and I didn't care at all about it. Also, we finally get some answers about what Mako was for, and it was dumb. Wait, do you mean Meku or Mekuman? Mako. What are either of them for? <laughs> they, the two of them were partnered up because Mekuman is what happens when you kill Apokalemon. Okay, sure. Let's give her a human partner, because that will be the only way to prevent this incarn- reincarnation from destroying all life. Also, we should probably never tell anybody we did this. Wait, wait, I thought when you killed Apokalimo, you just get Mephistomo. What the hell, man? I don't know. I just thought you got pizza. I thought you'd, you just get White Genai, but oh well, I guess we got Dark Genai. Evil Genai. Evil Genai. Whatever you want to call it. Ninja Genai. Religiously obsessed Genai. That's also one. That's true, yeah. It's just worse Genai than usual Genai. That's true. Not Old Man Genai. Old Genai was okay. Yeah, he didn't help much, but he wasn't ever actually actively antagonistic, so... Okay. Yeah, he didn't lick Sora. Gives him some brownie points. <laughs> Let's focus here. Let's just start from from the top. Let's just start with that beginning. The beginning's a flashback to 99, where I'm just like, yes, I like flashbacks. Give me more, Dan. What a weird series where the flashbacks are the thing I absolutely want all the time. Why is this whole movie not a flashback? I mean, we don't know. It might be. Okay, guys, how about the fatal flaw with this movie, which is like, oh yeah, if we take Mekumon away from Maymay, he'll go berserk. And you think like, okay, that seems fair. How come they did have never did this when she was a kid and away from the other Digidestin? But young Mako is pretty cute. <laughs> it's young Mako. I still don't know if it's Mako or Meku. Mako. Just gonna go with Maymay, because it's better. Yeah, I don't hate Mako, but I don't like what they did with this whole storyline. I don't like all of the whining <laughs> so much. Mako, get your Digimon! Mako, get your Digimon! God damn it! She's got to get her Digimon back again. For like, the I don't know, the fourth time this series, she's got to get Mekumon back again. <laughs> That's about right, yeah. Mekumon's the new Princess Peach, basically. I am pretty into how evil and crazy Maki looks in the Dark Ocean. What are those things, though, that are following her? Yeah, they're the evil uh, inhabitants of the Dark Ocean. They disguise as Divermon or something. But they're actually just really tall, dark, shadowy figures with red eyes that kill people, I guess. They're uh, Daigomon's uh, children. Digimon reproduce beside eggs? What? I'm not sure they're Digimon. They're not really Digimon, because they had dark rings in that episode of Zero Two when they came off. They were not Digimon anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's unclear what they are, because 15 years later, we have not explored this plot point. Can we just have a season of Digimon exploring the Dark Ocean? I think that would be pretty fun. I legitimately thought that's what Tribe was going to be. Instead, it was just like, we'll have the Dark Ocean for a 
bit, just so we can have Mackie drown in it. What if the Dark Ocean still existed for 45 seconds? I don't mind, though, because Mackie has, like, a different gun every time we see her for some reason. That is true. It's my favourite thing. And I can't... I assume it's a continuity error? She goes from, like, having a handgun to just a full-on machine gun. No, it's it's backwards. A full-on machine gun to a handgun. She has a rifle that turns into a pistol for no reason. I don't know how she lost Tapermon, though. They were unclear on that, but I think Tapermon just kind of told her to f*** off. And then he and she just stayed there. And then she wandered some more through the digital world looking for Tapermon again. And somehow ended up in the dark ocean. <laughs> like you do. Depression does that to you. Depression and having previously been the incarnation of homeostasis. Yes, as we learned from Kyrie from the looks of it. Wait, Maki was homeostasis as well. We saw that in the flashback, remember? I forgot about that because back in Sapia flashback. By the way, if, if homeostasis is so powerful. He could have avoided all of this by making Megadramol evolve, but oh no, let's make him into an attack. That'll work wonders. All that we've seen homeostasis really do is possess young girls and send Hackmon to give us plot dumps. They took some credit for the Digidestined and then just kind of like went, actually no, I don't need you. Basically, yeah. I, I, I do want to, to find out how the hell did Genai get inside Kairi? When did that happen again? Because when you see Kairi fighting homeostasis, there's a, a clear image of Genai just watching over them. And then in the in the finale, when Ofanimo fall down mode happens, it's implied that Genai is controlling Kairi in a way. Or am I the only one who noticed that? I didn't pick up on that, but she does seem to have some remote control buttons put on her, yeah. And as he said, like, she was the most fragile of them, so I, I'm guessing he was controlling her in a way? And then he went on to be a Supreme Court Justice. Yeah. All that really happens in the flashback is lots of stuff around Meikuman's origins, which is just, they have evil bits in them, and Mei Mei keeps that at bay or something. Somehow having a partner does that. Which, alright, I guess I can buy that, but also, eh. Don't you get it? It's because she's her hope. It's a calming influence or something. Which is different. Like, partners are usually there to make the Digimon stronger, and in this case it's there to anchor them and keep them at a lower level. Which is different to all of the other Digimon and the partners. Because she is the most special Digidestined in the universe. Just imagine homeostasis talking with Hawkman, like, oh, I'll just give this to a random girl. My lord, are you sure about that? Yeah, what's the worst that could happen a few years later? <laughs> that is basically what happened, yes. Oh, that didn't work. Whoops. Whoopsie, let's try that reboot. A few weeks later, god damn it. <laughs> Just made it worse. Well, it did undo all the kids' Digimon being infected, so I guess there was that. It also undid all of the memories, so it's a pros and cons thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be honest, I like this new Agumon. His, his, his commentary is very insightful. He's just exactly the same. <laughs> I don't remember Agumo complaining so much about being hungry, but okay. He did a lot of that in the earlier episodes. More in try than previously, but he always kind of had a thing for that. I don't remember it being so accentuated, but oh well. It's like 90% of what he says is just about food. And every comment Agumo says is snarky, in a way. Yeah, but I like that. I'd see him more as a black Gabumon than an actual Gabumon, but oh well. You can't just stereotype Gabumon and black Gabumon like that. Black Gabumon lives matter. Please don't. We don't want to get Stevie some hate. So, uh, 
We're just gonna skip the first half of the movie, correct? Nothing good happened besides uh, the ghost story that proved that Matt is a scaredy cat. The first half's basically just the digital world isn't nice to them. They all get a bit upset. I just wanna point out that Kyrie is so sensitive and just says, oh, the digital world thinks we're a nuisance. Then Gatomo just says, no, no, you're not. Everybody's like, yeah, we're not. And then she just goes back into that again. But we do get attempt number one to stop Mei Mei just being a depressed, I don't know what you want to call her. A depressed Mei Mei. A depressed Mei Mei, yes. <laughs> attempt number one, which is round the campfire in the digital world. I need to say it has like the best music ever, because it just has like a, a guitar version of Butterfly in the background, which is just beautiful. And in the school we got attempt number two and three. Number two with Ty, that ends up yelling at her for saying that, for her trying to imply that she should be dead. She's like, I shouldn't exist. And he's just like, you're a dumb b- Get over it. You know, he yelled her name, let's be polite, guy. We all know that's what he meant. I actually thought that would be enough. I thought that she'd snap out of it, but no. She got worse. And then they sent Agumon out because it's Ty's mess, apparently. And because Agumon is so goddamn dumb, he triggered flashbacks. Uh, yeah, but it kinda worked. He did a better job than Ty. You know, Ty, the ambassador. Who is so diplomatic. Ah, uh, so that's why he's an ambassador. God damn. Negotiation style is on point, I see. Just calls him stupid and walks away. And that's the US relations right now. The first half also has Daigo and Hackmon and Meimei's dad. Just doing lots of talking and Daigo just going like, Why didn't you tell me? And Hackmon just going like, Why should I tell you? You're a useless human, we don't need you anymore. You pretty much kind of failed the first time we enlisted you, so... So at this point... I'm a little confused as to what the difference is between what Yggdrasil wants and what homeostasis wants. No, no, that that's easy. That's easy. Well, Yggdrasil wants to just fuse the digital world with the with the normal world. Yeah, okay, that, that's pretty evil, I guess. As for uh, homeostasis, he just wants to get rid of, of Makumo. That that's that's the whole thing. I thought Yggdrasil wanted to completely separate the two worlds. Yes, and by and by killing Makumo, that thing will never happen. I am no less confused than I was. Okay, wait. So, Meikumo is the key to fuse the digital world with the real world. So that's why Higrazil wants her. Homeostasis wants to keep them separated, so killing Meikumo prevents it from happening on a larger scale. That's what I'm assuming here. Why does Alphamon then start protecting Meikumon? Because that's Higrazil's will, I guess. I think... Meikumon's the key to destroying the whole real world, or something, or both worlds. So that's why homeostasis is destroying Meikumon. Meanwhile, Yggdrasil wants to just destroy the real world, and wants, I guess, to use Meikumon to just destroy that one. That sounds more right, but yeah, I, I feel like this is not well explained in the films. The whole sides thing aren't really explained. Like, King Drasil's just like, he's doing something evil! <laughs> And homeostasis used to be a good guy, but kind of sucks now. Also, the kids are their own side, where they kind of just want everybody to f*** off. But I identify with that side. You don't, you don't get this. Is clearly a, a a homage to Shin Megami Tensei, where you got the chaos, lawful, and neutral side. Clearly, this is what happened. You know, I honestly could believe that. All of the sides want something, and it's not going right for any of them so far. And then Ty kills both God and Satan. See, that's funny because it's a thing they do in Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, wow. The neutral route usually implies you giving the Satan's, Satan a middle finger and killing God. So anyway, back to the first half of this film. So we, we did completely fail to mention that whole thing where Ty is maybe dead. That's kind of at the end. 
We're not quite there yet. Okay, so the whole fight with... with... We've not talked about the amazing ghost story scene in detail. <laughs> I, I do appreciate Matt being afraid of ghosts. That's pretty good. That was a nice touch. Also, Joe being afraid of mediocre grades. I, I would have liked if Joe was afraid of, of ghosts since he actually fought the Bakemon when he was a kid. Yeah, but that's why he ain't afraid of no ghosts. So Joe's a future Ghostbuster, that's what you're telling me right now. Obviously, in addition to being a Digi-Doctor, after he fails out of real med school. He, he's a Digi-Ghost Hunter. <laughs> he has a reality TV show. But the best thing about the ghost stories is the Digimon's faces, which are just the creepiest things. Well, besides Maki's face. Maki's face isn't as creepy because she has, like, pupils. The Digimon do not. They're just empty. Guys, how about you just talk about how Matt's uh, nervous tick where he's just pretending to play a guitar while she's playing, telling the story. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's cute. That's so good. So was that attempt number two to cheer up Mimi? Uh Two and three in this case. Yeah, so that was two. Three was Ty. Four was Agumon. No, no. Two was Ty. Three was Agumon. I think getting her in with... Telling the ghost story counts as an attempt. I'd, I'd give that. I mean, that was an attempt to ship everybody, but you know, she's part of that. Even the Digimon want to be shipped with her. I've seen a lot worse ships. The Titanic was pretty <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I don't know any other ships. Anyway, in the morning, Makeable comes back. Yay, because it's time for the final fight. And May May tries to do something about it. Doesn't work. Let's go fight, guys, even though there's a potential of getting infected again. Yeah, they do bring that up, and they just fight anyway. Let's do this, guy. Yeah, what, what if we pretended that problem didn't exist? What, what you don't get is that Ty is more determined than ever, okay? I don't, I don't know how, but he is more determined than ever. There's a lot more at stake now, because the whole world's being destroyed by Digimon or something. Hasn't that happened twice already? This time it has portals. Guys, guys, how about how the whole world suddenly decided, oh yeah, these are not monsters, they're Digimon. I didn't question that. The news has known what Digimon are since season one. Yes, but in the first movie, when they appeared, they just called them monsters. They didn't know that those were definitely Digimon at that point. It could have been any sort of monster that turns up in Japan. (laughs) Yeah, they could have been Pokemon. Yeah. Could be just a regular old kaiju. Oh, look, it's Godzilla again. Oh, no, wait, this, this is a different one. He's purple. Oh, no, this is a Digimon again. Oh, good, the Digimon are back again. Everybody's trying to predict the next part of the Digimon signing. Like, oh, me and my friends have been betting on this. Uh, I was actually kind of into that. What? No! Why would the atmosphere suddenly change to, oh, God, th- these guys are totally evil to, oh, I'm making bets to see when they appear. Because they actually keep appearing and then not destroying things, and also Twitter. I still feel like people would not be that relaxed, but okay. I mean, the Digimon didn't do anything bad for a while. And then Makemon just turns up and destroys a power plant. Like you do. Sometimes you get mad. Hey, uh, Quinn, you remember when I said this this movie was good before the recording? Yeah, I, I changed my mind mid-recording now. You thought this was good? Yay! No, not anymore. <laughs> Why? Too many small details that don't make sense. But that's just Digimon. <laughs> There are definitely good parts in this movie, and I'll, I'll give it that much, but that's about as far as I can go. We're up to one right now, which is the whole half hour at the end. Yes. <laughs> Where basically everyone just, like, warp digivolves and starts fighting and everything just goes crazy. Because Makemon's a mega level now, everyone else is a mega level now. No, 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 wait. At the time, she was just an ultimate. Then she goes mega when Jessmon, our lord and savior, appears. Jessmon turns up, Makemon digivolves to the mega level, which is like Ragelmon or something. Uh, I think it's Ragelmon, yeah. 
Yay, I nailed it. Yeah, there's a lot a lot of fighting with lots of Digimon. We also discovered that the Makumor Digivolve and get stronger because of fear. I can see that. So this fight goes on long enough that I get bored by the end every time. Can I just question the part where she protects Mako and, and sorry, Mei Mei and nothing comes of it? No, they all go, that means they're still partners. Let's kind of do what we were doing before. <laughs> it means try not to kill her if you can. Oh, so that's why there's a try in this Digimon, eh? Before, they were kind of trying to not kill Meikumon. Now they are definitely trying to not kill Meikumon. <laughs> that is pretty much it, yeah. So then they fight against Jessmon. Kinda. It's, it's, it's a two-way fight, because they're fighting against uh, Aragilmon and, and Jessmon at the same time. I don't get how, how, how this is happening, but it's happening. So that's nine mega levels. And one ultimate. Is Ragelmon an ultimate? No, but Anjuomon is. Oh yeah, Anjuomon, because they can't have the mega level yet. Yep, that's not till next time that we get the real mega level, and then we, we make a stupid movie canon. And then they end up in the digital world before Alphamon turns up, I think. That sounds right. One question, why did you want to put the fight near the ocean? Did they know the, the distortion would happen? I don't know. They just do things. <laughs> That's these films. They just do things. <laughs> you could make a reasonable argument that they wanted to put it near the ocean to avoid casualties. You could also argue that this takes place in Japan, where there's lots of ocean. So it's kind of hard to not be near the ocean. Okay, fair. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that as an answer. There, you've got two explanations. <laughs> and suddenly, digital world with the Baron does it. And Alphamon turns up. And starts fighting Jessmon, and oh my god, this fight is just... Ah, uh, so much. It's pretty extra. I love it. It's so cool. I just like how we see uh, Jessmon using his his additional weapons. Let's just call it that, because they have a name. Literally owning Alphamon in every sense of the word. What is it? Jesusmon versus this... What is it? Creation of everything. Mon or something. Yeah, it's basically God versus Jesus. Yeah. I mean, Alphamon's not the god. I'm looking up Alphamon again. Alphamon has the ex-antibody, what? He's Doromon's last evolution. And then he also has a mode change that involves has a sword. Yeah, when he just uses another Digimon as a sword, that's Oryukenmon. But I, I still don't get why Alphamon is helping Higdrizzle. As I said before, he's kind of the rebels of the Holy Knights. So, uh, I, 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 this doesn't really make any any, any sense. It's um, because Alpha and Omegamon, that's like the only reason. Pretty much, yeah. They're just like, we want Alphamon and Omegamon to fight, but Alphamon doesn't do this stuff. But he's, he's the opposite, guys. Like, like wait, wait a second, Quinn, Quinn does, does Alphamon pull a, you know what, let me just betray Yggdrasil at the very last moment in, in, in the next movie? Not that I recall. Don't ask her to spoil things like that. Shut up, I, I, want, I, want, I want something to look forward to, okay? Shut up. You have part six. Yeah, but that's hard to look forward to. I'm looking forward to it. This film was awesome, right? I'm not alone in this. It was acceptable. It was better than four. I will give it that it was definitely better than four. But then again, you also said before we were recording, that's not saying much. But I thought four was better than one. And you both think four was worse, so. Four was definitely the worst. I disagree. But this film had Ty's mom in it. And Ty's mom is the most wholesome character. That's true. She's like, is Akumon okay? Because you'll be fine, Ty. Ty proceeds to throw himself off a cliff. <laughs> Ty proceeds <laughs> to not be okay. Ty just goes like, Megamo, I want you to just shield them. Not pick them up. 
shield them. Sure about that, Ty? Yeah, pretty sure about this. I can unrun this. This can't possibly backfire. Oh my god, that last battle though. Where are we up to in that last battle? Oh yeah, it cuts to Maki drowning in the dark ocean during it. And Daigo feels this completely for some reason. He senses a disturbance in the force. And then he's just like, oh, I feel kind of bad about that. No, I'm sorry, but Daigo is the character I felt most sorry during this movie, even though he had the least screen time. Daigo is my precious good boy, and I love him. We all love Daigo now. I just hate it so much. The the the, the flashback to to him and Maki, and then how he just goes like, "I never saved her." Ah, oh, that is soul crushing. God, right? Especially with next movie, but th- we won't talk about that. That line would be so much better. It's like, I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back. A poor baby. He'll be fine. He'll just have some donuts and get over it. You know what's worse? If if the next couple of movies were just the new the, the old Digidestin getting through the digital world and we just get more of Daigo. Oh, that I'd be a thousand percent on board for that. I wouldn't. All the feels. I'd like to see just a quest of Daigo going to try and save Maki from the Dark Ocean. It's like, she's missing. I'm going to go save her. And he has to, like, find his partner first or something. That, that's that's kind of disappointing that we never see Barrymore. He effectively doesn't have a partner anymore, and that is pretty sad. He's out there, somewhere. One day I'll have my Barrymore as a main protagonist. One day. Kumamon was in Frontier. Nobody cares about Kumamon. Is I need the Barrymore that goes to Grizzlymon and then Grappleomon and then finally Bunchaleomon. That's all. or Marsmon. Maybe Marsmon. That's an awesome Digimon. Uh, that's all I'm saying. You just want the Digimon World 2003 line. Yes. Yes, I do. It's a good line. I need to play 2003 again because that was a good game. It's a good JRPG. Put it on Switch. No, put it on a PS4. I've been waiting for that for so long. I'd so buy it for Switch. I just want a PS1 emulator on Switch. Uh, guys, I think we need to focus again. <laughs> yeah, so Ty dead. I think we skipped some bits. This last fight is just so much flipping back and forth between all the characters arguing. Look, how about we just highlight the highest of points, which is Matt becoming Ty. No, that's ap- that's still afterwards. <laughs> Don't care, it's still the highest of points. So there's this bit where Ty decides that he wants to kill Meiko, man. <laughs> there's more of, you know, Meiko just going like... Oh, so you think killing her is the, is, is the hope you're giving her as a partner? Yeah, Mei Mei's just like, oh, I'm tired of this sh- killer already. <laughs> she's super mopey, and then at the end she's just like, after all of the conversations, trying to get her to care. She's just like, no, just kill her anyway. <laughs> Meikumon is the problem, kill Meikumon. <laughs> she's like, wow, Mei. I actually got her side, but okay. <laughs> I kind of agreed with her. It was the right plan of action for the whole universe, but still, what a b- I disagree, and seeing Ty taking her side was the greatest thing ever, since in episode one, he was like, oh, I can't live with the consequences of this. But then remove the buildings from the situation, he's just all for it. <laughs> no, not because of that, mo- mostly because I think Meikumon would be the building filled with people for him, that's the thing. Well, he's like Republicans, where they don't actually care about lives lost, they care about violence against property. I forgot to mention the coolest thing about Regalmon, which is that things just stop existing around her. Yeah, that, that's pretty bad. Existence stops. <laughs> it's so cool. At least if you're a building. But that's in the real world, where they're not made of data. That's just... What? You don't just erase existence with your presence. I, I have several Digimon that would like to talk with you. I've not seen it before. It's cool. It's just like... Oh, they should probably do something about this. You've clearly never seen a Chaosmon. I've seen Chaosmon in Cyber Sleuth. 
Wait, not uh, not K. No, wait, not Chaos Mall. There's Ultimate Chaos Mall. Oh, of course. Just put Ultimate before it. It's Bancho Leomon, Dark Ramon, Varudumon, and Kintaromon. Oh, they just made Chimeramon a mega level. <laughs> you wish. This is more badass. I mean, it's not as badass as the thing at the end of this thing. That's just like, what is that? Or Dynamo, yeah, that that thing. Should be called Arjuman. A.K.A. Oh my god, it's an angel. Oh my god. After the, the massive back and forth of everything, just like, let's kill Makemon, let's protect Makemon, let's kill the Royal Knights, let's kill ourselves. Die die. Yeah. I can't remember who attacks the ground, but someone does. It's from Jess Maul's uh, ultimate attack. And as as Ty dies, you just see Kyrie. You, you see those little uh, hints of incest there a little bit. Uh, just, oh, I need Ty. No! I still don't believe this is a thing. Why else would Gatoman need to inform Hikari that the two of them were talking? Oh my god, yes, Quinn, I love you. Because they're brother and sister and they care about each other, not that way. Traumatize him, Quinn, traumatize him. Totally trying to ship that just like they did with uh, Matt and TK last week. This is is just the Digimon... (laughs) No. I mean, they just straight up have TK say... My heart was only for my brother. He did that just to irk Matt, okay? He saw Matt blush. You know it's true. He didn't blush. He got angry because he's just like... He's a tsundere. You know this to be true, Steve. But not for TK. That's just wrong. You don't know. You don't do that. Anyway, so the, the, the Crest of Light suddenly becomes a Crest of Darkness and Repression. Yeah, because everyone's saved except for Ty and... Wait, does Daigo? Does Daigo go down? Daigo is also gone. Oh my god, I'd miss that. You monster. I'm sure nothing bad will happen to Daigo. So, I guess that triggers Genai inside Kyrie, not in that way, you pervert. Some sort of darkness. Yeah, she just exudes darkness for some reason, and we think this is... Is that the virus, or is it just darkness? I think that's just her. That's just her, okay, fair. And this contaminates the little Nyagurumo, and she warped the Jivals into a funny mall, fall down mode. She's funny, because she didn't fall down. She flew up. Wait, did Kari fall down? <gasps> no! Ty fell down. <laughs> um, th- this little scene is what makes me think that Genai is controlling her because as he speaks, she speaks with him. Okay, maybe that's a thing. I don't think that comes up again. It's some prophecy nonsense that they do. Yeah, I, it's hard to tell if that's supposed to be him controlling her or just some nonsense that happens because it looked cool. Maybe. But all I know is... Ragelmo and Ofanimo fuse into Ordenimo. Which is cool and also looks disgusting when they DNA Digivolve. That's true. It's just like the the melting together. I think they probably got the same guy who, who made uh, the E-Virus from Tamers. I hope they, get, they got the same guy because that thing really reminded me of Evangelion. It was pretty cool though. It was pretty Ava. Just fuse together, go into the darkness, and then come back through, and they're just like, we're an angel now. We're gonna destroy everything. As as this happens, all the Digimon that were appearing throughout the world go berserk. Biblical Angelmon. If you put two cats together, you get an angel. Just, just so you guys know, or- Ordeni is Italian for order, so I guess she re- represents order in a way. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not convinced they have a unifying theme here. The theme is cat angels. All that matters, Ty's gone, so Matt's assuming your leadership and wearing Ty's goggles. It's kind of that he stole the goggles. At least he didn't put them on properly, because that would just be insensitive. But still, seriously... 
Kari, maybe you should have your brother's thing. Nope, nope, mine. I'm the leader now. That's how it works. Sorry, Kari, but you already, already made the, the end of the world happen. You're not getting any anywhere near this. David should have just turned up and taken the goggles. <laughs> just like, how did I get them back in the first place? Izzy made them. Remember, because he can see data through them now? <laughs> and that was never used again. They mentioned it briefly in this one. But Ty's just like, Izzy made these things so I could see stuff. Guys, you recall, when, when there's red uh, digital waves, it means that there's going to be a distortion, right? That was the whole stick of it, right? I think so. When he put on the goggles when talking to May, uh, May May, there were red lines. Oh my god, they foreshadowed Meikumo. Oh my god. Attention to detail there. I'm into that. That's cool. Yeah, do we have anything else? Matt's speech was, was, was good. It was pretty good. Although it's kind of like, I'm pretty certain in series one, there's a bit where Matt's like, we need time to grieve or something. So that's this guy, like, the complete opposite of that in series one. Because <laughs> remember the last time something bad happened and he ran off and got tricked by a cherry tree, tried to kill his friends? This is growth. It is just funny, just like, do you remember when this main side character just went off, got tricked by a tree, and became a bad guy? <laughs> he became a, a bad guy, quote-unquote, but he still killed Puppet Maw. True, and then he ran off to hide in a depression hole. A literal hole made by his own depression. And then he saved Sora from it. Wait, wait, wait. If he saved Sora from it, this, me- this means Sora faced darkness. So this means Beamon should have Phoenix, uh, Ho Ho Huh. It's almost like there's a giant plot hole right here. No, it's a difference of darkness. We hadn't told you that prophecy yet. This darkness was they specifically had to lose the memories and argue for a film. <laughs> and then once they move past that and get slammed into an ice wall a few times, then they can digipulse. I'm sorry, Stevie. I'm, I'm just dumb about this. I think try is just dumb about this <laughs> yeah also we're five movies in and we still don't actually know where that prophecy came from oh yeah was it homeostasis was it Yggdrasil I still love the idea that it's just a chain mail that's going around and had nothing to do with Digimon <laughs> oh that'd be so good Izzy actually found that on reddit and just thought that was actually funny <laughs> I found it on reddit and it looked deep the R Digimon. I actually think it's probably going to end up having been good Genai, who still exists, definitely, but didn't show his face. Good Genai's probably in Australia or something. Still going by Eucalyptus. It's clearly going to be the tamer that has Loopmon. He is the key to everything. Probably, and that's that's unfortunate. He'll never appear ever again. So, at the end of this film, everything's going just to pot. Nothing's going right. Ty's missing. Kari's part of Digimon's fused with... Maymays to make just the end of all things and it just cuts off there and plays some nice some nice credit scene music it's like ah, oh, it's all nice and happy by the way next time everything will end I, f- I feel like the credits song should have been hello darkness my old friend like that that would be more fitting than the one that we got but oh well so yeah this movie kind of mediocre I really liked it I'm split on it right now <laughs> I mean it's, it was good Mediocre at the same time. It was mediocrely good. How about that? Mediocrely good. Or goodly mediocre. It's like a 6 out of 10. It's it's not terrible, but it's not amazing. I really, really, really liked it. That's how many reallys I would give it. I wouldn't say I loved it, because on the second watch it wasn't as good. But when I first watched it, it was like mind-blowingly amazing. Uh, I'll say it's better than 1 in 4 and just leave it at that. <laughs> It's not as good as three. I think it's better than two. In the middle is what mediocre means. I didn't put it in the middle. I've put it as second place. Since I'm the the one in the middle between you two, I'll just say this is as good as uh, number two. I'm lost now. (laughs) 
In my list, there's no middle. There's a tie for second, and a Sora for third. Our rankings are all over the place. We don't even have, like, official rankings. I tell you what, we could all actually write down rankings before the next recording. And then just put six somewhere. Can't wait to have six in the last place. I'm really excited, actually, to watch part six, even though it won't be dubbed. Oh, but I have one question. I forgot this. In, in the part where Tai speaks with, uh, with Mei Mei, in the Japanese uh, version, uh, he compliments her on her accent because it's it's regional. And this in the sub and the dub version, what what, what happens? <laughs> she has like a slightly southern accent. Yeah, they they for like two seconds gave her a slightly southern accent, and he complimented her on her accent. So it's like an American southern accent. She has no accent the rest of the movie. At least when he did this in the Japanese version, she just kept talking in the same way. Yeah, like, for the whole scene, she kind of did it. Uh, okay, a little bit. But, you know, in Japanese, she just speaks with an accent all the time. And this is why I prefer sub over dub. God. I like the dub. Wait, what are the Royal Knights doing now? Where do they go? There's a big boom, and then Alphamon and Jesmon just fly away, I guess? Wait, wait I, I, I can tell you right now, like, what they're doing, like... So Alphamon is just fighting Jesmo. Kraniamo is being Kraniamo, just being a wall. Crusadermo is planning his debut in Frontier uh, with Dynasmo. Exomo is just preparing for a uh, uh, cyber sleuth. Galantmo is non-existent at this point. Genkumo died, I'm assuming. Kentaurmo is just chilling in an iceberg. Leopardmo is just hunting some prey. Uh, Magnamo is waiting in the reception, and all four Sweetjamo does not exist. I'm surprised you remember all of them. Yeah, that is way better than I can do. If you want, I can name also all of his, all their alternate forms. But I think I'm good. Anyway, I think maybe we should go ahead and end this episode now. So, where can the people find the stuff? Like, Nelson, where can they find your YouTube channel that's almost on power of PewDiePie's? No, Quinn, go first, please. Okay, I allegedly have a podcast, but you still can't find it right now. So we're going to put these in the show notes later. And also, you can follow me on YouTube at RealYubico. I'm Nelson, you can find me at, at YouTube at Demon Dragon Mast, and also on Twitter at Demon Dragon Mast. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you, Twitter. Get me, ver- get me verified, Twitter. Come on. <laughs> that won't change the fact that it, you can't add on those extra characters, so it's just Demon Dragon Mast. It's amazing. Shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. Stop bullying me, please. <laughs> You're right. I didn't bully Quinn enough in this one either. It's fine, though, because I'll just spend all of the next episode disagreeing with Quinn on everything about part six, probably. A hundred percent. I'll just be in the middle. Oh, yeah. And you can find the Moncast everywhere you listen already. But links are in the show notes. If you want to listen, like, I don't know, Stitcher as well as iTunes or something. That's, that's just your choice. I just like how these episodes have slowly evolved into a, a slow look of our souls while we're doing Yeah, I... Kinda think this should have been done half an hour ago. I stopped caring about this like half the series ago. I'm having more fun just not caring about this tri series. The cut version is just gonna be like half the length. I can just put all six parts into one episode and bam, you're done. Join all of the episodes uncut together and just make a uh, Digimon Tri Let's Watch Complete Edition. A Digimon Triathlon. You wanted us to remind you next week there are five episodes. Oh, thank you. There are five episodes. The series is Digimon Adventure Try. It's part six. Digimon stands for Digital Monsters. Shall we finish the outro? So, to all the people listening to this, I'm sorry, but bye bye Good night, everybody. Join us for next time, part six. Picking up sticks. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs> I tried so hard. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> got so far. And in the end, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. Hello and welcome to the Moncast. We're doing Try Part 6, Our Future, and I'm joined by the same people as last time, but they can still introduce themselves just in case. I'm still Quinn. Hello, I'm Nelson. Also known as Demon Dragon Master, you can find him on his YouTube and his Twitter, where he's Demon Dragon Mast. I thought we'd, we'd let that joke die, but I guess you can say it for me. No, we need to plug everything. Okay, fair enough. And for once, we all watch the Japanese episode versions. Yep. About time you come over to the, to, to the sub side. The dub's not out. I would have watched the dub, because that's the correct language. I disagree, but I would have watched the dub anyway, just because I haven't seen it yet. I would never watch the dub. But the dub's so much better. No, it's not. I, I really disagree. I'm just lazy. I don't like reading. That's fair. Also, Digimon are back again. It's ten times better than Butterfly, and we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and I'm the one drinking alcohol right now. I mean... You can't build on Digimon are back again. That's why there's only one version. But Butterfly just has a million versions because there's so much room for improvement with it. Uh, the ending version of Butterfly was really not good. But they all sang it. Yes, but they, they sang poorly. They're voice actors. They're not singers. It's just karaoke. Except for Mimi. Mimi is the singing goddess. We all know this. So yeah, you should so ahead and summarize the plot, and then I'm going to complain about Let's try and summarize up this thing. Everyone is sad for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first episode, basically. And then the Digimon that I've christened Boobs McBossmon turns up to destroy existence. Meanwhile, Tai is alive, Nishijima is also alive, and the Zero Two kids are alive in cryopods, and then Nishijima isn't alive very long. Daigo Senpai. Poor Daigo. He's the goodest boy. He is the best boy. He also is a very toasty boy. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> And then Booze McBossman wrecks the whole place, and Homeostasis decides to reboot the real world. Big fights, all that jazz. Kyukari having one of her dream prophecies, and then, hey presto, all the memories are back, because there's just a zip file in Booze McBossman. It's actually the source of her power. So, all the memories are back, and now Tai's back too, and he brought all the versions of Butterfly with him. And Digimon are back again. <laughs> Digimon are back again. Then we get Omega Omegamon. What is that one's name? Omega Mon uh, Mercy Mode. Why would you call it Mercy Mode when they explicitly don't show mercy? It is a mercy in the in the truest way, killing. It's a mercy killing. No, sorry, sorry. It's Omni More Merciful Mode. There we go. I still prefer my name. Omega Omega Mon forms to destroy Booze Mon for the 25th and final time. And that's the end. The film ends and we are a bit sad. And they play Butterfly like five times. That's about right. Get I don't know how, I don't know all the words. Okay. This is so awful. We're, uh, we're not good at singing. Nope. Speak for yourself. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We have guest star Nelson's girlfriend in the background. You'll be in the podcast. Thank you. Well, 
can I say besides Stevie, cut this, please. Nope. I feel like you at least have to leave the laughter in. <laughs> Shut up. I think I covered most of it. There's a lot of the same stuff happening with homeostasis and blah, blah, blah. Jedi's evil, whatever. If I may, Dark Genai uh, seals the show for the whole movie, and I love him for that. He's just a nutcase. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah, not a fan. No, so in the movie where everyone's just doom and gloom, he was the only happy person in there. I'm like, yep, I'm rooting for this guy right now. <laughs> this is entertaining. He was very well the animated, which is refreshing. Yes, he was. I still don't get why he has to be the Digimon Emperor when he's in the real world, though. Yeah, they're real unclear about that. Everything about Dark Genai, I, I hate and wish they hadn't done. I've been watching these movies now for, what, ten hours? And they've never explained why he exists. Because Higdrasil, that's why. Higdrasil contaminated him or something, even though he was an agent of homeostasis. That's a thing that maybe could have been explained and gotten some backstory. Yeah, nobody explained what the happened to Yggdrasil besides, oh yeah, homie says it shut, shut him down. I don't know why he didn't do this sooner, but hey. They didn't even show a big tree on screen. I wonder what the Royal Knights are doing right now. I feel like all of Try was sequel hook for Quad. What, a six film long teaser trailer? Yes. Uh, so, so I guess to put my complaints in order, those first 20 minutes, ugh. They are a bit of a drag. I can't remember what happened in most of it. Matt realized that being the leader like he always wanted is hard. Matt was just sad. Sora was sad. Gabumon, who still has amnesia, tells him how he wants to spend the rest of his life with him. I'll be honest, that, that kind of cheered me up a little bit, though. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make all that much sense, but okay, that part was fine, I guess. It was touching. Yeah, he's like, doesn't matter what you go through, I'll always be with you, even if it means we gotta somehow save the world. I'll do it for you, because you're my friend. Oh. But also, from his point of view, they met yesterday. Yeah, but they're partners, so, I mean, that bond transcends time and space. Except Unless if you're, you're Maki. Maki. Then, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that was, what, several years of Maki going insane? It was give or take 20 years, yeah. I still can't believe that they're, like, in the 30s. I can't be right. It's Japan. They were 10-ish in the 80s, give or take. You can't. They don't give an exact year, but... They've had long enough to go through high school and college and start a career. In the government. Yes, in in secret government. Secret Japanese Digimon government. And then also Daigo got a degree in education while he was at it. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, actually. I'm not clear on what he actually teaches. He teaches life lessons. He's like, it seemed like he was teaching calligraphy in the first movie, but he also just always wears a lab coat. That's just because it's cool. Yeah, all right, I'll give you that. So yeah, I get the first 20 minutes just kind of dragged on, but I guess it was fine. And then after that, the fight, the fighting starts, and Hikari spends most of the movie in a bed. So that's, that's fun. She got a fever, don't you know? Continuing her two character traits of one, being magic, and two, getting sick a lot. Also, I forgot the third one, that's uh, the forbidden one. Three, she really likes Ty. No. Yeah. Oh. No. Yes. Ty never went anywhere near the bed. That's true, and that's good. He also never found out anything was wrong with her. Oh yeah, that's true. He didn't care. Ty came back and was like, I don't care what you think, we have to do this. Yeah, I don't care what you think, I'm killing Meguman. And then what, Hikari's like, I could never forgive you if I just let you kill her, so I'm gonna help you kill her. 
Perfect logic. That that is the best logic you can get in Digimon. I guess it comes from from TK's telling her that oh you can't just carry this burden all over your shoulders. Like you know what? I guess my brother can take care of the burden of killing Meikumon alone. Let me help him with that. Yeah, I'm a little sad they didn't really pull the trigger on that ship and just let him actually kiss her. Come on. No. That's been coming for six what years. Is, what is what is wrong? Or Fifteen. We're talking about TK and Kai. And- yeah, I'm talking about TK. I hope so. Yeah. No. No. T- Hi, don't do that. But with Patamon going, I'm definitely not looking, TK. That that was cute, but they should have actually gone for it. That ruined the moment, if you ask me. It probably would have. It would have been pretty bad timing. She has a fever. Does she? She has love fever. Let's see, what, what even happens in the middle? There's just a lot of them losing for quite a while. Yeah, that moment where they all decide, oh, let's digivolve into our ultimate form, because Mega, yeah, that won't do anything. Half of them go for adult. No, 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 that's in the second fight. And they justify that by, we're too weak to go into Mega. Oh, I missed that line then. Okay. It's in the middle of the fight, whenever the kid says, oh my god, they're, they're so weak, they can't turn into Mega, we have to somehow turn this around. Basically, they all digivolve, they all get wrecked. Twice. They go all the way up to Mega Level, then Ordinemon just screams, and they all go back down to win training. Just like, wow, it wasn't even an attack. Well, we gotta admit, Ordinemon, or uh, Titsumaki as you call it, uh, pretty much just needs to yell, Oh look, it's Acid Rain, let me just erase reality here. Which, curiously enough, she only erased buildings, but the, the ground, or the kids, or the Digimon, nope, just the buildings. I will give the movie some credit. They finally give Idrisil, like, a specific motivation, which is, uh, I'm going to have Ordinemon unite both worlds so that I can destroy all humans and rule over both of them. So, okay, that's at least a goal. Yeah, but I, I don't get it because Hakmon pretty much says, oh yeah, Ordinemon has no control over that power, so uh, she's pretty much going to destroy the human world and the digital world. And Idrisil doesn't know this? Either doesn't know or doesn't care. Idrisil's just dumb. There's that, and apparently we're gonna try again, because Evil Genai steals the black cube of evilness. What was that black cube? It's the thing that went into the egg way back in the first movie. Oh. It's the source of all evil in the universe. Did that create Meikumon in the first place, then? Yeah. He stole it, and is like, I'm either gonna put it into Daemon or, uh, Diaboromon. Isn't Diaboromon dead? Twice? Yeah. You can always get another Caramon egg. That's not very hard. And if it goes to Daemon, it goes to Ultra Daemon, so that would be neat. I thought he was talking about Marcus Daemon from Savers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a twist. In any event, there are a lot of evil Digimon they can pull out in Quad, and they'll probably do the superhero movie thing of going, well, last time we used one supervillain, what if this time we did two? That gets DNA Digivolution between Diabomon and Daemon, maybe. Possibly. In this whole series, the bad guys didn't really do much. They kind of just, like, just watched and kind of said, we're planning evil things. The for real bad guy literally doesn't show up. Yeah, and then the good guy's Digimon turned into the bad Digimon, and then they just defeat him. Other things that happened. Oh, okay, so let's cover everything that happened with Daigo. Okay. He woke up, he was covered in blood. Yeah, Daigo was pretty dead, considering... That Ty was completely uninjured. Yeah, how did he get those injuries? I still don't get how he had blood on his face, blood on his torso, blood on his arms, and Ty had nothing. I also don't understand how they got from wherever they were in the digital world to in this random lab somehow. The digital world is made of tunnels. Apparently, yeah. It's a series of tubes. I think Dark Genai was just having a, a game of Saw with them. Yeah, something like that. Why did Jedi, Why did Dark Genai even like go, oh, by the way, you guys can talk... 
you can totally do this thing where one of you gets to go home. Because it's fun. He would have lost if he hadn't done that, if he just killed both of them. I, I think he didn't see Daigo being all screwed up. I think he thought, oh yeah, um, clearly uh, Tai is going to argue that Daigo should go, and Daigo is going to like, oh no, Tai, you should go. He still could have killed actually all six of them, because there are also the, the four people who don't appear in these movies. And are just blacked out. The shadow people. They were in the dark ocean for a long time. Okay, so so this is my, my big complaint about the entire series. I continue to have no problem with the idea that these movies were not supposed to be about the O2 kids, so they had to get rid of them somehow. That's fine. But let's go back to the like the first movie, where Tai is calling everybody he knows to try and get someone to give a about his soccer game. And he doesn't call any of the O2 kids because they're gone. Especially Davis. So, he clearly, in the first one, knows that they're gone. And then, in this one, is surprised to learn the kids are missing. Maybe he thought they moved away? Right? I mean, what what happened here? How did... Has it has it only been a few days? Did it happen right before the show started and he just hasn't thought about calling them? If so, that's a little weird, but okay. Um, but if it's been a while, like, did their parents not form search parties? Where is this in the timeline? Is this after the, the Armageddon movie? Uh, yeah. And I have no idea. Right, like, how did this happen? Like, Nishijima's just kind of hand waves away, just like, I was forced to cover it up for three months. Or however long. They're non-specific about how long it's even been. It could potentially have been a year. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> it's just, it's not even internally consistent. Look, nobody watches Digimon for its... Oh, wait. Um... <laughs> I mean, um... I watch it for the two cats combining to form a massive boob monster. Hey, it also had a nice ass. That was just two cats put together. But, I mean, technically it was a, a giant cat and an angel. An evil angel. It was just two cats. One of them's just called Tailmon, because that's the most inventive name for a cat, Digimon. I mean, it's at least as creative as the Maine Coon one. The one that's just named after the partner. Oh, well, no, it's because she's a Maine Coon, the type of cat. Wait, it's actually a cat? Yeah, there's a type of cat called Maine Coon, which is just like a very, very large house cat. Huh. I want to see it. I will send you a picture. I'm just going to ask, when is Mei Kumon coming back? Because I'm pretty sure she's going to come back. I don't think they're just going to leave Mei Mei without a Digimon. Mei Kumon's dead. I don't know, I could see her being around a little bit. If they actually bring Mei Kumon back, I'll be kind of because you... Why did you just completely undermine the entire point of the last movies? Because she needs a redemption arc and show off her actual Digivolutions, except the, uh, despite the dark ones. Yeah, but like the whole point was, okay, so Maki lost her Digimon and went crazy, but Mako won't because she's accepted the loss and is moving on with the rest of her life. And because of that, she'll be rewarded by getting her Digimon back. Unlike Maki. You know, it's like the tale of the guy who just lost his axe in the river. Oh yeah, the tale of the guy who lost his axe. I know that one. I don't. If I remember right, it's Japanese folktale. Guy drops his axe in the lake and is asked by a goddess if he dropped a silver one or a golden one, and is rewarded with both for being honest. Yes. There we go. I still don't think it's okay to bring back Nekuman. No, I don't. I don't think they should. They're going to bring her back. Probably. And I'm going to hate it like I hated this. I'm just saying, if if, if Kokomon came back, Meikumon's going to come back too. We'll see. I, I bet I could definitely see them just having her be a cameo or, I don't know, missing for the entire six movies. Next six movies. Maybe they've just done with May's arc now. Kinda. They did have her move away. Like, I bet they don't do much more than get her on the phone once in a while. Now, we need, we need some, some hints that she and Ty are dating, because we both know Mimi's gonna, gonna, gonna be with 
Easy. These movies seemed really averse to, like, pulling the trigger on any ships. Because they tried to make all of them work. Mimi Sora, Mimi Mei Mei, Mimi Tai, Mimi Matt, Mimi Easy, Mimi Tiki. No, I'm kidding. I think they, they had at least a moment for all of those. Also Tai with everybody, including his sister. No! <laughs> Yamato with everybody, including his brother. Yeah, but that's the best ship. They ship Matt with Tai, definitely. Yeah, that definitely happens. But Sora's the only one who, who cried for Tai. They didn't hold hands. I know, I was so disappointed when they didn't hold hands. They held hands when they made the mega levels, but this time they didn't. They're just growing apart. That's what it means to be an adult. To stop holding hands? I don't want to be an adult then. Never stop holding hands. Yeah, the, so they, they seriously tried to make every ship happen, and it's so weird. Oh, so that's why it's Digimon Try. <laughs> Digimon Try to ship. Digimon Love Try angle. Yes. Next Digimon movie, Digimon Try. In parentheses, angle. They had a triangle on a lot of the shirts. Remember that? Then they just wore the school uniforms to the digital world, like you do. Yeah, and bring no other clothing, and are surprised when anybody thought to bring food. Yeah. Oh wow, I'm a responsible adult. Sora, you're the best mom, remembering how to have food. These are the people in charge of saving not one, but two worlds. (laughs) They're so irresponsible. And not for the first time. Well, like, at least the first time, they didn't have the option to get ready. They didn't know it was happening. Second time, they were all separated. The second time, they actually did a reasonably good job. They were able to go home at the end of the day, which helps, so they didn't really have to do a lot more than pack a picnic lunch. Wait, I'm talking about the Abudo more, but okay. Oh, I was talking about O2. Oh, no, I don't, I don't care about O2. Neither does this show. Nope. <laughs> they literally just put it in an icebox. <laughs> so... We we can all agree that they had them as black silhouettes because they didn't want to do new character designs, right? They all had exactly the same hair. Well, that was probably just to distinguish them. Wait, well, I'm just worried, where's Vimo, Hakmo, Armadillomo, and Rorimo? Yeah, where are any of them? Did they die? I think they're dead. Did they get rebooted? <laughs> well, wherever they are, they've just gotten the memories back. Okay. How about this? We did see Imperial Dramon, and there's absolutely no evidence to suggest that that wasn't the real Wormmon and Vimon. Ooh. And they did kill him. They had a different color palette. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily matter. It could be Dark Imperial Dramon. He did not mode change. Dark Imperial Dramon does not have a mode change. Yeah, it's just a dark Digivolution to Imperial Dramon. And when they killed him, they killed two of the partner Digimon and didn't care. Well, they're going to be reborn anyway. They killed him in a digital space. I'm also upset that Leomon got reborn and didn't get killed again. No, what you don't see is Leomon just gets his memories back immediately like, Oh, so this happened behind him. You see Ogremon just backs at him. Oh, my rival, I finally got you. So doing something with Leomon would have actually been really cool. Just have, you know, one of the random Digimon that's being summoned into the into the world. Just have one of them kill Leomon. Five seconds of Leomon is alive again, bye. Have Leomon transform into Saber Leomon, like, Don't worry, kids, I'll save you from this monster! Guys. They use Wizardmon for the dead Digimon cameo instead. Yeah, I was okay with that. Yeah, Wizardmon is alive again, by the way. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Also, Devimon can overthrow a uh, Magna Angemon. That's a thing, too. Oh yeah, they bring back Devimon. I was actually kind of on board with bringing back Devimon, but then Devimon can just fight on the same level as... What's his name? Magna Angemon. 
Oh, I thought he was a level higher at that point. It was not Serafimo. That would be very, very weird. It's already pretty weird. Holy Andrevan can take out Paimon, but not Devimon. It was a weakened Paimon, and it was a portal that would suck up everything. There's no such thing as consistent power levels in Digimon. W- what are you saying? Power scaling? That's not a thing in Digimon? What is this? It's almost like Togemon lasted longer than Rosemon. <laughs> Against Ordinemon. Oh god, that's true. That did happen. And their defense, they were aiming for the hair arms, so... The second attempt is a much more fun battle. That's true. I, I'm pretty into having Bergemon catch Togemon repeatedly. And Togemon flying as a as a, as a a propeller. It's pretty fun. Uh, also, where's Alphamon? I don't know. After, like, four seconds uh, in the post-reboot world, Alphamon is gone and never comes back. I'm going to assume he was in the bunker with Nishijima. <gasps> they killed the best character in Digimon. What is that? What? I, I don't remember the, them killing Takato. That Daigo. I maintain that Daigo is the best character they've ever put into, at certainly adventure. Now, they killed Maki first. Maki is not dead. Maki is. She is not dead. She is totally coming back in quad. They put her in the dark ocean and then went, oh yeah, by the way, evil uh, Genai is going to the dark ocean. Hmm. You know what would be awesome? If somehow she actually got Tapirmon back. Got Megadramon back, and you use that little dark cube to make him into something really bad. Yeah, yeah, that'd be bad. Do do something with that whole destroyed partnership thing. And also, does she still have a Digivice? Did, did that generation ever have Digivices? No, they did. They did, they did have Digivices. I'd have to go back and check, but I'll believe you. You know, I, I still think that, that that little dark cube is Antibody X because of my... Digivice and the whole X thing. Yeah, that was weird. But either way, in this continuity, it's the source of all evil. I'm st- I still think it's Antibody X for some reason. Especially because they just revealed the Avudumon X, and they hinted that in the movie, so... Eh, maybe. I'm, I'm fine if it is. Yeah, so, so Maki, not dead, just teased for the next movie. Which was, I guess, a good choice, but they should have had her do something in, in the last movie. Well, all she did in the last movie was die. That was in movie five, if she died at all. Six, she literally was only in flashbacks for a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, she, was not, she wasn't here. Yeah. Do you know why that is? No. Because she died. She she didn't. I think she's dead. I think if the, she had died, they would have made it a lot more explicit and tried to get some tears out of it. You know, she, she could turn into a, uh, one of the seven deadly sins, technically, because a human can turn into a Digimon, technically. That would be a, a twist. I mean, let me just check this. Uh, what would be the sin for Maki? Lost. Uh, yeah, she, she'd look pretty good as uh, uh, Lilithmon. Yeah, but she, that's not... I wouldn't say she's a lust, Jimon, though. She's been lusting over getting Tapemon back for 20 years. Yeah, on the other hand, she didn't lust at all over Daigo. Yes, I mean, she, she, was ne- she never showed an hin- inkling of lust, so... Think about this. There's pride, envy, wrath. She could very well be wrath. I could see that. Slot, greed, gluttony, and lust. Uh, I could also see pride or greed working pretty well. No, it's not the owner of me. Forget it's someone you didn't see in the other movies, okay? What's your girlfriend's fan theory? No, she, she thought that we were talking about me. May turning into an evil Digimon would be pretty bad, too. But she had the, the whole white light Digivice thing going on. At the end. She did. They all did. Yeah. Hers went from black to white, though. And it was special and important. They all did the whole Megazords combine. A little bit, yeah. They didn't actually have the Digimon combine, but they, they did power up Mercy Mode. Nah, I think they all went into, into Omnimon. They, I think they all entered into Omnimon. 
Oh, maybe. If that happened, I didn't notice it. Also, Magna Dramon confirmed as the canon Digivolution. Not okay with that. What? Well, no, why would you not want the puppy Digimon that goes into a cat, that goes into an angel, that goes into a cat dragon? Oh, that part's fine. It's that it suggests that uh, that Willis is canon. I'm okay with this. I loved Kokomo and, Lo- and Loopmon. The hell are you talking about? I like that film. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. Look, look, it's the only movie where Magnamo is actually useful. Yeah, but that's its own problem. No, it's not. <laughs> look, just because the receptionist of the Royal Knights is not powerful does not mean it doesn't need a highlight. <laughs> so does this mean that Magnadramon can just create the, the golden digi-eggs whenever she feels like it? Uh, with Serafimo, I'm, I'm assuming so, yes. I'm also assuming that Rapidmon Gold is more powerful than Omega somehow. Yeah, So, so in the middle of O2... We can just do that. We can just go up to Serafimon and Holy Draman, and then we never do it again for the rest of the series. We we could, but then again, Ma- Magna- uh, Magnemo is not really all that powerful. So They just apparently had two Megas on the team the whole time that they didn't use. Even ignoring the Digivices, they had the ability to turn two Megas that they didn't. Look, they, they were pushed to their limits, okay? Okay, so now we have to cover the fact that the O2 epilogue is canon. Because Matt wants to go to space. Ty has a non-specific new career that he actually cares about, where he's going to go be an ambassador to the UN, I guess. Matt's going to go to space, because that's a thing you can just decide to do on a whim. Huh, maybe I'll just go to space. <laughs> you know what, I'm changing my major. I'm going to be astronaut. C- can you do that right now, Matt? Do you-, do you have the grace for that? Actually, yes. I have the wrong major and none of the physical qualifications, but I probably have the grades. I have the Digimon for it, don't worry about it, guy. There's that aspect, too. Does Matt have good grades? He's never given any indication of it. Look, it's it's had canon, okay? Don't worry about it. Don't worry, it's just canon. Look, what, what we clearly need in Digimon is, is Wormon getting that Digi-Egg of Miracles of Evolution called Kogomo, okay? Here's what I want to know. When he's on Mars, what happens if he uses the gate to go to the digital world? He goes to digital Mars. What the hell are you talking about? Okay, see, that's a that's a interesting fa- facet they could explore. It's filled with those, uh, what's what's the name, um, Varimo? What, the, the alien that steals intelligence from Izzy? No, c- c- there's, another, there's another version, there's a Digivolution for that thing. Ebimon. Precisely. It's just a, a place filled with Ebimons. But yeah, so that's, that's gonna happen. He's gonna go to Mars, uh, other things, too. Iori's gonna be a, uh, lawyer, Ken, okay. You know what Quad should be? I need me a buddy cop movie about, uh, Ken and... Stingmon being cops. Then Iori is defending uh, the people that he arrests. Iori is Phoenix Wright in his... Yes, yes, obviously. Iori needs a stepladder or possibly just a regular ladder in order to, you know, see over the podium. Get the evidence he makes Hawkmon evolve into Shirimo and do stealth missions. I'm really into this uh, this idea of a Digimon noir. Maybe one day. I think we need a few years after college, though, so that that's going to be, I guess... Penta. So, can someone explain why uh, Jessmon just cut off a wing, Tailmon came out, but Makomon just stayed there? Okay, so cutting off the wing cut off the... You notice how there were two Digicores, one on each wing? No. Okay, well there were. So, Jessmon cut off the wing that contained Garomon so that Garomon could come out, and then Yggdrasil, having magic, uh, filled the empty spots in her data with... Evil, I guess. Evil in the form of birds. So he was dumb and decided not to cut the other wing because reasons? Pretty much, yeah. Jessmon's just a b- 
Excuse did did you just say that about our Lord and Savior Jesmo? I mean, technically speaking, if Jesmo had cut off the other wing, I think Mikumon might have been fine. Yep, probably. She died because Jesmo forgot to cut the other wing. Well, so if you can only cut off one wing, if you cut off Mikumon, then you just have Gatomon in charge of all cosmic power. I think Gatomon could probably handle it and and not be insane. So really, Mekumon died because Jessmon is an asshole. Look, our Lord and Savior works in mysterious ways. Our Lord and Savior is an asshole. Our Lord and Savior was inspired in Huckleberry Finn. What are you talking about? I still don't understand that. That's the dumbest, dumbest thing. And I don't know if it's canon or not, but I see it on wikis all the time. And canon or not, it's the stupidest decision in Digimon. Look, you, you leave Huckleberry Finn out of this, okay? He won't stay out of it, though. He's been in all six films and contributed pretty much nothing <laughs> until this last moment. He's the plot dump, okay? Basically. And barely that. He doesn't do a good job of it. Also, he's completely wrong about the the amount of seconds left before the reboot, because that does not add up. Yeah, so he said it was like 69,000 seconds, I think. No, 94,000 something. 94,000. Well, so that's 26 hours. 94,000 seconds is 26.11 repeating hours, which is kind of a lot. But I'll give him that he says that's when the entire world will be destroyed. So we're going to do the reboot before that. But homeostasis still pulled the trigger on that real early. Well, they didn't have any other plan at that point. They never actually did have a plan. They just kind of kept going. Yeah. They just kind of went, let's just wait for Ty. Their plan kind of depended just a little bit too much on, you know, let's just hope or any more kind of f- up in our whole thing of destroying the world and somehow we can reboot uh, the real world somehow. Well, so rebooting the real world, it was an interesting concept because it's just what if we zeroed out every hard drive on the planet, which is pretty bad, actually, just as a, oh, this is homeostasis's way of not quite destroying the world is we'll just do a thing that'll probably result in millions upon millions of people dying. Yeah, like, what is rebooting the real world? Like, does it just destroy all the electronics, or what? They covered it in two lines, and it literally it resets all the data. The electronics would still work, but we'd have to reprogram them from scratch. So imagine being, I don't know, a millionaire having millions of dollars in the bank and then format all of that. The banks would go in chaos. Yeah, so at least there's some upside. But the computers that run the electric company do that too. Everything just kind of stops working. Everybody who isn't in Amish country, pretty screwed. So yeah, okay, I'm into, I'm into that as, as kind of a consequence, because it, it actually explains why the three sides are not real with each other. Let's also not, not forget that uh, nuclear nuclear plants that require attention is always... <laughs> There are a lot of bad things that can happen. Although, if they're the new style nuclear plants, they should actually just shut off when that happens. Things go bad. So yeah, that that at least is, is a plan. And okay, let's keep in mind that it only might work because it didn't work last time. That's because uh, Meikumon somehow got into the backup thing. I, I think that that isn't that the reason or something that somehow she got into backup thing and got the memories of others or whatever. Yeah, somehow I, it's unclear whether she just has the memories of all the partner Digimon or possibly just all the memories of all the Digimon. It's all the Digimon. Okay. Because they have like snapshots of a Dromojimon and a Chumon for some reason. I, I want to back up a little bit to how kind of heartless the main character kids are. Because Izzy's plan is, oh, we can go ahead with the reboot as long as we back up all of our Digimon's memories. But every other Digimon, including all of the kids with partners across the world, 
Eh, screw them. It's not like there's any other option, though. Yeah, but still. I am concerned about my friends in particular. They're not true digidestined. They didn't go to the digital world like us. They're not mercy killing anyone. They didn't go against this cat, demon, god thingy like us. Don Don. Ah, yes. My six-letter, purely uppercase password. I thought that was super cute. I called it the moment they said it needs a password, something that she used a lot. Oh, 100%. I'm just like, oh, okay, so like we could have broken that with Hashcat in four seconds. Also, I want to see how that's going to be in the English version, because she doesn't say too much, so... Uh... What, what did they say in the in the dubs? I can't remember anymore. I've forgotten as well. That moment in the password is going to be thank you. It's something with a southern accent. <laughs> yes. You have to type this word with a southern accent. No, 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 no. You just see, you just see, um, May May typing in a southern accent. Thank you. Also, why did why did May May have to be the one to type the password? It's six letters. Because a movie. That's why. They don't know how to spell in southern. Oh wait, Izzy. Let me just change the dialect of a keyboard. It's easier <laughs> that way. <laughs> the southern IME. But apparently now. Digimonologist file systems. Yeah, you can hack into your Digimon now. Hey, I mean, that's been canon since, like, episode 6 when he hacked uh, Tentomon into evolving. But he didn't see his files, though. That's true, but still. Just back him up to the cloud. Yeah, you should maybe set up a backup program to run, like, every day. Because if you backed up Mekumon, she wouldn't be dead right now. So can he just, like, copy and paste that backup of Mekumon? <laughs> Hey, Izzy, I'd really like six Agumons so that I can have them do a choreographed dance for me. Can you hook me up? That's a lot of Agumon to feed. Agumon being reduced to hungry and no other feelings. Not a good choice. Well, he didn't have ties. Oh. Yeah, but that's been that's been consistent for all six movies. Also, Ty ran all the way along that beach without anyone seeing him. Why did he go to a different spot as the other four kids? How did Ty know where they were? Also, where were the Zero Two kids pods on that beach? Because they weren't there. Uh, no, so Ty took them all to the hospital first. But there were no pods on that beach. There was only ties. Huh, I forgot about that. Uh, no, they were just instantly transported to the hospital, I guess. I want to know why they needed life support. Why Yggdrasil just let them live? Uh, yeah, well, so it was uh, Maki who was keeping them on life support, I guess. Which I, I can sort of see her compromising between killing them and letting them stop her plans. And what type of wounds did they have that caused them to need life support? Well, they didn't have wounds. She just was keeping them in a coma so that they couldn't talk to anybody. Yeah, but we clearly saw them getting hurt in the first movie. That's true. Oh, yeah. How did they find out about Yggdrasil's plan? That, that's the first That's the first thing. Second of all, how the hell did not Imperial Jermon kind of, you know, kick some ass? These are reasonable questions. Especially because if, if this is after Armageddon, I'm pretty sure you can access that uh, beautiful paladin mode. That's just me. And so, my last big complaint that I have is that when Ty is on the phone with the uh, with Maymay at the very end, and he's trying to hit on her. <sighs> I, so Agumon chimes in with, we'll be friends forever. And that's that's stupid enough on its own. But why? how did he not steal a Daigo line and, and ask to be her new partner? That would have been the cutest. It's too soon. Daigo waited at least eight to nine years for that. That's fair. Wait, wait, wait. We should have known that Daigo was going to die from the start. Oh, yeah. It's literally in his name. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, come on, Stevie. Die. Go. Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to make this joke. You guys are going to hate me. You're Brits. What is... Now I'm really curious. Lay on us. Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I know. That's just literally referencing someone dying in the media. 
Yeah, but uh, but her name, it predicted it. It's the same logic you used, admittedly. True. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So yeah, these movies. Your thing. I will admit, five and six were better on this watch than I thought when I first watched them, but still not good. I, I think try was a mistake. <laughs> Come on, don't, don't you want a quad now? Honestly, no. I will still take entire series about Daiko and Maki, just... Give me their whole first adventure. You know what I'd like to see? And I'll be completely honest here. How about the movie with the Tamers kids? Because of that ending they did of Takato finding like a portal to the digital world again. There was also a message in a packet that I really liked. Yeah, that was like a an audio recording or something. Yeah, it was an audio recording of all the kids uh, sending an email to the Digimon. Because they didn't end up being able to use that portal to go through physically. It was too small. But they could send data through. And then the Digimon were in the real world for some reason. Yeah, that, that one's, I think, not canon. There's a different audio recording of them being back in the real world. Wait, we're talking about Tamers or Try? Tamers. Tamers. Tamers has three different endings, none of which are technically canon. What? I didn't know about this. What? Yeah, so there, there's the movie that is not canon, pretty, I think, explicitly. With the Mephistimo thing? Uh, the one with the train. Locomon. There's a Locomon movie of ta- oh, Why don't I know this? Yeah, there's a Tamers movie about Locomon, and it's, it's not very good, except that possibly Rookie is trans, which is rad as hell. Okay, Runaway Locomon, then there's Battle of the Adventurers, which is a Mephistimo one, and was the first one, actually. Yeah, that one's set during the series, I think. And then there are two audio recordings that take place after the show ends. Drama CDs, that's what they were called. Back in the before times, when people still bought CDs. The Jimon Tamer's original story, Message in a Packet. The more of a Japanese thing. Yeah, it never got an official translation. And this is not canon. Unfortunately, no, because it's some of the best content in the series. So I want that Tamer's movie, though. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have been way more interested in a, a Tamer's continuation than I was in Adventure Continuation. But the nostalgia's not there. You know what they could do? Finally make a goddamn movie about Ryu. Just do the games as a movie. Or as a series, actually. That'd be pretty rad, too. Explain everything why he's present in the whole two universes for some reason. One of my favorite gripes about Digimon is that they didn't have him do a cameo in every season. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Right, just like one episode where Rio is in the background. That reminds me of Inazuma 11, because in all the seasons, in all the series, there's always one guy, blonde hair, black sunglasses, that always makes a cameo. Always. Independent of the series, season, and year. Interesting. In the games, he's one of the most overpowered players in the game, but still. It's just a cameo. It's there every single time, and everybody noticed that. Yeah, Rio is so good, and I love him. And I wish they would do something with him again. They'd do it badly, though. Just look at Try. And then think, if this is try, what if they tried Rio? Digimon try Rio. Digimon didn't really try. Oh. By the way, uh, Rio has an alias called the Legendary Tamer. How is there not an anime about him right now? It was called Digimon Tamers. He was the side character. Yeah, so, I don't know. There, there was a lot of potential to this, although I still maintain that a better way of continuing adventure would be the thing they were kind of dropping hooks for in the last episode, where it's just Iori leading another new team with uh, some of the, the dark tree, dark spore kids who all got D3s at the end. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool. What happened to them? They seemed like they needed therapy. <laughs> I don't remember this. All the kids uh, that had dark spores that... Oikawa. All of the kids that he dark spored so that he could open up the gate get D3s at the end. And Yori is standing with them on the, the cliffside at the end. And you're like, oh, okay, so he's going to start a new team with all the younger kids. 
Nope. If I may, I, I think Digimon's at its strongest when you just got new characters you don't know anything about. Because you, you just lay out the foundation, you have that to work with. Because let's be honest, Digimon, right from the get-go, was always young kids coming of age. It is pretty cool having, you know, kids who don't know what they're doing, having to figure out how to life. But I think if you're going to continue adventure, you want the older people around. Uh, so I think I think you find a good balance there where, yeah, you include the one person who's done this before and can show them around, a bunch of new kids who have to learn things, and then occasional cameos from the older kids, instead of having them steal the show like they did in, in O2. They stole the show in O2? Since when? Uh, since every episode that they show up to mentor the kids in, they're just ridiculously more competent at everything. They have one episode that, that dedicated to them, then the rest is just the O2 cast. You never see Ty stealing Spotlight from Davis. Ty comes back a lot. And, like, the episode where Agumon got kidnapped was way more interesting than anything that ever happened to Davis. True, but it's O2, so, I mean... <laughs> The Zero Two kids are so boring, they literally just put them in cryo chambers and ignored them for six films. The kids disappeared for months, and none of their friends noticed. None of them cared to investigate further when they're just told that their friends are just gone. Well, and when Ty is finally told, by the way, the O2 kids have been gone for months, he's like, what? I never noticed this. They were missing? I thought he was just next door, what the hell? <laughs> he just blends in so much with the crowd, I mean. And like, when Genai is using Ken's face for no particular reason, no one is surprised to see him. They're just like, oh, hey, it's Ken. I guess he's evil again. Let's not try and talk with his parents or anything. Yeah, we went to his house once. He wasn't there, so I guess that's it. It's not like we have digital monsters that can break down the door and check if everything is okay inside there. Or email. Remember when he had email? Oh, yeah, email. Oh, oh yeah, or phone numbers or something. I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, the plot holes. There's no plot holes in Digimon CV. Only questions that haven't been answered yet with more questions. There's holes in the literal universe throughout this whole series. It's because of Ryu. He's been messing too much with the universe. They really, like, all they had to do to get rid of the O2 kids and stick them in cryo chambers for months and not have it be really f***ing weird would be have the start of the plot be that those kids are investigating, right? All of the O1 kids are like, hey, we need to go save them. Or you could just just made it so, okay, the one O1 kids mentioned that, oh, we don't know what the hell happened to them, they maybe moved away or something. And then, like, in the middle of one of the movies, you have just one section dedicated to what the hell happened to the O2 kids. Like a reverse flashback. Yeah, literally anything works. Just, you have to address it and not give four seconds of a silhouette. And then and, oh, by the way, they're in the hospital. I guess they're fine. Bye. Yeah, this last film didn't wrap up much. They intentionally didn't wrap anything up because they were trying to plug the movies they're making. That's a lie. Or they anymore pl- uh, wrapped up the, the the bridge. The hell are you talking about? Okay, she was actually very well animated. I thought. Yeah. I don't get the fur the fur hand thing, but okay, that are so fragile. Maybe we could have put less budget in animating and a little more budget into writing. Maybe should have uh, wasted half of the budget animating this white woman with wings that has breasts and ass exposed. She's an Ava, okay? That's all you needed to know. No, she's an angel, not an Ava. But you're a fan of Avas. You know they're the same thing, right? That's just canon. If you want to get technical about it, humans are angels, so... Was that the same white zone that Kari went into? Is that the same as the end of the Evangelion series, that whole white zone? Yes. And then Garoman said congratulations. Yes. When Meikumo uh, dissipated, she turned to LCL. Oh, and then there was that time when Gatoman wasn't feeling so well. Mako's the light! 
Digimon predicted Infinity War. Oh, by the way, you guys saw how Gatomon's animation turned 3D when she was inside of Ordenimon for some reason? Yeah, that was weird. I love this film, it's weird. I still like how they don't have an animation for Warp Digivolution, so you gotta do one step at a time, too. They could have just gone back to the old ways with bad 3D, but still, nope. That still looks better than the 3D they use now. So many Digivolutions. Too many Digivolutions. Even with the split screens, there's too many Digivolutions. Legit. Yeah. <sighs> there's not much to say about this movie, too. <laughs> it suffers from too much Digimon. It was pleasing, but then when you start... Taking it apart, I'm like, oh, okay. You can't analyze this movie because it just doesn't really hold up to any amount of scrutiny. It was fun. It's in the middle of the table in this case. It's above one and four. Yeah, I've kind of, I put it in the middle. Yeah, it was worse than four. Yeah, I'd give it definitely worse than four, although four used to be my my lowest, so. My lowest is actually the first film. Oh, my lowest four. If I remember correctly, I might be just changing my opinion right now. Let's all say, what's our least favorite of the, the films? Oh, I thought we were talking about season four. Season 4 was definitely the worst Digimon. Season 4 does not exist. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so least favorite film, probably 4. Lots. You, Nelson? I think I agree with with Quinn there. If I remember correctly, 4 was the worst one. Rapey Genai really kills it for me. <laughs> I agree with that opinion there, but I enjoyed Reunion, the first film, less. So I'm saying that's my least favourite. Just because it's on a rewatch, it's rubbish. Because it's all just nostalgia and it's very boring. At least I enjoyed Far a lot more. So second worst? We're not going through all of the films because that'll take No, ages. let's go through all of the films. It's, it's only six films. But we can save that for our possible seventh episode where we discuss Try as a whole. I vote we make this a really long one with a super summary at the end. So I'm vetoing the idea to rank them all in order. Just say which one your favourite was of the series. Three. Mine was also three. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. Check this again, because I'm sorry, but nothing really sticked in my mind. I think it was five, my favorite. Wow. Coexistence? I think, okay. The one where Ty disappears. Why would you say something so controversial, but so great? Five is my second favorite. Let me just check this real quick. Uh, I will maintain those first five minutes of four are amazing. The flashback deal. Well, they strip away most of what makes this series. <laughs> when it's a suddenly a silent movie, because, you know, it was the 80s and it was a different time. Less color, less sound, less focus on the main eight kids. I'm trying to remember, and I'm not, I'm not getting anything out of this. I think that's what the writers were doing when they tried to write this. Okay, wait. I know that one and four were my worst ones. Six was in the middle of this, so I only have two, three, and five. <laughs> Okay, Confession was my, my was my favorite one. It was one with Hercules Capuchermon, so it's three. Yes, that's that's unanimous. That's the one. It peaks in the middle. Yes, especially with that Hercules Capuchermon tanking all the goddamn Digimon. That was pretty bad. He's called Hercules for a reason. I don't think I cried at any of the other films. There's only three. I got a couple of tears when Daigo died, because that... That was pretty good. You say that. I didn't cry when Daigo died, but I did cry at least four three times seeing six. What moments did you cry at? Gabumon's speech. Okay, that's a good speech. Meikumon's death. Yeah, okay. I couldn't take the end of six seriously. Meikumon dying is kind of sad, especially with the Tamage. Yeah, the Dandan. Yeah, the Dandan. God, that's sad. Dandan. Just like, ah. Oh. Make two balls. Ah, so are talking with Matt while they're still in the digital world. Oh, uh, and she's like, Ty's okay, right? Oh, yeah, that that was cute. Sora getting a haircut for no reason in the last 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. That was odd. Why did you cut your hair? No reason. Sometimes it's what you do after you 
know, almost get killed several times. The kids weren't in real danger, really. <laughs> Acid rain, well, Digimon, Dark Can I, Alphamon, Jessmon, Maki. Our teacher died. Sora was only in danger when she jumped on Machine Drummond. The rest of the time, pretty much everyone didn't get attacked. And, you know, when a guy was licking her, she was in some serious danger then. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, Machine Drummond is superior to a nuclear explosion, technically. And Sora suffered no internal damage from getting crushed by his claw. Unless you count emotional damage. They all suffered a lot of emotional damage. Yeah. And this is anime, so there are no psychiatrists. The only psychiatrist you have is your own mind. It's like, seriously, Maki could have been avoided if she'd gone to see a psychiatrist. Wait, why Maki? Don't you... Don't... Maki, the one who obsessed over her dead friend for 20 years. Yep, 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 yep. As you do. Admittedly, I'm not sure what happens if you tell a therapist in the 80s, no, you see, I had this monster friend. And I'm determined to bring them back. <laughs> I'll literally destroy two worlds to bring them back. You, you just see the psychiatrist, okay, Maki, just stay here, I'll, I'll get to proper help. Just see him grab the phone, put her into crazy hospital <laughs> You know... That still would have avoided this problem, though. That's the sad part. It's all Maggie's fault. It's all Maggie's fault. Actually, it's all Maggie's friend's fault. Don't you blame this on Daigo. He tried his best. Uh, Daigo was admittedly an enabler. He tried his best, guys. Come on. He died his best. <laughs> ah, Stevie. That's terrible. Oh, no, I don't feel sorry about the Prison Cyana joke I made. For real, though, the funniest moment in the film was when it all went silent, and then Ty comes back, and he's there, and then it just goes sudden close-up and butterfly, he just bursts into it. Hey, guys, I'm back. Oh, wow, so so much tension, and it's just like, begin! <laughs> and it's not just butterfly, it's the electric guitar version of butterfly. I burst out laughing when it just went just sudden close-up on his face. That was bad. That's like, oh, did we not know who was coming? Who else could possibly be coming? What if Daigo came back? Oh, that'd be bad. And then Daigo befriends Agumon and just totally replaces Tai. I still say that Daigo's gonna be the next Genai for some reason, and he'll, he'll always have his little bear maw beside him. I don't care what you say, that's my headcanon, that's gonna happen. I'd be okay with that, yeah. I need to see Barrymore. Again, I turned evil, so homeostasis replaced him with this guy. Yeah. I'm down. I still want to know how homeostasis shut down Yggdrasil. Uh, yeah? Is evil Genai now working on his own, or is Yggdrasil still doing things? Look, what, what we don't know is that from the end of Digimon Cybersloth, the alternate timeline where Eaters don't exist... They, they just came back and tried. That, there you go. Yggdrasil's corrupted because of them. That, that's, that, that's what happened, clearly. We're going to have Mirei in the next Digimon movie. Oh, I'd be so down for that. I said that as a joke, but yeah, I, I kind of like that. Just make a huge crossover to, from all the Digimon games. Between Mirei and Ryo, Digimon is already always a crossover with every other season. You know, I'd like to see Digimon World DS, Dawn, and Dusk turn into an anime. That's fair. Because I, I'd like to see Sayo and the other kid actually interact. I, I, I want Tentomon to speak in Kansai to me. That, that's what I, all I want. Tentomon is a maid. Want. Tentomon is best girl now. Tentomon was always best girl. That's fair. Even when he lost his memory, he still brings Oolong Tea to Busy. Yeah, that was good. Oolong Tea is universal. I love that Oolong Tea is just the source of Izzy's power. It's the cause of his recent sex appeal, don't you see? Mimi's gonna fall head over heels over him. I keep on chipping those two. Oh, it's a, it's a real good ship. 
It's the best ship. And at least they did finally ship Ty with someone other than his sister. Yes, and Matt has now the, the whole path open for Sora. But at the end of it all, I think Tri was pretty good. I think Tri was mediocre. I enjoyed it more than I didn't. I'll use one sound effect to describe my feelings. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah. I won't be rewatching it anytime soon. I kind of feel that way about adventure at this point. I spent a year micro-analyzing adventure, and it turned out it wasn't very good. And then I started O2, and it turned out that wasn't very good. And then Try wasn't very good. Look, O2 is slightly above Frontier. Yeah. I'll give you that. And and Tamers is the best one. I think what I'm saying is, like, half of Digimon is kind of Tamers, Cross Wars, and these squadrons attack bath. Yeah, although the last season of Cross Wars was not good. Let's not talk about that, please. I think Digimon Adventure Try is better than our coverage of Digimon Adventure Try, at least. Oh, I don't know about that. At least we make people laugh. Yeah, we, I, I think we're entertaining. At least mildly so. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not sure you can say that about Try. At least our plot makes sense. That's true. At least we're not licking any girls right now. No, I mean, I am. Should I not be doing that? Oh, oh. Oh, I guess me and Quinn should stop licking girls. Oh, and you speak about Dark Genai, hey? Dark Stevie. Dark Quinn. I, I would like to now commission you to please draw Dark Stevie. Dark Stevie, you think that Lost is the best one in the series? <laughs> <laughs> just has Genai licking on loop. No, I just see Dark Stevie licking a DVD box of Lost. God, Stevie, I think I think maybe you need to just get a gif of Genai licking Sora and just put it on Twitter. Oh, uh, don't have to. I, I think you might. No, don't do it, Stevie. I can't stop Dark Stevie from doing it, though. Is Spookloween, and that's the creepiest thing in Digimon. Really? I I, I still think that uh, Venomiotis more killing Garokenimo is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Uh, disagree. I disagree. The pink de- jello Digimon from Tamers. Tamers is creepy. Tamers is the best season because it has people that work from ev- work on Evangelion there. I always knew him from Lane. Y'all should watch Serial Experiments Lane. Announcing our next series, or we'll be talking about Serial Experiments Lane. See, if you want to do a Halloween special, just watch the the most scary movie of them all, The Room, by Tommy Wiseau. But that's hilarious. It's poopy. It's poopy all the way. Dark Wiseau. Uh, I want that to the new Star Wars movie. <laughs> that's Wiseau. As long as we're talking about it, you two doing costumes for Halloween? In Portugal, we don't celebrate Halloween. Because <laughs> every day is Halloween in Portugal. <laughs> yes, we're, we're always giving candies to kids. Well, I am going as Sailor Mars, thank you. You're welcome. Can I say except you're welcome? Done, done. Don't, don't do that, please. You've been giving me crap about that song about forever. <laughs> don't you start. Done, done. Okay, okay, it's yours. Copyright, I get it. The last part would make him all be so much more emotional if they just dabbed at Mako. Yeah, instead of done, done, she says dab, dab, and dabs the whole time. Uh, I can see that in the gym on her bridge for some reason. Dabs into oblivion. She's just like, I don't feel so good, May. May. Dab dab disappears. <laughs> to see May May go like, oh god, I'm so happy she de- she's dead now. <laughs> the power of dab. The power of dab compels. Wait, I just thought about something. If cutting the Digicore out of the wing makes the the Digimon come out of the uh, or Denimon, how the hell did Merciful Mode cut the wings off and nothing came out? Yeah, that's a reasonable question. I just thought of this right now. Like, the only reason that they had to kill her was because they wanted it to be dramatic at the end. They could absolutely have just not killed Mekoban, and I think it would have been better. Would it, though? Isn't the whole point of trying showing that sometimes you gotta sacrifice someone for the greater good? 
and Ty was willing to, but I think it would have worked out better if they'd gone with, yeah, but sometimes you don't have to, too. Yeah, but that's what happened in the original adventure, and they were kids. So now they're adults, so they gotta sacrifice something. Who were they willing to sacrifice in the original? They had to sacrifice an important character, and Daigo doesn't count. Uh, Daigo was way more important than Mekumaki. He doesn't count. He wasn't important enough to count as being sacrificed for the greater good. You know what's clearly sacrificed from the script? Bearmore? Where the hell was he? I needed my Bearmore. Yeah. A Gabumon filled the role. Nah, screw you, I need my Bearmore. Give me f***ing Bearmore, that's all I need in my Digimon. Zero out of ten, no Bearmore. God damn it, I just want Bearmore, Grizzlymore, Grappleomore, and give me Marsmore. God damn it. Just watch Frontier, that has Bearmore. Shut up, Frontier doesn't exist. Anyway, I think we've talked about Try a lot. I think we've talked this subject to death. I try to make this interesting. But you failed. Yes. Part 6 was okay. That's my summary. It was an ending. The series as a whole was okay and had some very good high points. Part 6 was about average for try, which was fine, I guess. Had its highs, had its boring bits, but whatever. As a whole, I enjoyed watching it, and I'll watch the dub version when I get it on the Blu-ray of the last bit. So, outros, I guess. Okay. So, thank you to my lovely co-hosts for joining me for this awful series. I apologize for dragging you into this. No, don't worry. We we made it awful. We were all awful. Uh, it was pretty awful all by itself, but we didn't help. This series that we've done is just a series of mistakes. Look, there's a reason why I was drinking alcohol while, while recording this one. Hey, this is the only time I've recorded when I was sober, so... I've been sober this whole series recording. I'm just suffering from depression. That's all. Well, that was darker than the dark ocean. Goddamn. Anyway, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at RealYubico, and someday I hope to have a podcast out called uh, Kingdom Hearts Recorded, where we are playing through Kingdom Hearts uh, one world a week, give or take, and uh, should be fun if we can ever get back to recording. You need actual time to play the games as well. Well, that part's been relatively easy. It's that every week for the last six weeks when we've tried to record, something has come up. And you've been plugging it every single week regardless. <laughs> It'll make it all the more embarrassing if it never comes out. You can find this podcast that hasn't happened. Oh yeah, and you can find Nelson oh. on YouTube at Demon Dragon wait, Master. No, wait. I, and I, I, at Twitter I have an at Demon Dragon I went Master. Why yeah, he's also in the Moncast no, Discourse. Please. please. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Okay, Stevie, just 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 do the outro. Do my outro. I, I'm done. I'm done. Bye. Nelson's actually muted his microphone. I guess we can't find him. Apart from on YouTube at Demon Dragon Master, where he uploads once every seven months, if you're lucky. And you can also find him on Twitter, where he tweets once every seven months, if you're lucky. No, ex- excuse you. I tweet almost every day, trying to get, get free giveaways, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I I also I also up- upload at least once every eleven months, soon to be twelve. Okay, thank you. I also need to finish the gym on Cybercloud. And you can find me on the Moncast and on the Moncast Patreon and Discord and all that stuff. If you've enjoyed this, why? I hope you've enjoyed watching Try if you've watched it. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this if you listened. And I hope you enjoy life. And if you do all of these things, you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah, if you don't enjoy things, you should get that locked up. Because that's that's not a good sign. And no, I mean, it, it just enjoying trying this podcast in general, but okay. <laughs> enjoying the podcast is good, because we're hilarious. I think people are allowed to enjoy the podcast. I've got to edit all this still. Uh, you know, it's only like 10 hours. <laughs> good luck, Stevie. And with that, I think this series is done. So, thank you for listening. We're all gonna go, so bye-bye. Bye!
Bye. I never know how long it goes for.